There it is. We're live. <laughs> okay, hey, just started. <laughs> that was a long oh, one. I pressed going. the button like 20 seconds ago. Kyle, do you need to lead with something? Yeah, of course. We have a few sponsors tonight. Smart Mouth, of course, making its return, as well as Lyft, Zip Recruiter, and uh, Jack Threads, and MeUndies. So you can check them out down in the description below. Uh, I'm going to talk about each of them more later on, but for now, let's just start the show. All yes, right. there's, it's been a big news past couple of days. What happened? Uh, there was an election. That thing that everybody. Oh, was, was that so, this week? That was this week. I I, I, listened, I, I looked at Trump's it. tweet, and he said to turn out for him on the 18th, and so I missed it. Yeah. Like, did did you guys see that? I don't know if it was his tweet, but at one point, someone in the Trump campaign, maybe even him, probably fucking him, said like, <laughs> uh, you know, go out and you need to turn out on November 14th and show America that you want me. And it's like if that's it's not. You're gonna have a lot tweet, of angry. Smart money's on Trump. Yeah, you're going to have furious people at a lot of post offices and churches on the 14th. Actually, they, well, you know what? I should take week. that back. I, I, started, I just thought about what I said. You know, this stuff that we thought was dumb all along, right? Apparently, those are the acts of a champion. Like when he told everyone to check out that woman's sex tape, he might have been picking up votes for all I know. When he was like going back and forth with Rosie or whatever the fuck he's doing. Like, Hillary, you missed out on the on that shit uh it, it scores posted dude you mean when hillary was yeah. doing the dab on the oprah on the uh, on the ellen show that wasn't winning her any votes like, it like, appears you that me all that I just, I just, didn't help. like I, you know regardless of what you thought was happening what all actually right, happened carry on go ahead line it up line let's it up. talk about election night and our individual experiences um that that came uh, of it so we finished <laughs> up pkn right uh, that's what happened uh, and uh, yeah. it was maybe nine, ten o'clock East Coast time. Uh, I went to my bedroom. CNN was already on uh, on TV, and I started watching. And he was leading in Virginia. And as a note, like, though, previously, just as we had finished PKN, we were all on the same in the same boat. I think of no way, yeah. no way. Yeah. We, and this was as the election was starting. Yeah. There's a recording of us all being like, no fucking way. Bullshit. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. We I, should have redacted that immediately. As soon as we saw it was going bad, we should have been like, let's re-record PKN and all go pro-Trump and just call it. <laughs> like, uh, that's that's been like say something crazy. Like, you uh, know what? I think, I, I bet he's going to win Michigan and Wisconsin. You know? Yeah. I, I bet he could like, just say something. Well, that wasn't even right, a conversation. So, anyway, sorry. So I get up there. I see he's winning. Um, I see he's winning in, uh, in uh, uh, Virginia. And I knew that that was not on his map. And he didn't end up winning it. But the fact that he was ahead in it was like, a, hey, what's going on here? Let's actually look deep and do a little math. And as they go around the, the, the place, I notice they're not talking about Florida. And they're not talking about Ohio on, on, on CNN. It's like, what gives? That's what matters. And then I see they're red. You know, they're not, like, called. But they're all red. You know, of course, you got Miami Dade down there and Orlando. and everything. They were That's so all talking about those states. They did nothing but really? talk about them all night long. Yeah. It was just, it. Here he is. Here he is. They kept talking about no path. And, and, and they, there was a lot of attention on the Rust Belt states that Trump was winning that no one expected him to win. I didn't think I, I felt like I, the coverage I was watching on CNN, like at nine or ten o'clock, like they just weren't talking about Ohio much. They weren't like, oh yeah, here's her because he was ahead. They were talking more he, about. He the was state. ahead by a lot in Ohio, I think. Right? Yeah, it, it, yeah, he was ahead by a lot in Ohio, and Florida just wasn't looking good. I was like, I called Florida very early in the night for Trump. It was like I don't see how this is going to change very much, and it just kept going and going, and I kept looking at my girlfriend, and and, I, and after a while, I went, he could do it. She's like, no, nah, no, nah, he can't. He can't. He's, they said he can't. You know, uh, everybody did. I was like, I was like, he can do it. He's just got to win that 
and hang on to these three here. And he's got it, I think, because we know what's coming on the West Coast, like California, and we, we know what that's going to do. That's more predictable. Yeah, you already add 55 mm-hmm. to Hillary's score. Yeah, yeah, I already enough. give it a 55. We know that. And it just kept going and going. And, and we were in the Skype, ch- and I just became more and more shocked and more and more giddy. And, <laughs> and after a while, like, like cautious um, like nervousness of like, man, I, at, le- at first it was like, oh, it won't be a blowout. Trump is not going to get blown out. This will not be an embarrassment now. That is wonderful. And then it became, this might be a squeaker. And then it became Trump prophesied what was going to happen. He's winning the Rust Belt. He's winning Pennsylvania. He's got the industrial 80s capital of America up there. He's going from the Great Lakes to the bottom tip of Texas right now, splitting the U.S. in half. He's going to win. I was like, you know, I don't know very much about this electoral map stuff. I, I know generally how it works. I've been through a few elections. But I do know that normally it's all about Ohio and Florida. And he's already got them. And it's about what else he gets right now. And I was like, that's it. Trump's the president. Trump's the president. Trump's the president. You and guys were I, all saying that, like, in the middle yeah. of the night, especially Kyle. You know, Kyle was was a source of, of hope for me that evening. Yeah. And and Woody, like, yeah. you, um, it was, no, 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 I was saying more that because Kyle was so excited about it, you and Chiz were more just kind of stating the facts of, like, yeah, it is looking like this will happen. The whole time, up until they were discussing Michigan, and, like, all, and the CNN anchors were, you know, viscerally blown away, like, he is winning Michigan by a good amount. And then it was just that dude at the smart board who kept zooming in on Detroit uh-huh. and those counties and being like, man, you just you just got to hope there are a lot of people who haven't turned out yet. I mean, uh, pile um, of here in Wayne <laughs> County. That's what yeah. she's looking for, because yeah. Wayne County encompasses Detroit and and they zoom in on Wayne County. Well, and I'm expecting fairness, her to be killed. I, I want to say this because I, I feel like what they actually do is they have a bias towards there being a story. So he's winning That's- Michigan, he's winning Wisconsin, he's winning Ohio, he's winning Florida, he's winning all the, like, you could tell he was going to win. And if you, if you read the transcript of us in Skype, I, I, I'm a call, I'm like, dude, this guy's won, he's won, he's got, he's locked up. Wisconsin's over, you know, this is over, why aren't they calling it, why aren't they calling it? But um, CNN, even Fox, uh, all of them were just like, I don't know, maybe. And, and when he's saying, like, Look, there's only what 70% voted so far in Detroit, and that's a heavy Hillary area. She needs mm-hmm. all this to close it. He's trying to make a story. I don't think he's trying to yep. make Hillary win. I think he's trying to. Keep I think watching. he's talking to himself oh, a little bit too. Uh, yeah, I think he's. That's what I, I, that was the vibe I was getting. Is that like it was because you could see on the faces of everyone that they did not know this is going to happen. They thought they were going to go out there and be like, and once again, racism and bigotry is defeated in America. <laughs> and then it they would do that, and they'd all be so smug and have like one hand <laughs> under the desk jerking themselves off. Oh, I'm so fucking tolerant. I'm so fucking tolerant. And then, no, they were. They, it ended up them just frantically. I, I must have watched the dude click on Wayne County 60 times as he struggled <laughs> to use that fucking format on the smart board. He's like, let's just zoom in. Nope, that's opened up my web browsing history. Let's get out of there. You know, like, that's, like and it I was just good with the board. crazy. So we, I, so I we were all watching up CNN until Michigan on the internet. I, I felt up until Michigan that it was like a blues making the Stanley Cup thing, where I was like, nope. You know what they do? Things that I like don't win. Things yeah. that I like make you think they're going to win, and they make the playoffs 25 years in a row, and they always lose. I, at and, one point in the night, I wrote to Taylor and said, dude, I'm a Philly fan. I'm a Canes fan. We've won some cups. You might not be familiar with what winning is like, but this is it. This is what winning feels like. Live it up. 
No, I didn't Never win won. on Tuesday. Yeah. But Taylor oh, and Kyle did. Say happy wife, happy life. Woody's gamer tag is in hell. <laughs> no, you know what? I want to talk about that a little bit. So here's how my <laughs> night went. Kyle laid out his. Um, like the the poll started closing at 8 p.m. Right, so they're like reporting some stuff, and we found this. The New York Times did an excellent job with these like real times prediction meters and stuff, and um, it was showing Trump early in the night having like a 52% chance winning a 56% chance. And I'm giddy. I'm, I'm, I'm happy as can be because it's just entertaining to me to like poke at the two girls in my house who really, oh. really don't want Trump to win at all. So, <laughs> so I'm just like, not that I'm like outwardly starting fights or anything, but I'm totally amused that they're You're trolling a bit. It. I'm trolling You're a little bit. looking over there at a Enjoying their like stressful moments. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But the reason that I'm <laughs> loving it so much is not that I wanted Trump to win or even that I'm okay with his win. I, I really wish that he had lost. The reason I'm like just enjoying the troll is that I'm still confident he's going to win. Like, oh, isn't it adorable? He's going to win. That like he went slightly to like 56% chance of winning before the bomb dropped and he got his yeah. ass kicked. So that, that's, yeah, yeah. What, that's what's in my heart. And as the night goes on, the trolling stops. Mm -hmm. the, the, <laughs> like it's like, don't fuck, dude. When did the trolling stop? About what state flipped and turned the trolling switch off? Dude, it, was, it wasn't really a state North so much Carolina as it was like going. the percentage. Oh, I, maybe it was North Carolina. It, like when when Hillary lost Won North it Carolina. Handily. Yeah, yeah, the, dude. It was <laughs> just becoming clear. There were a whole bunch of states that were sitting at red, and um, so I am. I, pretty well schooled in the whole electoral math thing like i knew all the different routes to victory for each of them i knew what it meant and and um so like i have a, a full awareness of the severity of losing different states what mattered what didn't where they were expected yeah. and i could see fairly early in the night that it was time to stop teasing the girls because mm. they might be very sad and and you, you guys might call some people are asking like how they are now they're I'm sure well, they're fine. They don't like it, but you know they're they're back to living. Their you know, hopes doing her homework, and Jackie was helping me with my stuff today, and like, everything's fine. But I'll tell you, they do feel like both of them independently have told me they feel a little less safe. That like because um, the president does set a national tone. I used to think that was crazy, um, and then when Bill Clinton was cheating on his wife and getting BJ's in the office. And there's this question like, are blowjobs really cheating? Right? Cause he was like, that's the thing that he said. I don't know if you guys know that, but he was telling Monica that she could only blow him. He wouldn't fuck her because blowjobs aren't cheating. And so that like brought this national question. Like, is he, is, is a blowjob sex? Is it, is that cheating? Is that as much cheating? And like the president does set a national tone. Like it happens, and and yeah, but it's still against the law to assault a woman, and that law won't be changing. And and he, he that, you know, before we get too much into the mm -hmm. things he will and won't do, let's keep going with reactions to what. Did all right, happen. all right. So so anyway, <laughs> oh, they, I love Kyle's face through all this. Feel, <laughs> uh, they they both feel a little. They feel a little less safe. It's not like there's burglars at the door or anything, but they just feel like 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 there's a kind of haze of, of badness that's on our way. But, you know, like yeah. me, so I've been into the politics. The key word, though, is feel. Right. They, they feel. There's no actual, like, it, no, nothing's going to, like, they're not going to walk out in the street tomorrow and someone's going to go, look, a woman, you know, a white woman, you <laughs> know, the majority group that voted for Trump, assault her. You know? uh, unless your blood just boils blue all the way through, you're like me saying, all right, I didn't get what I wanted, but God, I hope he proves me wrong. Right? That, that, well, I, I think that's where most people are. Yeah. Yeah. So it was... Um, 
as the night went on, and I, as soon as I, as soon as I knew he was going to win, I think I knew, I, I had told myself and meant it that he's going to win earlier than than anybody in our group. Had, I, I didn't even want to say it to you guys quite yet, but but I, I think as soon as he won, he was ahead in North Carolina, ahead in New Hampshire, although he eventually lost it. I was like, that's it. If he's competing that well in New Hampshire, if he's only losing sixty to thirty in counties where he should be losing ninety to ten. He's got this. He's got this. And so then the night changed for me. It was about like putting myself into a position where I could absorb the maximum amount of liberal tears. It was about <laughs> getting as much coverage you opened as your possible. own salt mine. Yeah. I don't know if you know this, but at Hillary's rally, they had this CGI thing with fireworks and uh, and all kinds of stuff where she was going to come out and literally shattered the glass ceiling there was a a cgi sure glass you, oh a cgi yeah, there's right. a cgi glass so ceiling prepared okay. for her to come out like wrestlemania style with like the sparklers going so she's like a wash in a glow of just bright light and then they tone down and she just like goes super scion and this big glass ceiling <laughs> breaks and she becomes madam president as new is newsweek wanted <laughs> oh, i but, saw but, that yeah but well, that, that presentation can sit right next to the St. Louis Blues Stanley Cup winners 1970 yes, hats. And Al Gore's <laughs> low emission celebration of 2000. Those both got scrapped. <laughs> Not happening. Dude, I... I oh, oh, so I, I have a question. I, I, Kyle and Chiz had, uh, I'll call it a spirited debate maybe on Skype. And it was about the Democrats protesting after the Trump victory. And... The core of it was, had the Republicans lost, they would have stayed home, they would have been respectful, maybe bummed, but, like, they're not the people who go out and protest. And and there's kind of something to be said for that, right? You know, like, it, uh, heck, you could argue they didn't love Obama. Obama won twice, and neither time were there Republicans taking to the street, like, causing yeah, that's trouble. That's the answer. That that literally, that answered your question right there. Well, Think about 08. But there's a there's another thing though like the republicans haven't really been tested twice like the fucking democrats have of their candidate getting more votes and losing the election that's a bitter pill to swallow that you haven't uh, cnn tasted yet. uh see i don't know if you saw this cnn i guess just pro or projected today that trump is going to win the popular vote oh i hope so i hope so that's a big deal to me it might sound like i'm not because that's not my guy but i really like it when the president gets the most votes i, I think it's yeah, absolutely yeah. so yeah, uh, if you're a yeah, democrat for sure like I, I don't know if i think of myself as an independent but whatever um i loathe the fact that i don't know if it's this election my, my, but prior to this election the democrats got more votes for the house of representatives like two or three times in a row and don't own the house like they've been getting more votes but because it's so fucking gerrymandered because Republicans own this, the state governments, the, the, the governors and that, that um, like the Democrats get more votes and they get fewer people in. That sucks. And it looked like, again, because it happened to me. Are you saying like across the board that happens or like an aggregate? An like, aggregate, right. Because well, so the what, aggregate makes sense that Democrats would win because urban areas, like the biggest counties, are overwhelmingly Democratic. Well, that's not right? how it works, though. They'll, they'll split it up. So I'm just every asking, representative yeah. should have roughly kind of the same population. But what they do is they split it up so that the Democrats, like, dominate their area. And then the Republicans mm -hmm. win by, like, a more comfy margin. 
So the Democrats will get like 80% vote in D.C. or something like that. And then the Republicans are winning like 55-45 so they can get more mm-hmm. wins and the Democrats. Okay, that makes sense. Right, but it feels unfair if you're on the on the less populated. Like if you're on the Democrat side of that, you're like, "Fuck, we're so fucked." Oh yeah, to a it better neighborhood. It seem, that doesn't seem it's that easy. It's that easy. You just move to a better neighborhood and you get your people voted in, right? Yeah, <laughs> easy as that. So, yeah, uh, but no, it. from like my a- standpoint, it's not about me, like my personal representative. Like I, I, I wish that um, Democrats were represented by their population in, in office instead of by the gerrymandered version of that. Anyway, so when we're back to the thing, would Republicans have done it? I don't know. It, it, it was a little more of a bitter pill to swallow, given that the he real lost question the popular vote. Would thousands of of young and you had Republicans Trump have taken to the, the streets gong of it's rigged. It's like he was prepping his people to, to be pissed off. He was preparing I, for Trump TV to launch. He's preparing that's for what Trump he was TV. Doing. And, and, and that's what, that was the core at uh, my little argument with Chiz last night was, what do you think Trump's motive is when he says something like that, that it's a rigged system? And I, I, if you really analyze that, the only thing that can come of him saying that is to motivate his people to go out and vote and vote and vote some more. Get it done because we're fighting an uphill battle here. This isn't fair. We're not on an even playing field. We have to give that much, 10% extra, to even compete. That's what it felt like to me. And maybe preparing himself for Trump TV where we're going to fight the power from the airway. He meant what he said. Like, you really have to read between. And you might be right. You know, not everything is so simple. But if you look at it from a simple point of view, he's saying... If I don't win, this thing's rigged. If I don't win, I might not accept this result, right? That's it's what a no-lose well, What does that mean? Well, like, no, it's a no-lose Like, he's going to lead a says, revolution? Yeah, to like, if he says yeah. this is rigged. Oh, that's he's not gonna, That never happened. If he, says, if he says that it's rigged, he, at the same time, gets more people out to vote, which I guarantee he was thinking of that. Like, that's you know, totally. may as well get people out there to vote if other, I, maybe I can win this. And he's also prepping that hardcore alt-right core that's that, that you know, really adamant followers of him to be willing to shell out their 12 bucks a month for trump tv starting december 1st like that's what i think he was doing a thousand times more likely than that he's preparing the militia groups to take to rise up and and like come behind general trump and he's he's like meet me in san antonio we're heading north you know that's that's not not trump that's not the trump we know right like we know something about trump is he he you paint a pretty ridiculous picture you know like the, the general trump meeting in san antonio with Leading How a else do you lead your militia groups to overthrow I, the U.S. I, government? I, I, because you know, that's, what you're, that's what you're suggesting. Oh, I'm not, no. Um, what I'm trying to say is he was going to get people to ride. He was going to get people to not accept the vote. And he, he was sort of tipping the scale in case it was close. Right? But they're just riding against thin yeah. air, right? These rioters right was, now, there's nobody I, fucking listening. We're just cleaning up their messes as they break right, glass, spray right. paint. Throw the things that call us. And assault. Trump seemed like he assault was preparing people, yeah. people to people. not accept yeah. the result. And, and it, it, I, there's a really convenient thing here that, that I, I've, I've seen kind of particular, if I'm honest. I don't think of, you're willing to look for motive well, fi- in action. Do I get to finish my thought at all? Like, that was just totally If you want off. to. Thank you. So, um, Kyle in particular, I think, has sometimes said, like, oh, the crazy things Trump does, he didn't mean that or he won't really do that. Like, I won't accept the result of this. And then the things he likes, he says, aha. He actually is going to build a wall. He actually is going to implement this stuff. Oh, don't worry. That other thing he talked about, that silliness, he, that won't happen. That's and, because I think I'm able to look at the things he says and try to look for, a, put myself in his shoes and look for a motive. Like, why do you say this thing? How does that benefit you? Mm-hmm. I did and, that before. I, I did that with W. And I, now I'm cutting you off, so you 
Sorry. I'm used <laughs> to it. <laughs> well played. Me too. So, I got a big cutoff callus right here. Oh, that, that please. I got I one too, but nobody sees it. Interruption that way. bruises. All over <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Stop it. But uh, um, yeah, I, I thought that with W. I, with W, he's like, I'm a compassionate conservative on this, on that. I'm like, oh, cool. I voted for that guy the first time. And, um, you know, I'm like, and then he gets in and I'm like, holy shit. Like, he's actually just doing all this like even the things i thought he wouldn't do he's doing them he's doing what he said he would do you, you but can't that's not looking for a guy that the guy says i'm a compassionate conservative because he just wants your vote he's manipulating yeah. you the motive it's is not to because get he wants Bible you to vote. know he's a nice guy and buy him a birthday gift i i just think that like when trump says something like i'm gonna build the wall um you know he's calling toward his extreme alt-right groups that think a wall will be a, they're like yeah walls keep people out i got a wall in my backyard he may not build the wall. I don't know if he's going to build the wall. I want him to build the wall. Um, but when he says it, the more likely scenario, the more likely motive is just to drum up votes, and he won't do it. Of course, that's more likely. Yeah. It's the uh, same kind of thing as like, oh, I'm going to close Guantanamo Bay because that's a huge issue right now. And everybody's like, yeah, this is the kind of really just, righteous guy that actually will go in, shut it down, and clean it up, and get us out of these wars without leaving a giant power vacuum in one of the most hostile areas in the world. You know, he's going to do all these things, and then... Guantanamo's still open. You might not know like, he tried. Uh, like, it, this is the thing. So there, and I, it didn't I, happen, though. Yeah, well, here's he the thing. He failed on his promise. That's true. That's undeniable. Um, and, but, but I'm I, saying, we're talking, saw... going back to the, to the motive for it, I don't think he said it because he really wanted to close Guantanamo Bay that much. I think that he said it because, at the time, the hope change uh, message that was being put out was kind of, a, you know, we're changing the old guard. This is a new way of doing things. We're not doing this torture. We're not doing this, like, creepy gulag-style thing. No. Like, it was a, like it was a change it was point. Like I think that would be his moment. days in order in office. Uh, Barack Obama issued an executive order closing Guantanamo Bay. And it turns out that, you know, executive orders are not the end all be all of what gets done. Like, yep. it was not a, in that regard anyway. Yeah, he, he meant to do it. He's when he said he was going to do it, it's because he wanted to. And then he issued an executive order. And it turns out that if you don't have the support of all the people underneath you, even executive orders are for bullshit. Yeah, but if. It- even then, he's not stupid. He knew that that executive order was going to get overturned. He wasn't like, hey, maybe the Republicans are all suddenly cool with this. You know how I was elected 10 days ago, like a, a hunky-dory? Like, that's a way of saying, like, you know what? I tried to close it. Just so happens that exactly what I knew would happen would happen, and they shut it down. He didn't have the support of his own party. Because at the time he came in, he had uh, the Senate, he had the House of Representatives, and he had the executive branch, of course. And he issued an executive order, and even his own party overturned it. He like he had to see that coming, yeah, though. Like, like popular... he's the leader of his party. Like, like he's plugged in, right? Like, it's not like he. I mean, he's a senator. He's plugged in. He can like look. The guy sits next to him at work. He could be like, "Hey, what do you think about Gitmo?" And the guy's like, "Fuck no, don't mess with that." My constituency wants him over there, locked in that hole. Yeah, give them the give them their uh, give them their prayer mats, give them whatever they want, feed them, water them. Don't you bring them to U.S. soil, though. My people will not stand for that. You might be right. Yeah, but I, I feel like there's a real sort of like, you know, even when he tries, if he doesn't succeed, ah, eh, he actually didn't try. He knew. I like. He I, I got no succeed. problem with Obama. I'm not going to give Obama any shit. Obama was great today. I thought very, uh, really very gracious, today. very classy, very conciliatory. Um, I really liked everything Obama did. Uh, I kept on watching. I was enjoying it so much, and saw him do his thing with the Cleveland Cavaliers. But as far as this Trump thing goes, it has been a lot of fun. I've been watching, you know, the 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 the, the meme war is over, 
and in the dust of it, we're getting all these montages of the uh, you know Trump, just just Trump HQ versus Clinton HQ, and just the video montage of the reaction <laughs> is such gold. And if you remember that scene from Goodfellas where they're all like laughing uncontrollably, like like yeah, <laughs> in that <laughs> restaurant, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, like they interject that in between the Hillary supporters crying and squalling like the spoiled children they are. Now, this doesn't encompass all Democrats. This encompasses Hillary supporters, a very small group of people, it turns out. There is a big difference between a Democrat and a Hillary supporter. And I hope everyone out there knows there's a big difference between a Donald Trump supporter and a Republican and a Libertarian and a conservative. All very different things. You know, I we uh, OK, what you got? So I think that Hillary supporters were broader than just the group you're talking about. But I will say, if there's one fucking detestable thing about the blue side, it's the crybaby safe space. Like, like oh my God, if you have a problem with the name of a sports team or a Halloween costume, suck my dick. Suck my dick and you're lick in the back. You're appropriating my culture. I, 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 appropriating, if you... Have an issue with appropriating culture, like like dude, it's mind blowing. Like, think about, it to think, me about now? If, think about <laughs> it, what it would be like if I got offended every time someone who's not a white man used something invented by white men <laughs> or thought of by white men. Do it's we, like you you couldn't even get to you couldn't drive anywhere, you couldn't use medication, you couldn't uh, live in a democracy. You could go to primaries. Like what? They what put, are you talking? Like wrote, why do we all have to pretend like we're we all have our own little thing? Like oh, this is the white guy pile. This is all my stuff. Oh, I, I can't eat um you know kung pao chicken because that's the Chinese guy's stuff. But he keeps his stuff over there. This is my stuff, my things. It's just a selfish, childish way of looking at the world with the appropriation nonsense. The and you really poison the well. You poison the well against yourself when you do stuff like that because the same people who are now weeping in these hysterical videos. <sighs> fuck them. The same people who did that. Six weeks ago, we're tweeting about the Washington Redskins. You know, three weeks ago, they were saying this, you know, this Pocahontas costume, that's not okay for, well, it's fine. The black girl wears it. We know she wasn't black, but we can't, we, that, that's fine. Ignore that. The white girl can't wear it. That's bullshit. This is appropriation. This is racism and sexism and all the isms and all the ists and all the phobes. And it's like when that person gets offended again, you just think, no, yeah. you're I, just easily offendable. You're just a pussy. You're just there, being a whine. There, there is a middle ground because you're, cause I don't want to be mean. Right, like I'm, I'm, I'm just the political correctness. I like it to the point where you're just not mean to people. You know, like that—that's where I aspire to. They're like, some of the meanest people. They've been spending the last so couple mean. of years screaming racist, bigot, Nazi, pedophile at people they disagree with. The whole Ooh, PC here, hang thing. On. Let, let's talk about it this way. I've got thoughts on this. Too. Is a way to shame people into not expressing their opinion. And that's a huge part of why there was like there wasn't a huge like mystery vote for Trump. The reason that she lost was because she was a bad candidate. So when people say that, oh, no, all the white guys rose up and took it back. No, they didn't. He got less votes. Both of them got less votes than Romney. But the whole PC thing is just a way to say, I don't have an argument. You know, you're not picking, but you're disagreeing with me. I don't like what you're saying. And so you're a racist. You're a bigot. And then you're he, talking about defending yourself from accusations of racism and bigotry. Only bad people accuse you of being a bigot with no evidence. I think that the alt left is uh, is bigger than the alt right, and I think, left. and I think they're very racist. I think no, they are among the most racist uh, Americans, much more so than the the white supremacists in many ways. You notice they always want to go to Canada; it's never Mexico. Um, you notice that they're the first ones to call for violence. They're the first ones to beat a white man in the street. 
They're the first ones to uh, to commit actual hate crimes. You haven't seen like all the Hillary, the three black guys beating the Trump supporter half to death and robbing him in the street today. Uh, well, I, I just think that the Trump supporters have their share of violence, too. I don't think so. Not nearly as much. I think it's disproportionate big time. I think they're much quicker to be the ones who's screeching and Donald like ready Trump to hit someone. Donald used to cheer it on in the primaries and take his coat while you're at it, right? Like, oh well, that, well, that wasn't about violence. It was about a guy standing up, you know, being disruptive, and now he has to be removed from the building because he's in a private meeting, like screaming obscenities. You know, it's like, all right, he's got to go. Now he did take say, take his coat, and I thought that was this funny. From, biased eyes. No, 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 no. Yeah, they took his coat, but. The, all right, so there's a big difference. There, there's right? a phenomenal between difference between beating that. a white man in the street because he's a white Trump supporter, and you know, beating him terribly for a long period of time, and multiple people, a guy yeah. who disrupts a private event, and now security has to take him out. It's not like the crowd, like get him, like get him, get him down. It's like I, I was at this thing. I saw how they take him out. Like I, I saw it three times when how they removed from the building. Shortly after he got in trouble. For, and they were accusing him of being violent. So he was really on the sort of fixing that perception when you were there. But I, I to be fair and remember it, there yeah, it was there was there's way more. There was not very much violence at Trump rallies, uh, unless it was started by someone who obviously was there because they disagreed with Trump. Yeah, like, that was there it. was if you disagree with Trump. It, well, let's let me do the comparison. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Let me. Let me hmm. I don't want to keep it so truncated. By comparison, like I had this talk with someone where they were like, "Oh man, it's just crazy." Like the, anytime you hear about the violence coming out, it's it's always the Trump side. It's never the Clinton side. Which we can all we can get into the whole Podesta thing that they were staging violence and nonsense and trying to uh, incite people because they're pieces of shit, Podesta. But it's. There's a reason there's no, there was never any violence at Hillary rallies because people didn't show up trying to rabble rouse and shit stir and start fights because there wasn't a concerted. They, they just someone just went to a Hillary so rally and started happened. a guy went to a Hillary rally and started like screaming and disrupting. Oh, I was actually Obama and he was disrupting Obama and Obama said, whoa, 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 don't boo him. Don't boo him. This is an older gentleman. Um, I, he had that vibe about him that he had served in a war. And he's like, mm -hmm. I think this man is a veteran. Let's show him some respect. He's just, you know, trying to voice his opinion. Don't boo him, right? Whereas on Trump's side, he literally, in the primaries especially, like before he was getting heat for all the violence, he was encouraging it, steal his coat. He liked it when they hit the guys. Um, that, that's how it went. And then it, Trump got some negativity based on the violence at his uh, events, and he was cooling it off. That's how I like when they down. took their What coat. about George Soros funding... Black Lives Matter and destroying inner city areas. That's not like a Hillary rally, but I think that it's very unfair to frame this as though there's some sort of intrinsic violence to the Trump side and that there's not this problem that it's, does happen on the Hillary side. And those fair. people do tend yeah. to be Hillary the, supporters. And the Black Lives Matter stuff, like that, I mean, they're it's very like big riots. I, I, if I were to go there and just like be me, I feel like I would get beat up. The, 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 you they, wouldn't be safe. Yeah. They, oh, that's where I wanted to go to with all this. That's why it's very easy. There's a very easy litmus test to see which side is actually more violent and racist. Um, I think it's much easier uh, for a person to stand up and say, I'm a liberal. I'm a Hillary Clinton supporter. I support everything she stands behind up from top to bottom um, and, and shout that from the rooftops. You can do that anywhere. You can do that right here in my conservative super hometown that won by 87 percent to Trump. Nothing will happen to you ever. You can be a black man and a big crowd of rednecks, and you can say that, and they will not hurt you. 
But if you do that, but I'm literally afraid to do that. Are, who here would not be afraid of physical violence if they did that for Trump? You could not pay me. You couldn't have paid me to wear a Make America Great Again hat as I walked to the Blues game last are night we, along the street. You could not have paid me because I wouldn't have thought I safe. I would have been looking around everywhere like I somebody's going to fucking mug me. I am afraid of the violent left, but I don't live in a convenient little magic bubble that I can back up into and hide from everybody from. So I'm just, I just have to be me and keep my fucking 45 with me because that's just how I feel. But they are definitely the scarier, more violent, quicker to physical violence side. They're the ones who will come after you for your just for your political beliefs, just for you exercising your your version of democracy. Maybe not even physical violence all the time. Maybe you tweet something they don't like and they try and get you to lose your job. Maybe they see, oh, this this sportscaster said the wrong thing when he was talking about the Bucks. Uh, you know, he he was insensitive in this comment. Let's get him fired. Let's send you know thousands of emails to his boss. And like it's that doesn't really happen on the other side. Um, this Salon article is really interesting. I don't know much about Salon dot uh, com, but it's focusing on a WikiLeaks uh, document that came out of the DNC, and it's all about um, their strategy to uh, make the um, the more far right candidates uh, from the Republican side, the front runners. It, it, you know, the, our goals and strategy. This is a DNC document right here. Our goals and strategies. Our hope is that the goal of the uh, potential Hillary Rodham Clinton campaign and the DNC would be a would be one and the same, to make whomever the Republican uh, Republicans nominate unpalatable to the majority of the electorate. We've outlined three strategies to obtain our goal. One, force all Republican candidates to lock themselves into extremely uh, conservative positions that will hurt them in the general election to undermine any credibility or trust Republican presidential candidates have to make inroads to our coalition or independence and three muddy the waters on any potential attack towards Hillary Rodham Clinton. They call this the Pied Piper uh, candidates, this Pied Piper strategy. Uh, there are two ways to approach the strategies mentioned above. The first is to use the field as a whole to inflict damage on itself. Uh, similar to what happened to Mitt Romney in 2012. The variety of candidates is a positive here. And many of the lesser-known candidates, uh, the page scrolled on me, uh, many of the lesser-known candidates can serve as a uh, cudgel to move the more established candidates further to the right. In this scenario, we, we want to marginalize the more extreme candidates. We don't want to marginalize the more extreme candidates, but make them more Pied Piper candidates who actually represent the mainstream of the Republican Party. Pied Piper candidates include, but are not limited to, Ted Cruz, Donald Trump, and Ben Carson. We need to be elevating the Pied Piper candidates so that they are the leaders of the pack and tell the press to take them seriously. Hillary Clinton fucked her own ass. No. she Yeah, yeah in, the, in the truest sense she did by being so unbelievably unlikable that even th- this went according to like, th- this is what the best part is. Everybody's like, yeah, that this side sucks, that side sucks, nobody's happy with it. One side, against the entire system, this guy makes it. Like, he didn't want, like, the Republicans didn't want Trump. Like, no way. They were like, dude, no, we gotta get Cruz in there or something. Like, no fucking way. They didn't, we're like, we're gonna it, lose with it, this guy for sure. And the Democrats knew it so second, much that I, they said, you, yeah. Ted Cruz is the outsider candidate. We, everybody, like not many people know that. I didn't know that. I don't know much about Ted Cruz, but mm-hmm. if you remove Donald Trump, Ted Cruz is this Cruz is this out is the outsider alt right guy who's farther to the right than everybody. And the rest of the Republicans are doing this number. Paul Ryan is doing this number, not wanting to be around Ted Cruz because he's so far to the right. It just it's so happens that Donald Trump. Uh, I'm just well the to get back about to Ted Cruz. Real quick, I was finishing something. I was finishing something like when him. Kyle jumped in. Uh, 
I think it's funny that there's this equivalence of they're both so terrible, they're both so awful. You know, the entire establishment has forsaken us. Really, Trump, against all odds, got through this whole system and won it. You know, the Republicans were kicking and screaming. They hated it just, you know, weeks before the election and up to the election. Prominent Republicans are saying, no, I'm not I'm not, I'll, I'm going to vote for our candidates, but I'm not going to be stumping for him. Like a lot of divisiveness in that Republican crowd. Hillary Clinton, on the other hand, groomed, raised, definitely the choice. The Democrats undermined Sanders. They say, oh, she won so many votes anyway. But you don't know that she still would have it would have been a fair race. So you can't say for sure if it were a fair race. Bernie Sanders very well may have beaten Hillary Clinton in the primary. And he would have beaten Donald Trump because of his turnout and enthusiasm. Donald, look, just look at the number of votes. He had so much enthusiasm. I can't. Bernie supporters out there probably feel they're the happiest of the people on the left. I would think. I feel they, so sorry they see for Hillary Bernie and supporters. they feel vindicated. Yeah, I feel bad for him, too. I feel guy so got sorry for all of you out there who are Bernie supporters. I feel so badly for you because you had a guy who was who is, you know, not, the man's not dead. Like, that's not what happens in our political races for any Ethiopians listening. We don't do that here. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. <laughs> you think they have races in Ethiopia. <laughs> You're lost. Well, yeah, but they're on foot. So <laughs> that's Kenya. <laughs> well, it's a losing rivalry. <laughs> I lost my whole train of thought. All right. So Bernie, Ber Bernie is I, I, I don't think Bernie ever told me a lie once. All right. I think Bernie is like 99 percent fucking um, um, honest. He would occasionally say something that I felt was a bit manipulative, like he's trying to like, oh, yeah, he's, he's doing a little political thing here. But those those instances were rare. Bernie's a great genuine loving guy and when i say loving i mean for our country he had a vision for america that he believed would be a utopia and he he thought he knew how to get us there and he wanted to do it to make america great again for yeah. reals that I was what he with really him on like pretty much everything economically Same. but i don't think that he I, I think that he was going forward thinking like this really is what's going to help people like this is going to yes. be better like not like hillary clinton who's like oh yeah you know we're going to do this and that and all these fucking rubes buying it you know like I don't trust yeah. a word she says. With Bernie, as much as I didn't like his stances, it's like, okay, it, you do seem way more like a genuine guy the than people, this awful devil. The, there are a lot of people who are angry right now, and uh, this reminds me a little bit of like back in, I don't know when it was, but whenever the, whenever the Occupy Wall Street stuff first started happening, and I felt there was a lot of misdirected uh, energy uh, being put into, in, into an area that wasn't going to benefit their cause. Right now, people seem to be mad at conservatives. They, they seem to be mad at any white man that they can like say, oh, you must have done it. When if you look at the, the breakdown of the, of the voting, white women is what, is what gave Trump this win. Trump won like 30, his, his, uh, his huge numbers, considering that this is the guy who wants to build the wall with Latinos, which I think the Latino thing has a little bit of something to do with the Latinos who are voting in this country presumably went through the correct path to become citizens, which is an arduous and difficult path. And maybe they don't like the idea of someone hopping a fence and then instantly getting amnesty. I'm just saying. Maybe yeah, that's was, why they voted for Trump to so lose, much. He was supposed to lose dramatically to Latinos in the same way that Obama won. Well, not the same level that Obama won blacks at 98% or whatever it was. But he won a third of the Latino vote. A third of the Latino vote. That's mind-blowing. He won, mind he won uh, white um, working women, you know, un 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 uh, college, 
Wow, that's dirty. <laughs> yeah, like all these, all those articles now that are saying like, you know, blame. This is a problem with white men. This is a white men problem. You know why they're targeting white men other than it's the safest group to make fun of and, and mock? Because they really, really want to fucking call all the all the black people, all the Mexicans, all the women that voted for Trump. They want to call them Uncle Toms. They want to call them traitors. I feel like we've said it a times. White women went for Trump. White, white uh, women. Yeah, if you include Latino women and black women and the whole gamut, I'm sure he lost with women. And, I mean, yeah, 53 to 43 went for Trump. Okay, and, and, and that is shocking. That, that is shocking right there. We would have never thought that that would have happened because it, she's the first female candidate, right? You would think that she gets that gimme vote That's like Obama got with black. As you were there, like I'm, I'm listening in my head. To me, the reason women aren't voting for Trump is that he's fucking bad to women. Right, like he cheats on every wife he has. He's cheating on his current wife. He's. I think she's he's, okay with that. Like, like I know you don't like that because of because of like your personal beliefs about misogynist. marriage. I, I I know that I, I know that. So that you have very strong feelings about about marriage and and that contract and what it means to you. But you can't just but write not, that off. He, like he's, you hear him on the bus saying, "I you know, I just go up and grab women by the pussy. I get away with it because I'm a star. I go behind this in the locker room. You, I get to check out all these. On, hold on, hold on. I, I, okay, can okay, I, I can hardly speak without being called interrupting. And I get my chance. He he says he goes back into the locker room of Miss USA, Miss Universe, and Miss Teen USA. And you know, under the guise of checking it out. And you can tell it's not, it's a fucking ruse, right? They're 18 or He's older. It's not good. To, they might be Miss Teen USA. I don't know. But, um, okay, they are, I guess. But, uh, um, he, you know, he, he likes to fuck women. Every woman he, every woman he can find. And it's not like a respect loving thing. It, he's a misogynist. It's, it's really what he is. And I'm not saying that he has no respect for all women, right? You know, I've heard, I've read long interviews of women who work for him and stopped working for him, and and uh, you know they, they they had some success there, but I just don't think that he views women like yourself. But 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 going back to the marriage thing, like like I I got no issue with how he runs his marriage or, or a couple he's of got his got ex wives a... might do they? Yeah yeah. Have I mean, they said things like to, well, they to dumped that, him because he letter? cheated. I mean, it wasn't like they had this agreement. I don't think that makes you say, okay, well, hold on, hold on. You're making a huge jump here from the way he treats his wives by cheating on them to misogyny, which is the hatred of women. Like, he just sees a woman and he's just viscerous, like, that stupid whore, I fucking hate her. You know, I just, what a bad person. Or even on a less extreme scale of misogyny, I guess, of just like, oh, she's just stupid and dumb and they're not quite on the same level as men. If, If I had to be honest about the number of misogynists I've met in my life, it's it's probably close to zero. You might have a I've high never, I really, I, it's, it's, that's what the word means. All these words have been polluted so much that the me- definition doesn't mean anything. Racist used to mean someone that would be like, oh, that black guy, he's lesser than me. He's not as good as me because he's black. Now racist is, hey, that guy, he, uh, he thinks you should have to have a driver's license to vote. What? Racist, or like whatever the case may be, it, it, that, that it's been tamped down so much that now words can be applied willy-nilly. And I really, I sincerely I don't think that he's, he hates all women. I think that he says stupid, buffoonish things. Is, uh, but I think that we've all said stupid, buffoonish things. Like and that contempt for or ingrained prejudice against women. I mean, you don't yeah, have to so fucking want to burn every woman you see to be a real misogynist. Like, the you fact have that to, you've okay, lived but you, you have life to without have... ever meeting one who do who didn't have an ingrained prejudice against women. I mean... Ingrained prejudice... Okay, I was thinking more sexism being ingrained prejudice, but misogyny I was thinking as a higher level than sexism. I've met sexists. I'm saying 
I don't know anyone who just really has a ton of, or I, I think I probably have met a few people who just have a lot of contempt, usually like really bitter guys who aren't getting laid, who just think that all women are out there in like this cabal of like, haha, how best to make Steven miserable today? Like there are guys like that. I don't think that Trump is one of them. I think that just like everything in this election, it got overblown tremendously. Nobody thought he was a misogynist for, I don't know, the 30, 40 years that he was in the public spotlight. Nobody thought he was a racist when he was, you know, hanging out with Al Sharpton or uh, whoever King. the fuck in the 90s, Don King. It's only stuff that came up when he ran for president. The people like, it's, that and, won a lawsuit against it, him for not letting black people move into his hotels thought he was racist. And the people that, yeah. uh, when he was a slumlord, like not repairing yeah, but the even, place even now, even now, to get this them is all, to move out, those people thought he was racist too. And it, that was a pricing the, issue. The, or if, if the black person had enough thought, money. Yeah, I know. That one what, you can what, kind of write I know, off but, as a scummy, no, but, no, no, but no, 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 business no, move. Well, hold on. It, it is a legit business move. If you need, if you require a certain amount of money to live in your business, in your building, and they don't have it. That's not what it happened. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, when he didn't maintain the building in an attempt to get it like, uh, what do they call it? Condone, cordon off? Condemned. Oh. Condemned. That's what I'm looking for. An attempt to get it condemned to force everyone to move out. Like, You're saying he rent. was a slumlord. Then, but then is you that know, direct racism? No, if no. That's that what case, I just said. That is, I just said yeah. that. I, I said, you know, that one oh, yeah, that, that, a business. Oh, there's move. no race involved in that at all. He just wanted to get those fucking people yeah. out of that building but so he could tear it down and build something better. And he was found guilty of this. Or, or that or he settled, I forget. But um, it was legit. He wouldn't let black people move into his building. It wasn't about he was, income. He opened a country club in Florida to blacks and Jews. <laughs> I know, I know. I'm just saying, you said no one the ever called him racist the, the before slump? that. The people that sued him for being racist in one did. Well, more they people called win. us racist than that one time. I mean, we get called racist every day. I'm saying I, that, that I, I don't think say to, to blow through racist, all these stories. I think, a, uh, I, think he, I, think he's, I think he probably is a sexist because he's an older, powerful man. He probably does look at a lot of, uh, when he sees it, I think I think this is what happens, and of course I'm just imagining mm -hmm. what Donald Trump thinks. That's a that's a hard thing to do, but I, I think he sees like a, a woman that he considers some sort of big boob bobblehead, and, and he, yeah, he's he's sexist toward her. He, he knows what he he sees her as a sexual object probably. But then on the other hand, I think he sees someone like Omarosa, and he's like, wow, there's some untapped talent. There's a go getter. I saw her on stage last night. That was, that was funny. He's got Omarosa up there with Kellyanne him. Conway, the first woman to lead a winning presidential she campaign. She's so good at her job. She is very, very so good at her job. It, it, when I thought Trump was losing, I was like... Uh, Trump also first person to put a woman in charge of constructing a skyscraper in New York City. When I thought Trump was losing, I would still look at Kellyanne Conway, I think I have her name right, and just be like, she's amazing at this job. She, she like, can spin like nobody's business. Oh like, my God. I, I, sitting there watching and being like how is she gonna get out of this one like what is she gonna say and she's like <laughs> well the important thing that we need to talk about here in regards to trump being accused of uh raping the family dog of the clintons you know is that it's really more about an isis issue you know <laughs> ISIS are the ones, ISIS, you know, per capita isis fucks many 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 more animals than, than donald trump you know it's a tremendous she issue would he wouldn't say tremendous, bill maher but, yeah, um she, I like Bill Maher a lot, and uh, yeah, he also dislikes the, the crybaby wing. No, and uh, but he had Kelly Conaway on, and you know, trying to hold her feet to the fire. And in the end, he was like, "You know what? I hate your candidate, but God, you're so good at this job. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, I wish you the best of luck, except the winning. You know, like he did this thing. Like, uh, he had this segment where he, I guess it was right before the election, where he was saying, like, you know, we've 
I've been doing this for a long time and I came out in 08 and I said that McCain was the devil and evil and I said that Romney was the devil and evil and a racist and he wanted to put black no this is Marr okay Bill Marr sorry I didn't clarify he was saying you know I've, I've mocked all those guys from before said they were evil said they were racist said they were sexist but this time I'm telling the truth this time he really is the sky is falling. And it's like, you can't just say, hey, you know my entire career up to this point? I'm a catastrophizing liar. That's what I am. <laughs> but right now, I'm telling you the truth. I you hope. know, right now the sky is falling. It's like, no, little chicken. Like, no, yeah. I don't believe the, you anymore. Boy you ruined cried racist. Chicken little. Yeah, you've ruined your credibility. You've called racist. You've called sexist. you called all these words and said the sky was falling so many times and it, nothing happened. That people are now there like, might be you know what, this is that. The, the hyperbole that the, that, that's always been dredged up around a, a conservative candidate, when you, when you get someone in who actually exemplifies at least a few of those uh, rallying cries, kind of gets lost. Because they've all, they called Bush the devil, and then Romney was the devil, and then McCain was the devil. But we respect him because he was a war hero. You know? In fairness, the Republicans sudden, call every Democrat the devil, too. And they are the devil. Okay, I can't argue it. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, um, I don't think Obama was the Antichrist. Actually, I'm I think kidding. it was. I, I liked him. He's my guy. I, think I like Obama too, man. Watching Obama today was was very was very was very. Um, I don't know. I liked everything I saw, and I was very impressed with him uh, because uh, you know it's the first time the two have ever met uh, Obama and uh, and Trump face to face, and to see them sitting really? next to each. Yeah, you guys didn't watch it. Who's tall? Oh no, man. I was I like had... doing stuff today. Yeah, I had um, shit to do. <laughs> well, they've been replaying it all day on CNN. So um, they the the press comes in, and I have never heard so many shutters. It's fully automatic, and they're sitting next to each other in the high-backed uh, foreign leader chairs. You know, the ones where like he'd have the Queen of England or whoever the fuck in. Mm -hmm. And uh, and Obama starts, and he's, he he says we hit on a lot of topics. You know, we talked about this, we talked about that. Uh, very constructive uh, conversation. He's Go ahead, you know. He, he like signals to Trump to to jump in, and Trump uh, was very kind as well. He's like, "This is the first time we met, you know. Uh, we hit a lot. This meeting was supposed to be ten or fifteen minutes, but we've been here for almost half an, an hour and a half, you know." It was, it Sometimes was, he lies was, about who he knows, though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you mean? Always, oh, it's a Putin reference. He. Uh... Oh. He would at, earlier in the campaign. He was bragging about how much he knew Putin and how they were connected. And then later in the campaign, he said he'd never met him or didn't know him at all. Of course, the truth is a very flexible thing with Donald. Um, so <laughs> the uh, yeah, it's oh, it follows yeah. that that line of convenience. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you know, he speaks in just these broad generalities sometimes. But I didn't hear him do that today. I heard him instead of adding in the greatest. You know, this was a very good conversation. He said or whatever. He didn't. He didn't go. Big conversation, Matt. Great conversation. He didn't do that. He st he he had every time he opened his mouth, it was another thing to say. I like that because you don't see that at Trump much. But he basically said that you know we talked about a lot of things. We talked about the difficulties that are that are on on our plate already. We talked about the things that are going wonderfully, and we thought and we talked about uh you know what's to come. It, it looked really good to see them next to each other. Uh, and a, then, can I? So um, I have a thing to add. Obama said that w did that for him that that when mm. he came in that w he's like he, the guy couldn't have been more gracious and more helpful in the transition and um so obama yeah. said that he was using and, and i don't have a high opinion of w but he said he was using w's transition as a model on how to do it right like paraphrase, he's, do, he's right? being 
I, I, I can see that. And uh, and I think that going on back, I think maybe we all saw that image of uh, George Bush 43, you know, H.W., um, uh, putting uh, the, the letter that he wrote and left for Clinton, I suppose it yes, was, yeah. and how gracious and uh, and, and statesmanlike that was, and 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 uh, and generous and everything, and kind, just beautifully written, and and I loved reading it. You know, you're our president now, I and I love that that's part of our system. Meanwhile, you got somebody like Lady Gaga out there tweeting, "Hey, look, they the the uh, the electoral college doesn't vote until December." Let's sign this petition and get them to vote how we want them to vote, and and we'll pay the fine that they would have to to pay. We got we you got someone like that trying to undermine the basic principles of the American democracy. Now you <laughs> want a civil war, then that's how you get a civil war. And I'm not joking. This is hyperbole. You those armed militias that everybody always gets scared about. That's when they actually do something. When you steal from them, Wait, then I, you uh, might have the yourself side, a civil the side war. that is going to it. it the the left-right civil war is going to be quick. And uh, one-sided. And it's going to be overwhelmingly one-sided. It's the side with all the guns, if it ever happened, just filling you in. Like, God forbid that ever Which happens. Side Hopefully is that, never. Taylor? Oh, the the right side. Oh, it's the side that's not always trying to limit the amount of ammunition in a, in a magazine. It's the side that stockpiles food and ammunition their entire lives. I know guys with machine guns that can shred armored personnel carriers in towers above their house. I know guys with air filtration systems that can filter out anthrax and water systems that, that have huge underground reservoirs. Don't fuck with those people by stealing from them, Lady Gaga, because they don't like your music. You know what I don't like about it? There was there was a whole there was a whole thing like with a couple articles like totally. I want to have a Lady Gaga thing. Like I I, won't won't line up like the. I don't support Lady Gaga's suggestion that we break the rules. Like I'm not on board with that. Like we obey the rules. It's one of the things this this country does really well. I would like to change the rules. You know, for the next time, I would like it to be based on popular vote, and and that would be good for everybody like right now the the the, there are certain states getting an overwhelming amount of attention one of them is north carolina but ohio and florida and you know some of the states that they should have paid attention to like wisconsin and michigan were ignored they were completely ignored why because they were safe blue states if you're in in oklahoma everyone's ignoring you there might be things that the, the government should be doing better for them i don't know tornado control or something i don't know but they're not doing it, right? Maybe they need to dump money into tornado prediction. I have no idea what, what problems they're facing in Oklahoma. These tornadoes right now. are too powerful. But no one gives a fuck about Oklahoma's problems because they're not a swing state. And you can also see it in the order of the primaries. Uh, four years ago during the primaries, California was, was one of the first ones. And they were talking about importance of Silicon Valley and jobs and H-1B visas and all these like California-specific issues that are huge to them. We're now... California, at least, at least for the Democrats, I'm not positive about the Republicans, but they voted when it was practically over, right? It was a done deal. And no one talked about those. No one gave a fuck about California issues because it was late. If yeah, it, it was, was already too on, late for California to help. Yeah, if it was based on popular vote, I'm just talking about it in the primaries there. If it was um, based on the popular vote, then Oklahoma's issues would matter in proportion to their population. So would Michigan, so would Wisconsin. It wouldn't be a matter of, oh, California is reliably 55% Democrat. We can ignore them. No, they'd have to pay attention to the 45 as well. Make them 47. Well, and you would you would see a bigger turnout. So like Northern California, you would see 
a huge uptick in the number of Republicans voting there. Because as of now, I, I can only imagine that they, they're they kind of like, why, fuck it, why bother? It and you matter. also see like Democrats in Idaho would suddenly be able to be like, all right, I'm going to go vote because there's a point now. It's not just, you know, you right. oh, it's only three points. And it's I don't think that red. works. I think then you get you get some sort of mob rule, and then all of a sudden the little states just don't get any representation. You know, I I I I feel like you've got some little states that aren't getting aren't getting their voices heard. You know, what's good for the guy in New York isn't good for the guy in in uh, in in Florida. What's in good for the guy in California isn't good for the guy in in Georgia. It, it's it's it's. It's hard for everyone to get represented correctly. I, I really feel like the popular vote is the best we can do that because right now that same issue exists, but it exists based on whether or not your state is a close call or not. You know, people care a lot about, was it Arizona this year or New Mexico? I forget. One of them was a real toss up and uh, they got a lot of attention. Yet maybe Nevada or, or something who that was close to, I'm not getting good examples, but um, you know, Utah and Colorado maybe face similar problems, but no one gave a fuck about Utah because it was pretty reliably um, third party aside. It was pretty so, reliably Republican. It, but they would care about Utah if there was a popular vote because they'd have to. They'd have to care about every vote. They'd have, they would might they, though? Treat... Because there aren't as many people in Utah to be worth any fucking thing. Like if yeah. there's only there's only like be 3 million huge, people. Yeah. In, there's like 3 million people in Utah and there's like 10 million here in Georgia. Like... Why even go to fucking Utah and get those three million votes? Let's so focus on these ten million. Is like, oh well, they'll only care about city people and not so much about country people, right? Country people just won this election. Yes, but I, if it were like, well, I, another thing, like I haven't looked into the electoral college, the arguments for it and against it as much. But when I did read against it, it, was someone saying like, well, it would be very easy to manipulate in that if Hillary Clinton had won. She obviously, amnesty was one of her things she wanted to do. She wanted to give amnesty to a huge number of illegal immigrants, and then they would be able to vote in the next election. And you'd basically we would need be a three-fifths compromise. You'd basically be importing people, keeping the borders relatively open, unsecure, having tons of people come in who are going to vote for your side, and then giving them amnesty and allowing them a voice in the vote. And that's not fair. That's what happened after this. That's we were just talking about the other day. I don't know how that's true. It is, but I read that and it sounded compelling. <laughs> I, I think I we should know. talk about. I, I don't know. I think we should talk about the. Plans. I think we should talk about the things that we actually think are going to happen and are actually going to affect lives within, say, the first thirty days of a Trump presidency, and maybe not, maybe not the things that are actually, the, the things that are uh, completed, but the things that are actually going to be done that he mm -hmm. that he's going to do that will affect things. I think in the first thirty days, you're going to see a lot of. Um, executive um, the decisions. What is, is that what they're called? Orders. Executive, executive orders. Executive orders. Um, I think you're going to see him start undermining Obamacare. Uh, he's going to go after that big time. You're not going to see a war with Russia? You're not going to see a war with Russia now. Uh, we prevented that. Don't worry. Uh, and um, I, I think that he's going to... Um, oh, what was the other thing that I actually thought he was going to do early? Um, I, I fucking lost... Not the wall. No, 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 no. Um, it was something he's actually going to do. Uh... I, well, I fucking lost it. I, okay. I guess I'm asking you guys, what do you think he's going to do that'll happen that'll really, change things for Americans? I'm super interested <laughs> in how he stocks his cabinet because that's a big deal. I think Trump is going to be more hands-off than most presidents. And I should note, hands-off doesn't mean bad. Uh, some of my favorite ones like Obama and, and uh, Bill Clinton were hands-on. But there have been great hands-off presidents too, people who just put good people around them and let them run their jobs. But... Trump 
you know, I, I still see him as the guy who isn't really interested in the drudgery of running the government. I think he likes winning. And I don't think he even gives a fuck what winning is, just so long as he won. You know, so long as whatever he wanted is what happened, and he's flexible on what he wants. He just wants to Trans-Pacific Partnership, that's dead. Yeah. Not going to happen. That's absolutely yeah. dead on the floor. Like Obama's current tour, where he's going to Peru so and uh, he might two or three other countries. With people that fill his head, and then whatever those people want is what Trump wants. That That's how I see his presidency being run. So I hope he gets people who do the sorts of things that I like. I'm sure everyone hopes that. And you know, mm -hmm. like when, uh, I don't know, when Newt Gingrich is Secretary of State, if that guy is like crazy pro-Israel and wants to bomb Iran to stop them from doing whatever, like, oh. Ah, that's the other one. That is the one. A Iran deal? Done. He didn't like that deal. He's, Dude, he didn't like it. I'll tell you That's why it's a bad deal. You need to stay in that deal. Because why? we already did the shitty part. Like, step one of that deal, give them, like, billions of dollars. Step two, they behave. We're why going would to you get pull that out money of that back. Deal? Oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it, it's like, all right, Kyle, I'm paying you for tech support. Here's a billion up front. Now you have to support me. And then, like, what, I cut that deal? No. Hey, and, and don't use this huge sum of money to further your research into the things I'm telling you not to I'm do. I'm not saying don't I love the deal. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm just saying if step one is you give them all the money, step two is not cut the deal. Did you see that Saudi prince that Trump had formerly had the, the tiff with on Twitter? Like, yes. come back and because... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's times like, that is why this is so sweet for me. Like, that is, the little moments like that, little moments like the hardcore far alt alt-left uh, 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 Hillary supporters who are squalling like children, Miley Cyrus crying, Lena Dun Dunham crying, all those chubby oh. white cunts that said they were going to go to Canada because they don't like Mexicans. All of them For who the were record, crying and now we're backing Jackie out. Jackie Hope did not cry. They just wish their person won. I, I'm not lumping them in, of course. Well, like, people Jesus do. Christ. No, yeah, people yeah, do. There's, it, I'm, I'm doing some vlogs again, and people are writing triggered about them in all capital letters. That's not really how it went down. They just wish their guy won. In the same way yeah, you yeah. might feel if your team made it to the Stanley Cup and lost. No, yeah, in the it's, no, same it's totally way you might feel if they were about to hand your comp, your your team the Stanley Cup, and then like someone ran in and took it, was like, nope, <laughs> Red, Red Wings they were win. Favored. You know, everyone knew their win was a bygone <laughs> conclusion. They won you know the President's Cup that year, and then they you know lose. what it was. It's <laughs> like you listened to the whole game on the radio, and the commentators have been lying to you about the score. <laughs> the St. Louis Blues up six to nothing now over the uh, Montreal Canadiens in this wonderful 2016 Stanley Cup. And then I'm so excited, and then I get home and I turn the TV on, and the result is oh, a sweeping Canadiens victory, <laughs> ten to nothing against the St. Louis Blues. They barely even showed up tonight. It's like, well, who who's been talking to me the whole way home? Like, what the fuck's going on? I thought I had this in the bag, and now. Out of nowhere, I lost. But yeah, I'm sure Jackie and Hope are doing what healthy people do, which is kind of be like, well, shit, I don't want this to happen, but life goes on. I'm not going to be like, everything's not going to collapse around hey, me. I got no problem with that. And, and I got no problem with crying about it either. Um, I just don't want you to cry about it and then like go around me. Yeah. Don't I, do I, what I don't like, some of the things that I've heard is like, you know, college professors uh, excusing students from their midterm because of the trying time they're having. Uh, that's bullshit. Yes, you see, I knew, I knew Woody would have that reaction. I knew because he's with me on this one. Like, 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 oh, no, that's don't true. like uh, that safe space, faggot I shit. Excuse me for using the f word. I don't mean gay people. I mean assholes. People, this I had, a, I had a meeting. And I was okay with it. At Hope School, they sent out a letter to everyone and said, "Can you just be civil? 
Like, you know, there, half of you are really excited about the election, half of you are not. Just be nice to each other. And I thought, mm, I guess that's okay. I don't know. You think that would have been a, an email they sent out if it went the other way? Hey, nope. be yeah. nice to those people who have been calling Nazis and racists for two years. I, I don't think, well, but there's, I don't want to get caught arguing in a hypothetical. Because yeah, yeah, we don't know what that school would have done, if, but but know. I doubt they'd have done that thing because <laughs> I don't like them. Those private <laughs> you know I'm allowing my bias to infiltrate what their heads are thinking this, and what they're doing. You know, they don't just have their own ideas. They have my ideas in there too. Well, this you is know? a Hope school has a heavy so. Christian component to it. Like, uh, not, a fi not in the official thing, but there is a... Uh, uh, just the demo like a lot of the popular kids belong to like a Christian after-school club and I stuff hate that like that so much. Well, not that nothing to do with your daughter's school I just don't uh -huh. like Christians that's so I'm just uh, saying I bet a lot of them voted for Trump but like it, it's not like she goes <laughs> to some you know the University of Missouri where they have all that trouble yeah, I don't know if I want to quote the guy who said this the other day, but whenever someone uses God as a reference, <laughs> <laughs> I've said that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what he's. he's I, you know, yeah, whenever someone whenever uses God as a character as a witness, reference. they don't have a real one. Yeah, yeah you don't have. I've got an imaginary friend who loves everyone and everything, and he likes me a bunch. Yeah. Like, no shit. Like, the whole premise of God is that he loves us all. He loves Hitler. That's the point, that Hitler could ask for forgiveness uh, right before, well, he can't commit suicide, but right, let's say he died naturally, right before Hitler dies, he can say, forgive me, I accept you into my heart, Lord, I did the wrong thing, Let take me home, and then God says, deal, and Not brings him up Hitler. there. Hitler, you know, know why? He committed fine. suicide. So he did. It's suicide. That's what I said. That. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what. I, yeah. That's yeah. only. Uh, that's only a rule. Some parts of Christianity. Other parts, if someone kills themselves, you're still allowed into heaven. Well, I value knowledge really? on that. I blame my parents. I, I, don't, I don't know shit. Blame your parents. <laughs> it was just a ruse to keep them from you from killing yourself. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. You'll go to hell. You know. Yeah, there's, but, there's some situations where killing yourself is definitely the way to go, though, right? Like, like there's plenty of times where it's like, God, I don't want to go into that grinder there. I don't want to do, suffocate for the next three days. Let's just remember, end it. I know you weren't a part of it, but there used to be a billionaire's challenge in Call of Duty, and um, oh, it, it really—I don't remember what it was, but I I remember. Uh, so there was a billionaire. His name was Alki Dave, and I looked into it. I think he actually might be. But anyway, um, at one point I said that he wasn't. I think I was wrong. Back on topic. Um, he put like 10 grand up and people would compete for it like 1v1s or like a free-for-all like over the course of the day or something and um, like the second or third one that was going to happen got cancelled because he was going to assist someone in their suicide and this, it was fake, it was a prank but the, the backstory is this Justin TV, before it was Twitch TV was just one of the many in a stream that didn't really it wasn't bigger than you stream it wasn't bigger than there were a couple other ones i don't recall but someone killed themselves on a live stream on justin tv and it was such big news it blew up well back to the billionaire's challenge alki david had something called BattleNet, something close to that and um, he was going to live stream this billionaire's challenge the whole cod world which was significant at the time turned against him because he also had another stream that he promoted where he was going to like help a guy with assisted suicide. And I wasn't really now legal in Colorado. Everybody hated it. Like everyone was so upset with the whole idea of assisted suicide. But to be honest, really? like in my heart of hearts, I thought it was okay. The story, yeah. and again it was all a prank, was that there was some guy in like the Czech Republic or something who was terminally ill and he wanted to be dead. 
So, so Colorado just passed yeah. the right to die thing. Um, really? I, yeah. And uh, the, maybe we should tr- segue out of politics, to, uh, out of like Trump Clinton talk into like maybe some of the other things that happened yesterday that, that, that those of you out there who were not happy with the outcome can uh, be happy about. Uh, marijuana, uh, recreational marijuana now. And um, I don't have the list in front of me, but I think Maine and Massachusetts and uh, medical marijuana now in Florida, though I don't know the qualifications required, but I in think California, they're low. Right? Uh, recreational in California, yes. They, one of the biggest economies in the world now has uh, legal recreational marijuana. Now, of course, it was always they always had they always had that loose uh, medical marijuana in California, which you know it's it, if you get caught smoking in the street in Cali, like I think it's still just like a $50 ticket or something if you don't have the card. So it was very, it was basically decriminalized and incredibly accessible already, but now they've made it recreational. Now they've made it a huge boon for their econ- economy there. Uh, it's going to be good. Maybe they can trade weed for water and uh, and make it. Dude, yes. I. Oh, this is a PKA stat. So I think I just read that more than half of America's population can legally smoke now. Marijuana. This is nice. That's that's great news. I yeah. feel like we're yeah. finally like, we're finally near the cusp of when it's going to be that avalanche of everybody has to go. All right, you know it's legal. Like I don't think Missouri and Georgia are going to be leading that next step in the battle because it wasn't even on the ballot here. Nope. We had all of our propositions were about. So Missouri has the lowest cigarette tax in the country. By a lot, apparently. Like, I have friends who smoke in other states, and they're like, God, like, my pack of cigarettes cost me, like, $11 in New York. Or, like, it's, like, 8 bucks if I'm in, you know, Washington or whatever. You look at a price on cigarettes here, add, like, $0.09 cents to it, and that's what you're paying. <laughs> like, you can, you, you can get a pack of cigarettes here for, like, 4 bucks. It's incredibly cheap. And, mm-hmm. like, every single prop was about, you know, keep cigarette sales tax low. We like to smoke. Like, and all that. But, uh yeah, I think we, back weed. That's awesome. I really hope soon Missouri stops being a backwards idiot in that regard and realizes there is money to be made here. Yeah, um, the the people who are taking advantage of this thing and beginning their cultivation and beginning to uh, to get on board and and get uh, modern with the science behind it. You know, being inc- being more efficient with it, the hydroponics, all that stuff. Those are the states who are going to go into this next you know century. With a heads up, with with ex, with a couple extra billion dollars in their coffers, incentivizing you know, you entrepreneurship take, in those states. Look at Colorado get it. Colorado made like a, like two. Uh, it's billions that they're able to now pump into their education or their infrastructure drop. or whatever your state state needs. Maybe your state state's roads are crumbling. Pot. Maybe your state has a uh, homeless issue. Pot. Maybe your state has a lot of uh, old people who don't have housing and food. Pot. All of your problems can be solved state by has just a Republican yeah. infestation, and they're attacking bathrooms. To get no, no, <laughs> your state has a has a Democrat infestation, and slowly but surely, they're curing it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, like, like an infestation is when you got a whole bunch of them. Look, yeah, there's one there, and one there, and one there. No, that's not the case. It's the it's the opposite of that. The the Republicans are saying, yeah, we got a lot of damn liberals here. Look at that, barely held on this time. We gotta we gotta really put them all in one little area. Let's You're let's let's, let's get them. It looks like Am I? the governor. Oh, the population. They, it looks like the governor lost, and we're gonna really have a Democratic wait. The well, the Republican governor won yes. or uh, no the Democrat. So here's the scoop. It was very close at the end. The Democrat won by five thousand votes. Now there's something like ten thousand uncounted votes. So 
but it would take. What would that take? It'd be a, a pretty. He's got to win like seven thousand of them, right? Uh, uh, seven and a half. Yeah, seven. Yeah, he'd have to get seventy-five percent of the uncounted votes, but he's not. He hasn't conceded yet. One guy declared victory, and the other guy hasn't conceded. Yeah. But, um, but of course, it depends where those votes are coming from, and then yeah. even then. So some of them are. Uh, like it's a bunch in Wake County or something, which would imply they'll be Democrat. But some of them are mm-hmm. military, which would imply they'd be Republican. Yeah, and we'll yeah. see where how it goes down. Well, that's fun. Like, I would. I'm interested to know because your state is is a very interesting thing. You know, geographically, it's right there between North and South, um, and, and it, it represents that uh, when they vote. It seems it was very close uh, between Trump and Clinton. I thought North Carolina. Um, going uh, going At back first to like, it was. Then I think he really pulled away as yeah, time went on. So. Is that right? But I, um, so. I, I never did say the reason that I think Trump won. Uh, won. I think it's multifaceted. A, um, the the Democrats, uh, the whole point of their um, uh, of the whole for I, what, uh, not the general the primaries. The whole point of the primaries is to find the strongest candidate. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they're meddling. They're they're rigging. Didn't allow it to do its job. They thought they had this person, and instead of like letting the cream rise to the top, they just picked someone who was a lesser candidate. That was the first mistake. Of course, you've got Hillary Clinton, a toxic candidate. She's hated, hated by by hardcore conservatives for a number of reasons. There's the stench of bills still on her. Disliked there's there's lots of disliked yeah. by yeah. just about everyone because even hardcore even a lot Hillary of Democrats, so, even a lot of Democrats. She's just a nasty kind of person. She doesn't seem she seems disingenuous and self-serving and crooked. Though that's Hillary Clinton. And then, of course, all of the leaks. Uh, the thing coming from uh, Podesta couldn't have helped. The thing, uh, the Comey stuff couldn't have helped. The WikiLeaks stuff couldn't have helped. Then you've got uh, a new candidate, this guy, Donald Trump, who is firing up some, some people who normally don't vote. There literally is a silent group of Trump voters who are afraid because of the, the left's violent nature to voice their opinion, to publicly say I'm a Trump supporter. They won't put a Trump sticker on their car. They won't wear a Trump hat. They won't tweet it online because they're afraid. They're afraid for their job security. They're afraid for their physical well-being, whatever. They're afraid because the left is more violent. Um, so, so you had that take take place for sure. You don't think so? We, we all admitted that we'd be afraid to support him. Um, it, it's um, it, That's just the truth. And so you've got him dredging up these people who normally wouldn't vote, and now they're voting. Um, also, it wasn't in the media's... I think the media did this thing where they convinced themselves that it was impossible, and so then they just pushed that narrative, and they convinced many millions that it was just impossible, and they didn't go out and vote. Uh, you, Is it? You left out to me what was the biggest thing. So it's the Rust Belt, and um, what'd you say? You're not done. I was done. Yeah, it's okay. I, that's where I was going. Was it, you the, know, the, the Rust Belt to the, me is the conversion, right? You it know, totally th- is. There's there's a lot, all the other things Kyle said are pretty true. But the fact is he went to factory workers. Because of non-college educated men. Yeah. He went to factory workers who previously no one had really been talking to because they were just in the bag. The for unions blue. usually control their vote. Yeah. And, and, they, and he said, look, you know, look, Ford sending jobs to Mexico. If I was president, I'd put a 35% tax on that. When they tried to come back in, Ford would look at this and say, well, shucks. Taking these jobs and putting them in Mexico no longer makes business sense. There was a um, air conditioner company, Carrier. Carrier. I have it right, yeah. Um, they were they either did it or they were starting to do it, and he was like, not on my watch. You know, you think you're going to make those things cheaper there? I'm going to cost you more than you'll ever save. Keep those jobs here in America. That message was able to convert people who were previously blue to red. And if you look at the states he picked up that Hillary would have otherwise won, 
there are those Rust Belt. There are those factory states in Ohio and Michigan and Wisconsin. And he nearly won Pennsylvania. So th- those he did. Are, yeah. It's, he, he did, did, he did win Pennsylvania. He won Pennsylvania. Yeah, did you mistake. see the Amish in their carts lined up as far as the eye could see? No. Yep. Not even kidding. 40,000 40, Amish people voted in Pennsylvania, apparently, yeah. because there they were, were all like— There were horse and buggies lined the fuck up down the road for Election for? Day. They voted for Trump. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I don't <laughs> Trump really won. Know. Yeah. Trump won, baby. Like, 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 you know they're not going to vote for Clinton. Uh, Trump won. Uh, and, and no they, way the Amish, Amish people ever vote Democrat. They're no, very religious. They, oh, I don't know. Yeah. Well, to me, they're very religious that— I guess you're right on the whole abortion thing, but um, to me, Trump is very much not Amish, right? Oh, and yeah. not religious. They only moves. Yep, but they only showed up because the other option is Hillary. That's, That's why right. they showed up. If it had been Joe Biden, he would have oh, won this election handily yes. because people would have been like, whatever, it's Joe Biden. Fuck it. I don't know enough about him to hate him that much. Screw it. He's, get, like a nice he's guy. Done. The biggest reason I think they lost tremendously in those states is they tried to do the same demo thing. So like Obama won because a, a fuck ton of people voted. He was following W. Who was tr- very, over. When he was in Michigan, uh, Mitt Romney wasn't good for them. Mitt Romney was against the auto bailout. He's not going to win this Mitt Romney in, in Michigan? I haven't. He did. Was he governor of Michigan? I know he's governor of no, Michigan. Mitt Romney claimed Michigan is his home state. He thought he was going to win it. I forget what claim he had to it. But um, mm. he was against wife, the maybe. auto bailout. And, uh, then that probably, yeah, that really hurt him, something. I'm sure. There. Yeah, it's not going to be good. The thing is, that Obama won handily by getting pretty much every minority vote from every minority group in the country and a huge amount of women, a lot of white guys, too. Like, he did a good job getting everybody to turn out and vote for him. Yeah. Uh, this time, it seems like they tried to do the same strategy, and which is basically like, you know, we don't really need to address all the working class, not college-educated white guys like it, it just wasn't addressed in the campaign at all. She was really banking on fuck tons of women, the black vote, and the Hispanic vote. And lo and behold, the black community, the Hispanic community, isn't nearly as passionate about electing this old white woman who's been in power for 30 years as they are to elect a younger, hip black guy who's like, hey, you don't know enough about me. I'm great. You know, get me in there. I'll fix shit. Like, so no, of course they lost. So, but it's not. Mitt Romney yeah. was from Michigan for some period of time, and his father was the governor of the state. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, he that didn't uh, help. Mitt Romney looks like a real, you know, spring chicken right now, doesn't he? Remember <laughs> when he wanted black? Remember when Joe Biden said that Mitt Romney wanted black people back in chains yeah. in the 2012 election? Yeah. And that was like, man, you know, what if he really does want to put black people back in chains? It's like that was what they had to go with. They had to go with, you know, he he has he leaves his dog on the roof of his car sometimes when he's driving around. <laughs> like that is the I didn't worst, like that. Shit. That is the worst that, thing that they could dredge up about. Mitt I didn't Ron. like that a bit. That was a big deal for me. I I'll, I'll tell you this. Jesus. If Trump had did that to a dog, I would think much less of him than most of the stuff I've heard about him. Like like that, that grabbing the pussy talk, I don't think he's ever grabbed any pussy. I, I think he's just bullshitting. Um, and, and that's not me just assigning like my version of it to it. That's just that's just my take of it. It just Based on his doesn't, tone, sa- it doesn't sound like an admission of a, a former thing he did. It sounds like hyperbole about just how badass he is. Like, well, shit, I... I, I draw my pistol so fast you can't see it. I run so quick the wind blows. I grab pussy and I'm such a star they can't say you shit. You sometimes have a innate um, uh, tendency anyway to like discard the stuff that you don't want to believe and line up for the stuff that you do. That has not, but that's not the. It's not because I don't want to or want to believe it. It's just it's just me rationalizing and and trying to find the most likely thing that's true there. 
through like looking for what 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 their motives could be, what their motivating factors are, but and who the, who, that, who's listening. Typically, is Trump is a great, you know, Trump is good. Like you, no, Trump's you, not good. Well, when you rationalize it and you come through, and you're like, all right, so his motives on this was probably just an innocent thing to get out votes, and his motive on this was probably just to say that he was really badass. But his well, we got to go case this, by case. I really line it's, up. With you, that. you have to go case by case because different every scenario has a different threshold of believability that you have to establish before you can accept it or not. So you can't say they're all about the same. The the bus thing. Yeah, not a good conversation to be having, but if you listen to the tone, if you listen to the way it's being said, the reaction of Billy Bush, who could see his body language as he was doing it in that bus, which we don't know, it's very clearly not someone reminiscing about sexually assaulting someone. Not, It's not, you know, last weekend, Sharon Stone was still around, and let me tell you, she still got it, walked right over to her, slapped her tit, grabbed her throat, said, we're going to, you know, do whatever, he, like, it wasn't like that. It was a, it was exactly what Kyle said. A hyperbolic, look at me, I'm so great, I'm so big, I'm not insecure about the size of my hands at all. Yeah, you would, no, don't even pay attention, my hands are in my pockets. Like, oh, look at me, I'm a big billionaire, I'm so big and popular and powerful, and, you know, I take uh, insults to my size of my genitalia seriously on a national stage, I would never do that, I'm too powerful. Like, that's what it was, it was, a, it's cringy to watch, because it's pathetic and embarrassing to watch even more that that little relation, like that little Billy Bush, Donald Trump back and forth, it's, ugh, it, it's really unpleasant. And Billy Bush is a little cunt, right? Don't man, we all? He, this, isn't that, that a video face? really ruined him, you know, more than well, anyone. Yeah, you know, I kind of feel sorry for him because, like, through no fault of Billy Bush's, is he like losing his job and everything? But at the same time, he's kind of being a little cunt, right? Like, I, I, I didn't like that. Uh, let me see what I said. What you got here? You, you think I'm behind schedule? Okay, let's uh, let's let's break for a word from a sponsor. A double, maybe. Why not? Um, Tell everyone a little bit about Smart Mouth. This episode of Painkiller Ready is being brought to you by Smart Mouth. 100% of people have bad breath or morning breath at some point in the day. Most people, especially young people, do not take enough precautions to prevent this embarrassing problem. Bad breath is something uh, everyone notices and can sabotage your social life and turn off potential sexual partners. Um, Smart Mouth's line of oral rinses are the only products on the market that are clinically proven to eliminate bad breath instantly and prevent it from coming back for 12 hours. Uh, that's because every bottle of Smart Mouth actually contains two different liquids, an activator and an oxidizer. The oxidizer instantly eliminates the existing bad breath, while the activator releases billions of zinc ions that naturally bond to bacteria in your mouth. Some high-tech mouthwash. The bonded zinc ions prevent bacteria from eating protein and producing sulfur gas, keeping bad breath away for up to 12, for 12 hours. Uh, but don't take our word for it. Go to SmartMouth.com and read about the science and how it's able to deliver such an incredible result. Visit SmartMouth.com by clicking the link in the description and see if you're ready for 24 hours of clean, fresh breath. Once again, that's SmartMouth.com. Coupon code PAINKILLER for free shipping. Or pick it, pick it up at Walmart, Walgreens, CVS, Target, or your other favorite store. Um, I'm a big fan of the SmartMouth. I've been using it every single day. Um, and I, I even said it. Like One of the interesting qualities of SmartMouth is that it does keep your bad breath away. I feel confident getting in someone's face and whispering or whatever. But um, it makes food taste different. It feels like it's gotten that film off my tongue that was preventing me from fully tasting things. And uh, I did a vape, and I could taste the berry in that vape so much more um, strongly. It, it literally made food better. So check out Smart Mouth. Yeah. I'm a big fan of Smart Mouth. It is a great it's an, product. It's a great product. Like, you can't even see how... You were saying it's a high-tech mouthwash. It really is. Like, they, they don't keep it. This is two bottles kept together by the wrap because 
if you combine this before you use it way too long before it'll activate and then the zinc won't be active yeah. so it's not just gimmicky in that way it's like they the only no, it changes way colors deliver... is a chemical yeah. reaction it's a binary compound it's like mm -hmm. a it's like epoxy or something where you're mixing two things together then you get the reaction and then you can take it then it takes effect on whatever you're doing i like it's to make great. Yeah. taglines you, you... for our sponsors i want to be like smart mouth it actually fucking works no choice. It actually, it that. actually, you know what? I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot that over to them, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure they are gonna love it. You know, it just fucking. All works. they gotta do is get Steve Buscemi behind him, because I guarantee it, that guy's breast. It, it really does. Fucking like, works people, because it's surprising. Like, like, like I, I feel like a lot of the, like, I don't know. If I brush my teeth and I don't eat afterwards, I don't have a, you know, a fresh breath. Like, it, 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 it's an issue. Smart mouth actually fucking works. Yeah. All right. It does fucking work. It's really. Quickly, I can't recommend. Uh, let me quickly tell you all about a sponsor who will not tolerate any F-bombs. MeUndies. You wear underwear every day. That's 365 days a year, rain or shine. You need it to be extraordinary. Without an insane price tag, MeUndies understands this, and that's why they've created the world's most comfortable underwear. Luxury at half the retail price you'd find anywhere else. MeUndies uh, Me is made from Modal, a fabric that is twice as soft as cotton. That's twice as soft as whatever you're wearing right now. Most of us wear underwear every day. So why settle for low-quality, multi-pack underwear that is scratchy, and lame. MeUndies has tons of colors and styles for both men and women, which means you and your lady can finally have matching underwear. They release a new design every single month, and on top of that, they're even offering free shipping to the United States and Canada. Sorry, Mexico. MeUndies has a money-back guarantee. If you don't love your first pair, you get to keep it for free. That's right, they don't want your used underwear back, so you have nothing to lose. The best part about all of this, of course, 20% off your first order when you use our URL, MeUndies.com slash PKA. So, Click the link in the description or go to MeUndies.com slash PKA to get 20% off your first order. MeUndies are very comfortable underwear. I, I got to say, I think, I'm, I think I'm wearing some MeUndies right now. Yeah, yeah. So, so, yeah got some, no, I'm, a, got some, I'm a big fan of the MeUndies. Got some, some, some MeUndies right now? Yeah. Oh, I've got the same ones. It looks like uh, they are like definitely the intro my favorite to, uh, uh, underwear that are in the drawer. Um, looks I'm like a, the intro to Rugrats, doesn't it? Now. Uh, I don't wear anything else. Doesn't it look like the intro to Rugrats, the colors on those underwear? Yeah, like, exactly. Bum, 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 bum. Remember Rugrats? Yeah, it looks like a Rugrats animation. That's what I was thinking when I, when I bought them. I like that. And someone was thinking this was not actually two liquids in there. Oh, no, it is. It is. It's, you can see it pouring <laughs> both of them. And then uh, it, I wouldn't want to drink this. Because that's uh, that's old hot tea and now mouthwash, and so mm. so that wouldn't be good. I, I was so lazy making hot tea today that I, I didn't have any tea bags, and so I just took my Kirkland brand diet green tea and warmed it up in the microwave. Uh, oh, that's cancer! Enjoy it, that. I, I took a few drinks and I I realized something was off pretty quickly, but I'd already made it, so I finished it off for the most part. Um, yeah, that's, you're right. That's why it's probably not, well, no. That's a Let's whole talk other... about that. Yeah, I wanted to. Yeah, talk... okay. I... Oh, did you have something better than me just saying I that I say pooped I like ba... seven times today? <laughs> yeah, I was. I was just gonna talk about a bad dream I had last night, and how it ruined my whole day. You ever have a bad dream that, like, when you wake up, you're in such a funk that it lasts like six or eight hours of you being depressed? Last, literally last week, I woke up from a dream, and it wasn't until I was in the shower showering that that feeling of dread. And like shoulder slumping of like, oh my god, there's not a math class that I'm enrolled in right now. I'm 25. I'm not in school. Oh, that's low. That's like, low grade shit compared to me. I, I haven't had I, I dreamt. 
I dreamt that a female friend that I care a lot about was dying in front of me and I was giving her CPR and she just died and she turned cold and pale and there was nothing I could do. And I was just fucking giving her CPR and in my head I'm doing the Bee Gees, you know, ah, 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 stay alive, stay alive. <laughs> and, and she just died and I'm crying and crying in the dream and then I woke up and I felt like it just had happened. It felt 100% real. And I was I, I, I had a terrible day today. I've, I'm only like I only perked up like maybe around 6 p.m. or something. I all day today. I felt really depressed and really down. It just like like I just lost a good friend right before my eyes. It was awful. Sometimes those dreams can be so real. I've had I've had both of those. Right. There's the Taylor one where like I've had the school. Right? I've talked about this before where the, in, in my version of the nightmare is I'm like halfway through a semester. And there's a class I was enrolled in that I haven't been attending where I just like, oh, I fucked up my schedule for a whole semester, half a yep. semester. That's it. Uh, it's not usually just a test. I've had uh, a lot of anxiety about paying a mortgage. That I don't, I don't have a mortgage, but I've had anxiety about that in my sleep. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It. You know, so I've had that. Um, but, uh, but the one that sticks with me all day, like Kyle's had, is infidelity. Like, I'll dream mm-hmm. that Jackie cheated on me or something. And, uh, and it's all I can do to be civil to her, you know, like intellectually, I know it's all like, all right, that was just a dream. But, you know, she's like making me breakfast. And in my head, I'm like, you fucking whore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you would. Oh, you would make an eggs. Like, I don't know everything, (laughs) you know, they would be over easy. Just like you, you whore. (laughs) (laughs) I like that. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I've had some where like, uh, I, when I was much younger, probably 11 or 12, I woke up at one point, uh, like borderline, like almost woke up crying because I had a dream that my grandma had died because at that time my grandparents still smoked and they weren't like a pack of American spirits once a week. Woohoo smokers. They were like, you know, Southern Missouri smokers, like three, two, three packs a day for 45 years. Would they ever light one she with another? She was on a camping trip smokers. Yes. I guess. <laughs> Lighting just, one with you know, another is the top tier in my opinion. Yes, like they if, would do that. Um, because I can remember times where I did light one with another, but it was net, but it was always either, a thing where like me and another smoker are having a long outdoors conversation and it's like we're going to smoke during this just like you know maybe you would smoke a cigar or drink some uh some whiskey or something it was just part of the conversation almost um and then the other is like you know hyper stressful times when you know someone's died or there's just been a car accident well these or, were just normal uh, this was just because they smoked in- but it's but that's a monday in missouri in, in southern missouri that's a monday and a tuesday you know and, <laughs> but they would smoke like that's why I still don't like when I walk into like a bar that allows smoking. I kind of like the cigarette smell because it just take it reminds me of what it was like to go to my grandparents' house when I was little because they smoked in the house all fucking day. The walls I didn't know that those walls weren't painted yellow. Yeah. Like I, as a kid, I had no idea. Like you could like wipe stuff off there. I would I would go around and hide their cigarettes because my mom would always be like, "You need to you know tell your grandma that she needs to quit smoking if she ever wants to see your kid someday." And I was young. And I would go there and I would hide my grandma and grandpa's cigarettes and they would like always start off like, all right, where'd you put it? And then it would eventually be like, shit, Taylor, where are my cigarettes? You know, or like however he said it. And <laughs> I woke up crying because I thought that like in my dream, my grandma was dying and then she died. And it was because of all the cigarettes she smoked. And I just woke up being like, I, what if I could have got her to stop smoking cigarettes? She wouldn't be dead if she'd stopped smoking cigarettes. And since then, like they've been, they haven't smoked in like, Eight years, I think, which is great for 
people in their 70s. But, Are they into the vape uh, at all? I'm sorry to interrupt, but have you have they seen your vape? Are they any interest in that? Because I'm fascinated with old people and new tech. My grandma has one, uh, just the um, small, like normal stick one. Like yeah. she, I don't know. She uses it pretty often, but it has no nicotine in it. She says she just likes the feeling of exhaling something again. Like yeah, like I do too. And my grandpa, uh, he says that is, and I quote, "pussy bullshit." And uh, so he just chews a lot of tobacco now. Yeah. Does he use like Red Man Chew? No. Because like, there's uses, like several. Does he use the brick like Clint Eastwood? He's taking a pocket knife and cutting him some chaw off? No. He likes skull. Ah, um, dipping. A dip man. What is. Now, is what, it snuff? Snuff. It's the stuff so that you. Okay. So here are the different levels. So you can have the. Is it a round can of dip? Yes. Is it like a powdery consistency or more of a ground leafy consistency? Uh, it's pretty fine. That's probably snuff. Like the finest grade is snuff. And uh, my great grandmother used to use snuff, but she used the kind that you snorted because that was a thing. You, and you'd get a little spoonful of this snuff and <laughs> and, and it's tobacco. And they're, they're just snorting it up there and getting their fix that way. I found that always bizarre. It came in this cylindrical... Uh, yeah, it, it was not. It's not sniffed ever, but it, it's a. Uh, it's flavorless skull. All so right. there's no wintergreen. There's no mint. Nah. He says he doesn't like flavors. He just likes the taste of tobacco. Um, Have you ever yeah, dipped? He, I, I've dipped a, probably like six times in my life, and every time I have a few friends who do it all the time. Yeah, and like if we were like sitting around drinking and drunk, and I see him doing it every once in a while, I'd be like, you know what? Like, give me one because they they do the pouches. And I'm like, okay, that's not too scary for me. I'll try this little pouch. And so I'll take it, put it in my lip, and I always, it's always like four or five minutes later, and I'm like, God, I just, I feel like I just smoked a cigarette, but my teeth feel weird, and my gums burn, and this can't be good for yeah. my, like, I just, I, I've been doing, you guys do this all day, every day, and I already am like, are my gun, gums receding? Like, is it burning in a way? Like, it, it, it affected really, I have dipped. I have dipped three times in my life. Um, Once was at a friend's house and we were all there, and I was like, "Yeah, give me one too." One was at school uh, because all the guys dipped in shop class at school, Uh, and then the other one was uh, I borrowed one from my cousin once when we were working one day. Every single time, I had the same reaction. I got lightheaded, faint, uh, almost or did vomit, um, and it always made. Oh, you vomited. I've never vomited from it. And it made the inside of my lip where it was um, feel really rough. For a long time. I mean, I can remember I did this stuff when I was like 14, and my lip only, like, I just felt it now to see if it still felt that way anymore, and I was surprised it didn't, because last year it did. Like, it changed the way the inside of my lip felt for my entire life. It was, it's so much more powerful than a cigarette. Um, You know, I I could sit there and smoke an entire pack in one... You're joking, right? Yes. It, it, it burnt the inside of my lip and made it feel rough forever. Like, like, right here, I had this rough patch from then on. And it just never went away. I swear. It, I was like, "That's never going away, is it? That's never going oh, away." And, and I, I tried one. Um, you know the they're in like an oblong tin, and they're like cold. Those are Altoids. Like, Camel. <laughs> <laughs> I've tried Altoids. those too. And, and yeah, yeah those it gives you like uh, it gets in your nose. And yeah, they're almost they're curiously strong. You know? <laughs> <laughs> If but you this, want like, that tagline, don't charge. <laughs> yeah, that yeah. is their tagline. Take that to I the know, bank. It's the joke. Um, oh, okay. It was this like oblong tin, snus, snus, camel. Yeah. I tried one of those, and it, it's spitless. You don't have to spit with it, and mm. it didn't burn nearly as bad. It was smaller, but I also didn't like feel a buzz or 
much from it, and so it wasn't. I want a tobacco enema. I want to slide something up my asshole that'll that'll fulfill all my nicotine needs. That would be much healthier. I don't want it in my mouth though. That just seems like the wrong place. I just don't like the way. Like I'm not a very good spitter, so I would always do that thing. Like I'm seeing them basically like just like just spitting it in there. But every time I do it, I feel like I spit and then I pull away from the bottle, and there's just like. A bunch of spiderweb sinews attaching my leg yeah. to the rim of the bottle. I'm like, oh it's my disgusting. god! People are looking at me, and I look like a boob with with a bunch of spit on my mouth. And so then you have to like wipe it on the side of the bottle as everybody else is spitting just fine. It's just it's not a habit worth picking up. Start smoking. No, it's not. Gonna, Stay with do those things. There you go. Yeah, get yeah. some cigarettes. They're good for yeah. you. They, All right. Well, yeah. So so none of the celebrities are leaving. It seems. Um, none. Too uh, early to call. I saw Maybe. that Snoop Dogg uh, was referring to Canada as his new home and asking Drake to help him move. Uh, that that was kind of funny. They just like, legalized Snoop... pot in California. Come on, Snoop. He uh, was I think one they of the got ones it. I wanted to keep. Yeah, but they legalized it last year in Canada, so he's good. He's. Uh, I think he might actually go to Canada. But who fucking cares? Am I right? Do, are any of us neighbors with Snoop Dogg and gonna miss his morning chats with us? Like, who fucking cares? Like, he'll make his music up there. Well, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, I, I do wish that some of those dumpy, frumpy uh, blonde chicks had had just left the country. I saw Martin Scarelli, who I'm not familiar with. I know he's a billionaire. He's he's conservative. He's, That's all I know about him. He might be the he's devil. The, he's the pharmaceutical guy. He's the pharmaceutical oh. guy that jacked up the prices on what, Taylor? Is the devil. Okay. It was, okay. Um, I don't was remember the, the name of the drug. No, no it wasn't the EpiPen. Prior Epi to the EpiPen. Uh, the EpiPen thing was happened because... medicine? Yeah, I don't remember. I don't recall what kind of medicine. He jacked, was, I remember him jacking up some some like much needed medicine. Okay, then. Um, but I, I saw him offering up his private jet to uh, to you know all those celebs to to Lena Dunham and uh, Amy Schumer and uh, I saw Chelsea Handley, uh, Handler, Chelsea Handler. Uh, I saw her crying video. I saw uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that one. I need to find that. That's a good I, one. I saw Miley Cyrus freak out. Uh, man, I really hope. I need to check Lena Dunham's Twitter because I've she's been checking throw constantly. A tantrum. One of the last things that she did was had a real conversation with her dad, talking to him like, "How do you feel about the extinction of white men?" And he's like, "You know, white men have caused straight white men have caused. You have to qualify straight because you wouldn't want to offend a giant group of people. Uh, <laughs> you know, not like white men. You know, who are just the devil." And he, and she's like gleefully talking to her dad, a white dude, about the extinction of white men. And it's like clearly this is somewhat hyperbole and being a, just kind of a bitch because this is what gets you attention is being a nasty bitch. Um, but it's also like you can tell from the gleeful way that she's talking about it that she really she enjoys the thought of that. Of I like Miley like, Cyrus. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about Miley Cyrus as a person. Her, her weeping uncontrollably uh, was pretty funny. But she also seemed to handle it more maturely than a couple of other celebrities I saw. which Who were much was, older. I thought she was, yeah, I thought she was going to be the one, like, freaking out way more. And then, lo and behold, she was crying, and it was over the top with some of the, like, oh, it's going to be horrible for everyone, and oh, I'm just, everybody's going to be walking around scared. Like, yeah, you're exaggerating being crazy. But then, like, 50-year-old celebrities are being like, this, the sky is falling, you know. It's, you, unbelievable, unbelievable I, how these celebrities have reacted. But I hear I was really hoping Amy Schumer would leave. There are a couple of early ones to keep: Snoop Dogg, Jennifer Lawrence, etc. Miley Cyrus. I I could be wrong. It could be that everyone's right and I'm wrong. But I feel like I'm in on the joke with her. 
right? She pretends to be this totally outrageous, trying to find herself, whatever. She's in her mid-20s now, right? She's like a, a, a single boyfriend, husband thing or whatever that, that she seems committed to, unless I'm out of date on that. Um, you never hear about her missing any tour dates or whatever. You never hear about her getting in any trouble. She doesn't have any drug problems, yet she acts like she's way skankier than Kesha ever was, right? With Miley, like... This to me, just, it's just good marketing for her. Yeah, yeah it, I've never had a problem with Miley. She's she's I don't in know, the yeah. news all the time because she fucks, not fucks, uh, pretends to have sex where twerks against was this Robin Williams? What the guy's name? No, Robin Thicke. Robin Thicke. Um, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that she, would be really edgy if she twerked. Yeah, Robin she fucked Robin Williams <laughs> yeah, right Holy on the tombstone. Shit. So uh, uh, it's more the nudes that that she's constantly putting out there and all the like crazy nudes where she'll she's like had strap-ons and all and she's sucking on like dildos. Strap on her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it, yeah. it's it, to me though, like she's not. I got a problem with that too. Trouble. She's not a red like Robert Downey Jr. Um, Who's the guy? He was on the Late Late Show. He was Scottish. Craig Ferguson, maybe. Craig Ferguson, yeah, you're right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and and there's a long list of people who really got into trouble. Lindsay Lohan, like these guys were living too wild a life. Charlie Sheen, right? He has like HIV now. Am AIDS. I right about yeah. that? Yeah. 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 Um, you know, these guys were were doing it for real. With I was Miley, doing one gram rocks. Yeah, I really feel like I'm in on the joke. You know, she's just. This is how she stays. How she gets attention. I I've been saying that she was smart for a long time when yeah. people would like pull up her Instagram and like, look at this slut. I'm like, look at that rich fucking millionaire who's isn't mm -hmm. fucking you or me or anybody she doesn't want to fuck. Like, that's what she is. Like, what? She showed you her titties and now you think she's a dirty whore who's like worthless? Like, nah. Uh, like, there wasn't much titty there to begin with, uh, but there's millions and millions of dollars that she's making by like getting a little naked and being provocative. Now, one thing that's, that does seem skeevy to me, just... It, it makes me, like, I'd still fuck her, I'd still date her, I'd marry her. I mean, that, that's a very rich young lady. But it skeeves me out is that when she's on stage and letting all those fans grope her, literally grab her by the pussy, mm. that's one, like, whenever she Clothes was railing though, against right? Trump. Over the, over the outfit? Uh, well, yeah, Donald Trump doesn't reach into your pants. He goes over the clothes, too. That's true. You know, that's it, true. It's letting a solid these people. Point, Kyle. These are facts. Yeah, <laughs> uh, um, you know, she's literally letting letting people grab her by the pussy, um, she's just standing there with her. She's like, yeah, grab it. And like singing with a microphone and she's not wearing jeans. She's wearing like underwear, like, like the sort of like panties and they're just grabbing There's her basically pussy. basically the, the same amount of fabric that is like on a birthday gifts bow or ribbon between her clam and all of these sweaty fingers finding their way inside of it. Like it's, I've watched, I've looked at those pictures, but it, it's a still image. I, I know exactly what you're talking about where she's like leaning back and she's got her, her puss shoved out there and it's, and she's singing and everybody's got their hands on her. I don't know if that was like a split second. And then she I've seen a few of those. I've seen the video or I've seen, oh. no, she's, she lets, she lets everybody get a, get that is, that's, that is odd. But I, I was going to let you know, we have a Chelsea handler update. I'm checking her Twitter right now. Um, yesterday, my staff reminded me that platforms and voices like mine are needed more than ever. Leaving the country is quitting. Hashtag keep fighting. Hashtag <laughs> fuck Chelsea. You know? Hashtag the horse face. No, no, no. Read, read, I, Hashtag I had to check a and horse make is sure, a horse, of course. I had to check and make sure that wasn't a parody account because that is the most narcissistic way to back off of your promise to leave the country by saying, hey, I'm not going to leave because I made a mistake, because I got overly dramatic, because I got too into it. I'm not going to leave because I... Chelsea Handler. Handler. Oh, my mistake. Chelsea Handler. 
Like she her big thing Netflix was that she, yes, she's the one with the Netflix special. Her thing was that she's saying, "I my voice is too important. I can't leave. My opinion matters now more than ever. That's why I can't leave. It's not because I was a fucking petulant child. Who I like threw her. It and then got called. No, I, she's not funny. Melissa she entertains me. I find her funny. Jealousy. And and I like how free she is with her body. And I ha- I have to respect whatever that. I don't know how old she is. I'm gonna call her forty. I don't, I, whatever she's doing to keep her body in the shape that it is, I have a lot of respect for that. It, it's I am very attracted to her physically, and and she seems really free with her body in a way that like someone who at, at her age group, her like uh, you know like job and place in the world normally isn't. I self analysis, Kyle. Do you think that you might be more attracted to her because her vibe gives out that she's more likely to fuck you? Is that part of her um, sex appeal? It's not necessarily sex appeal. Um, I, I find her physically attractive. You know, her, she's got very nice boobs. Like, like I've seen her naked. Like, you know, on her Netflix special, she's like getting massages and stuff, and you see everything but her vagina. Frankly, you know, you see she's got a very nice butt. She got a, she got nice boobs. I think her. I call her a horse face, but like she's no Sarah Jessica Parker. She's attractive to me. Um, yeah, I of course don't agree with her politics, but I think she's hotter than Miley Cyrus even maybe. Miley's a little, little odd looking. But do you think if Chelsea Handler was as conservative as like Taylor's, not conservative politically, but like shy as Taylor Swift, that you'd still be like, dude, I'd like to fuck her. Well, she's a comedian, so that like I think that turns me on too. I, I'm I, like like I like but Sarah Silverman. She's a, a bad I think, comedian. Like I, that's that turns me off. Well, is she's that a, she's a comedian. bad comedian compared to like the best comedians. There are good female the comedians. She's not Taylor. One. Girls are funny. I don't know why I have to keep telling girls you this. Are funny. Girls, get are funny. girls are funny. Girls are get smart. Over get over it. <laughs> yeah. That's a... Uh, Thank God. I, I like, there, there are funny it. women comedians out there. There's quite a few of them, but there, she is not one. Who? She is... Um, I've, I've, Chelsea Handler's not. I've never met someone who hates... Another, I, I would have to... Melissa's not here, but I'd have to ask her. Melissa fucking hates chelsea handler with a passion that i don't even understand like it's i think that chelsea Handler's a little higher on her list than hillary clinton and that is high on that list and i don't know why she she printed out a chelsea handler face when she was shooting uh like a 308 <laughs> and put it like hundreds of yards away and shot it and like just i, I don't know why she hates That's chelsea hilarious. handler I'll have to ask but uh, she's just, she's not a funny comedian, so I don't like her. And that just that echoes her same arrogant bullshit of I can't leave because I'm too important. At least just be kind Speaking of, of be, bad, be more tactful than that. A bad female comedian. Did you guys see Dana Carvey's new thing? Oh, that's that's kind of are you calling him a bad female comedian? I am. Yeah. So uh, as a kid, I really like <laughs> you nodded like you're proud of yourself. I, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> As a kid, I really liked Dana Carvey. I, I like the stuff he did on Saturday Night Live. He's a fantastic impressionist, or at least he was, especially in the 90s. He had George H.W. Bush down. He had that. That was his, and that, and he, and he was great on SNL with that. Uh, I liked him in Wayne's World, and I have a little bit of sympathy for him in that I feel like Mike Myers really left him behind and really screwed him over because you know he, he didn't include him in any of his great successes that continued on after SNL. Um, and they were just a kind of a dynamic duo that really amplified each other and got Mike where they were with Wayne's World and all that other stuff. Um, but man, that special was not good. I watched the whole thing. Um, I didn't really chuckle much. I didn't care for his impressions. He did a bad Trump impression, and that's his thing: is that he was always a very good impressionist. His the last special I watched from him was I watched when I was thirteen. And he's, he closes with this piano number, uh, something like, Jay, chop the broccoli! And I just remember just dying laughing as a 13-year-old. But 
no, he doesn't do it for me anymore. That was not funny. It was just sad. And especially when you have it uh, juxtaposed with Joe Rogan's new special Crushed over there, His which was is great. killer. Oh, my God. I was, I was so surprised. Like, I, Joe, I've always been on the side with Joe Rogan of, like, he's great at inspiring conversation. He's a very interesting guy. I like how he UFC is not afraid to... Yeah, UFC, he's good at that. He makes UFC better for someone like me. I like him. But his stand-up, I was always like, nah, I, that's not for me. I don't I don't think it's very funny. I think it's more about him taking things too far, about how he thinks that like monkeys live on the, the moon or whatever it is. And it takes something that's really interesting in a conversation with a pseudo-expert on his podcast and makes it into not as funny a bit. This stand-up special is the best thing I've seen from him, bar none, as oh, far as comedy. Fantastic. Like, I find great. his stand-up is often... like. Uh... A tribute to how cool he thinks he is. It's called Triggered. Oh, right, right. That's what the stand-up special is called. Um, yeah, his stand-up is usually like, I'm so smart, I have this cool life, I, I have this cool experience, or this guy's so tough, and he just tells a story, and I, I don't like it. I, 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 This one crushed it. Crushed it. I, it, it, I'm like, do, I'm trying to get my arms around it. Do I like it as much as any stand-up routine? You know, is it there with the Chris Rocks back in the day? Is it there with the the Louis C.K. back when I thought he had the best stuff around? Right now, I don't know. Like, no one's done anything funnier than Joe Rogan's routine lately. Bill Burr's is about to come out, and I guarantee that'll, or hopefully it'll still be good. I mean, the black and white one he did a while back really didn't uh, do it for me. It was... Yeah, well, the divorce Uh, will make Bill Burr funny. certainly have. Uh, The divorce... Uh, if and when that does happen, which is what is it like? More than half of all marriages end in divorce, so it's a pretty good chance. I think that's that a that's a might. false statistic because of the people who have lots of divorces. I was looking. I, I, I heard that the other that day. Makes sense. Yes, that, that makes. I, I'm a fucking idiot. I never even consider look that. at our no one had. Yeah, I hadn't <laughs> considered it before either. But someone pointed that out the other. They're like, no, don't use that as an excuse for your marriage failing because half of them don't end in divorce. The majority succeed. It's just you've got these. People out like there having three, four, five, six, seven. Yeah. Repeat offenders, sure. Yeah, he. I forgot what I was talking about. Bill Burr. Mm, had Bill Burr. And I was saying oh, Bill, Bill Burr, Burr being tutored yeah. by yeah. his uh, he definitely, marriage, maybe. Uh, like he still keeps to his. Uh, he used to do the the thing where he says something controversial, and you're like, oh man, that was controversial. Like, but he also said it in a very funny way. Now he's moving in a lot of ways to do that thing where you say something pretend controversial. And then you play it off as though that's edgy, like saying something, you know, like, oh, man, like fucking truckers. What a big group of idiots, like just something that nobody will get offended by. That It'll be fine. And then you play it off like I'm just kidding. Like I wouldn't I wouldn't actually do that. You know, I'm not cra- like that kind of stuff. I don't like as much, but I have a <laughs> lot of so faith in Bill Burr. Because, yeah, it's not, he's one of my favorite. He is my favorite comedian. I have I'm looking at a picture of me and Bill Burr, a picture of Melissa and Bill Burr and then a signed copy of Let It Go. And uh, you people are all the same. I'm a oh, big cool. Burr. I love Bill Burr, but it's definitely become palatable or noticeable over the past year and a half or so that he is getting way less risque and controversial. And maybe that's just him having his opinions change. I don't know. But if he does get divorced, that will make for a very, very, very funny stand-up special. <laughs> that will be the best. Oh, ever. big time! Yeah, uh, it will be the best of all time. I've been listening to Jim and uh, what's his name show. Jim a and lot. Sam. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been listening to much less Stern. Uh, I find myself turning Stern off a lot, um, and uh, and going over to Jimmy's show. Uh, it's a it's it's on it's on you know just a couple stations higher. I went ahead and made it. Uh, it's a, number the number one preset is Stern. Number two set preset is Stern. Second channel. Number three is Jimmy now. 
Um, so, so I've been listening to their stuff a lot what more. What an honor. I'm glad you're liking it. Jimmy is like the funniest. He's the best person for the audio format and the whole radio style. You call him because ugly. he's the most... He is not a... He's a, he's a worm. He's a wormy guy. He's like, I hope you like a guy with a weak chin who blinks a lot. Yeah, that's... <laughs> that he, he makes fun of himself brilliantly. And he also has the quickest wit of... Honestly, I think anyone on the planet. Yeah, Nobody quickest. is... Clo- I, I listen to a lot of old ONA stuff where it's like, uh, you know, they had, they would have huge comedians in all the time. Like they'd have Amy Schumer in there. It was like 2006, 2005, like Amy Schumer, Joe Rogan, Louis C.K., Patrice O'Neill, yeah, God rest his soul, Bill Burr. And of all of them, they're all very funny comedians with the exception of Amy Schumer. And Jim Norton is out like classing everyone as far as the speed and the consistency. He doesn't just get a good one-liner every once in a while. It's he's got something for everything. And when yeah. he does a bit, like a character, like a boardroom Jimmy, if you've ever Googled boardroom or YouTube boardroom Jimmy, it's Jim who knows nothing about finance, just using buzzwords and nonsense to pretend like he's a big stockbroker. It's not as funny. Yeah, as I like boardroom it is, Jimmy. It is hilarious in 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 so far as how much he can do like improving is hard, especially on something you don't know anything about. And he does it for half an hour. No problem. And it's hilarious. Every step. If you don't know about stock manipulation, you don't even belong in the conversation. (laughs) He'll just go off off the rails. I like the pervert character he does. And more than the character itself, uncle, uncle Paul and more than uncle Paul. I like, and I, and I'm sure I know these are reruns, but I like how much Opie hates uncle Paul. Because uh, uh, Opie literally, Opie's like, I got a kid. You can't be doing that. And, and then he starts, what's Opie's kid's name? I don't know. Let's say it's Jim. Know. Let's say it's Matthew. He'll start doing. Well, that's your name. I'm trying not to. You can use it. Like, I'm point. fine. Yeah. <laughs> He's like. He starts doing the the Uncle Paul character. He's like, oh, maybe I'll babysit Matthew and powder his bottom. Oh, you're gonna yeah, come gets... into the you're gonna come into the nursery and you're gonna be like Jimmy. What what you got between the bars of the crib? Get that out of there. And little yeah. Matthew's gonna be going at it like a gerbil on one of those water bottles. <laughs> <laughs> and it's he just says, like you're talking about his newborn son. <laughs> yeah. He did that to him. He said. Like he doesn't say stuff like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna go in there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, you know, slap your kid's ass or something." Like it is so horrible the things that he says <laughs> as these characters. There was one I remember vividly of him talking, I guess, about Opie's children. I didn't put the pieces <laughs> together. This was like at the right time that Opie had kids, where he's like, "Yeah, and I'm gonna babysit your kids and go in there and gonna change his diaper. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull it down and put my fingernails right between those sweet little ass cheeks and pull it apart and." Take a nice sniff. Nice sniff of that new asshole. And like just saying horrible <laughs> things about what you would do to a child if you were legitimately a pedophile. And, and Opie has to sit there and be like, all right, uh, on to the news. And he's like, no, no, that's not done yet. That's the beginning of our evening. <laughs> and then Opie will start trying to shame him. He'll be, you know, Uncle Paul will be like, no. He'll be like, in that state, there's only, they, they have, uh, they don't, it's two-party uh, surveillance laws. You know, both parties have to be notified. <laughs> <laughs> and then Opie will be like, it's a little disturbing that you know that. I, I, I don't, are you doing research or, or is this just you now? I don't even know. He'll, she'll try to like shame him, be like, maybe, maybe Jim's a real pedophile, guys. And he'll be like, oh, I do my research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he'll just keep going with it and, and run it into the ground. Out of pretending to be a pedophile on the radio because <laughs> he's been doing it for 15 years. <laughs> it's, that's not yeah, and, anywhere. And, 
And yeah. that's what's drawing me to that over Stern because I like the the, the I like the outrageous. I like the uh, and I'm getting real real tired of the contrived bullshit dramas that they have on the Stern show. Like I don't care that like none of your staff gets along with each other. Like like you've you've made it this competition now. I can clearly see from the outside looking in of like everybody in the office now wants to like tattletale on somebody for doing an odd thing. So now we they can get on the air and like like just delve over it over and over about how like this guy doesn't wash his sheets. That's literally a thing. There was one of the guys who didn't wash his sheets and like for weeks we mocked him and made fun of him and like you know, we're going to test the sheets for anal spray and for semen and just mock him about this. And they're always talking about this bullshit that doesn't matter. And it's just not funny. I hate the inner office drama of the Stern show. And I'm starting to hate Stern a little bit because of the political correctness. And, uh, you know, he had that caller call in the other really? day. Yeah, I really I don't care he for would it. be. I don't listen to Stern, but I thought he would be like a pioneer against that. He's going more mainstream because he wants to cement some sort of legacy as a great interviewer. You know, he's got that female producer who took Gary Delabate's position and office and, you know, without telling the audience a thing about it. Uh, Stern read her book. I think it's called Getting Things Done or Getting Stuff Done and really bought into her like a guru and then hired her to basically run his show. And it's her show now. It's it's very politically correct in a lot of ways. And uh, and he'll try to. Can you spin give an that. example here or there of something that we you've don't call Gary the retard? Gary the retard anymore. He's Gary the champ. Gary the champion. Little things like that. What the whack packers are named, but also just not going there anymore. Not going. To, not talking about aborted fetuses and not talking about you know not really not mocking people because of their race. He used to. He used to have a black voice. He did. So like they're a doing a thing where they pretend like they're being controversial, but it's really not controversial at all and that bothers me at least i don't like oh that's not like that. it it's it's that he's not being controversial anymore on purpose it's that he's being politically correct he doesn't do his black voice he doesn't do his gay voice anymore he's not letting everybody have it with both barrels like some something like south park does it's not that i'm a racist and that i get off on him mocking blacks or gays it's that i'm okay with you block mocking people from the south for half an hour every time a guy calls in from tennessee and he tells you how much he loves you and how much it gets him through that truck drive you go into mocking his accent, asking him, if, asking him if he fucks his cousin. So by the same regard, you better make fun of a black person, you better make fun of a gay person, or I'm not on board anymore. And, and that's what's been happening. That's unfortunate. I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not racist or sexist or misogynist or any of those things, but I, 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 I do like comedy, and I do like a, a mean version of comedy where everybody gets their fair share. And uh, when you start picking these groups who we can't mock, who don't we don't get to make funnies out of, who we can't loll at, then that's its own brand of racism, and, I, and it's not entertaining, and it's a little disgusting, especially coming from a show like that, where we vomit on people for fun. It's a really good like racial conversation that's also really funny. Go listen to old Opie and Anthony clips of Patrice O'Neill and Anthony Cumia having discussions about race, because they... I don't. It's it's they're conversations that will never be able to be had again, because they I've are brutally honest. And both of them, at every point, will start like cracking up or love a joke at their own expense. Patrice O'Neill would laugh at all of Anthony's racist jokes, and then Anthony would laugh when Patrice was ripping on white people. Like it was great and entertaining and kind of informative of giving you at least Patrice's perspective on these matters and Anthony's. And they were very much disagreed. But yeah, I recommend that. Expect that I'm every glad you're starting to enjoy Trump, that show. Uh, a democracy. You know, we're headed back in that direction. I hope so. A, a, a less politically correct, Hopefully. more honest, more funny kind of thing where we're more free with what we say. Because, you know, if we're all in the same family, you know, we all speak a different way when we're, in, we're at our living rooms, right? 
it'd be nice if we were all that, if we were open like that with our fellow Americans. I think that that sort of open, honest kind of conversation brings friends closer, family closer, and it could bring the country closer if we could all laugh at our differences instead of, uh, instead of making them something bad. I, you know, recognize their differences and laugh at them when there's when there's opportunity. I've said this before. I, I I like political correctness to the extent that you're not being mean, you know. And, and but then there are other people who use political correctness as a weapon to stop you from thinking or doing things, and that I hate. When when some I forget which campus it was, but they saw Trump written in chalk on the sidewalk, and they said it was hate speech. Horseshit. You were just cl- Obama spoke out against that. Obama was like, "Look, you know, if you can't listen to the other side, then you're not going to learn." And um, I like that about him. So, I, 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 I'm just very frustrated by the people who try to shut it down. Milo, Milo Yiannopoulos. I think I got that pretty close. Yeah, it's good enough. And uh, mm-hmm. he <laughs> was enough. like, you know, he was talking to people in England, and he was saying, "Look, here we don't really talk about free speech. We don't think about it too much." Stuff beeping. Jesus. Anyway, my, um, uh, he wouldn't talk about free speech because we don't have it. But in America, they do, and they care very much. And people are trying to shut down the things that you can and can't say. And uh, it was just like, wow, you know? Like, I, I don't really know how our speech is free compared to England, for example. But when you phrase the left's attempt at using political correctness to shut down you know, and be a thought police then it is an attack on free speech, and it concerns me. They go too far. They, I want to be nice without shutting off the conversation. Yeah, it, I, I just don't think that with that you even have to invoke this concept of political correctness. It should just be a concept of be don't be a dick. Like, there's a difference between... They're the thought police. You know, They're the thought someone, police. Someone who says, you know, oh, the black community. It's not black, it's uh, people of color. You know, that person is being an asshole. They're being overly sensitive dicks who are trying to shame you or silence you into just agreeing with them without any actual evidence because they don't have any evidence for why their position is superior in a lot of cases. In some they do. Um, And there's a difference between that and someone just saying, you know, the N-word to black people on the street just to be mean. That's not political incorrectness. Well, it is political incorrectness, but more than that, I think it's just someone being a horrible mean person, a mean-spirited bad person. Someone saying something that happens to coincide with the policy of yours and so you resort to racist sexist homophobe bigot that's not political correct that's what political correctness is that's not trying to keep someone from being a dick it's trying to shame them into keeping their mouth shut and just towing the line like that's that's what it's so easy to weaponize because you would say well pc is not that out of control we just need we're not getting rid of all speech just hate speech well we got to expand the definition of hate speech a little bit i mean it is true i mean what if someone speaks up in a sociology class at, at a university and, and people are upset that's not very fair that's hateful i mean they do feel offended they do feel hurt therefore it is hateful they couldn't feel that way unless there was intent on the other side obviously like that it's so it gets out of control so quickly and the only thing that's saving it from completely taking over is that people who really ascribe to that set of beliefs eat their own. They eat their own because they will be hunky-dory with someone. Oh, we're all good. We're all great. Just wait if Jon Stewart accidentally tweets something and he isn't up on the latest terminology. They will turn on him, swoop in, and as a way to show everybody around him how great they are, they'll start demonizing and tearing down this former you know, hero of their you, movements. Like, you know what I was just thinking? Like in the same way that uh, Republicans will try to ignore science and even prevent any research into uh, environmental science, science yeah. and, and climate change and stuff oh, like that. Both. I feel like the left 
does the same thing when it comes to something like uh, transsexualism. I, I feel like they've completely shut down any research, any science. I don't think you can't question it. You can't look into it. You can't research it. You, 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 you can't even ask the question. Well, the DSM it, had to change their definition of it. They had to take it. They had to take it off of uh, so, gender identity disorder. So maybe so. the conservatives have this uh, willful ignorance about climate change, but at the very least, the 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 left has a willful ignorance about the the science behind that. I, I feel like they're in. They're, they're not even willing to look into it. They don't even want to know. No, it is. It just is because I feel yeah. it. Every like, side well, they love. Okay, science. well, we yeah. don't apply that same. Uh, technique, scientific technique to everything else. Like you're always talking about, you know, climate change deniers and believe in science and let's teach them science, but science doesn't work when it comes to this. They oh, totally beat right. the science on their side. Both sides do. Republicans will be like, hey, the earth is 6,000 years old and, you know, uh, dinosaurs walked around with men and it was a whole thing. Idiots. But also, look at these studies that show how fracking actually isn't that bad. Look at all these scientific studies we did on this. It's like, okay, science is great there. And then on the left, you have liberals who are like, we're all about science. All those idiots who don't believe in evolution, you know. But we also have this problem now where all of gender like we've been saying for 30 years, is due to social uh, influences, and everyone's the same, and also that you can be born with the wrong brain, which is inherently co contradictory to that. You can't believe that gender is a social construct and believe that you can be born as the wrong gender because that's th those are two inherently conflicting they can, ideas. They're conflicting. But they don't care because that's on their side. They like the evolution science. They like the climate change science. They don't like that science. The, the Republicans do it, I think, even worse as far as religious, not even, I think, definitely they do it worse as far as religious stuff. Um, I'm sure they do it worse as well with energy stuff where they are very happy to say, this study that we kind of commissioned really reflects well on us, but also velociraptors are a myth. Like So, changing topic pretty, pretty much, um, I've been watching this show on Netflix called Raising Hope, and uh, it's a Fox uh, sitcom about an, a very, very poor family that is made up of a senile great-great-grandmother, her granddaughter, who got pregnant in high school, and her husband, who was her, like, high school sweetheart, um, they're, like, 30, and, and their grandparents, because their son had a daughter with a serial killer who then went to the electric chair. So you got, like, four or five generations of stupid, poor people living in a house together. Um, that show is, is pretty funny, especially the first season or two. Um, oh, I forgot where I was going with this. There was something about the show that, that was, um, what were we just talking about? We were talking about, um, shit. We are talking Raising about hope. science. Raising hope. There was something on the show that was, that, that was relevant to that conversation. Hmm. Well, I just completely fucking lost it. Huh? Raising hope's a funny show. You might want to check that out on Netflix though. <laughs> I'll think of what I wanted to say later. Let me, uh, squeeze an ad read in here. Maybe that'll help me remember what I wanted to say. I'd like to tell everyone about a smart way to earn extra money and get an extra $500 bonus while driving for Lyft. Looking to put more money in your kid's college fund or going back to school yourself to get another degree or your first one maybe? Or maybe you're just looking to get some extra cash. Then drive for Lyft, the ride-sharing app that lets you be your own boss, pick your own hours, and earn up to 1500 bucks a week driving your own car. There are other ride-sharing uh, apps out there, but everyone likes driving for Lyft best. Because they treat their drivers right. Lots of people started as customers and now drive for Lyft. It's a flexible way to earn extra money anytime from anywhere. All you need is a car. 
Driving, driving for Lyft pays up to $35 an hour, and getting started is fast and easy. You can drive mornings, nights, or weekends. Just flip into driver mode and start making money. Plus, only Lyft drivers can earn tips from within the app. Those add up fast. And you don't have to wait days or weeks to get paid. You can cash out instantly with Express Pay. It all adds up. It's super flexible. You keep your own tips, and you get paid when you need the extra cash. So sign up today at Lyft.com. That's L-Y-F-T, Lyft.com dot com slash pka and right now lyft has a special offer for our listeners get this a five hundred dollar uh new driver bonus when you sign up by uh using our show here Holy so just go to yeah you get you get five hundred dollars for signing up uh just go to lyft.com slash pka today uh so you can start making some extra money and get your five hundred dollar new driver bonus that's lyft.com slash pka lyft.com slash pka Imagine what huh. you'd do if you had $500, the thing you want that you would get. Sign up and get the thing. You could get a, there's something, I guess I'll... There's something that someone out there wants for 500 bucks that they can't have because they need 500 bucks. Here's your solution. You can get a lot of stuff done for 500 bucks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm yeah, just... Let a... your mind go where it wants. You can get some... <laughs> You can get some stuff done for five hundred bucks. Huh. You can get you can get people will do things for five hundred dollars. They sure will. They'll sign up at lift.com slash PKA. Mm. So go make that happen. I wish I could remember what I was gonna say about uh, about that damn TV show because it was funny. Let me go get a drink because my mouth is so so dry. And then right. maybe I'll remember. <sighs> so Taylor, has your general mood been lightened? Are you like lifted by the cause I, I might be if I say there's a haze in my world because Trump won. That's an exaggeration. You know, I, really, I got a new paramotor, and that impacts my life far more than the Trump victory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out there fucking with it all the time. Right now, I'm like, oh, I've got a better way to out the reserve shoot bridle. Uh, you know, it, it's it's dominating my. It's thoughts. not number one on your mind. It's yeah. not. But but how is the Trump thing impacting? Are you lifted by it some to some extent? Um. Seems Melissa and I were kind of on the same page watching it as it was happening, where we were both kind of reassuring each other, like, oh, there's no way he'll win. No way, kind of helping, because she's a Blues fan now as well, and so I've taught her to temper expectations with everything. Smart. And, yes, very smart. And just as it was going, though, it I felt good in that, like, it was it's indicative enough that the average American out there they a, a lot of them can see through the bullshit. A lot of them can see through the media nonsense. Uh, they, I, I, I was convinced for a long time. I'm like, man, the average American is probably not that bright, and they'll just eat up whatever CNN, MSNBC, mainstream media feeds them. And seeing like a real outcry of people being like, no, we're first of all, we're tired. We're a bunch of white, um, non college educated guys are like, we're, we're nobody has addressed us in eight years. Um, this How is can you this say is see bullshit. The bullshit and vote for Trump. Trump was full of shit. Trump set records for being full of shitness. That's uh, it's an informal metric, but I mean, like he I'm would just say shit you... on both sides of every. That was the beauty of Trump. Trump, like, if you have a bucket of what you want your candidate to be, Trump is water that will just flow to any shape of well, that. Well, but bucket. what I'm talking about more is the bullshit, not of the the, the bullshit of the whole machine. So the bullshit with Trump is he is he shouldn't be president. He's like I, I don't think 
like he's he lies about the policies to do well they all do that to be fair um he's a they all lie about things but the point i'm trying like i this isn't a defense of trump it's a condemnation of hillary clinton the media machine uh the elites in dc it, it's comforting to see that this entire machine this well-oiled machine of victory that Hillary had running around her, the best and like brightest people in D.C. trying to finagle her into the White House. Oh, we got to make sure we can hide this, and oh, we're in contact with the media to make sure they don't report that, and we got to make sure we hit this big. This story will be big. It's going to help there. Uh, talk to your contact over at MSNBC. Oh, they just sent me a story from uh, Vox asking if I can fucking run it because that's what journalists do, ask the Clinton campaign if they can run shit, apparently. And just knowing that people saw through that and they were like, no, fuck you, this whole system behind you, we still say no. We're still so upset at this that we are picking that guy. We're picking that guy because that's how fucking bad you are. That's how much we don't trust you that you have our, our not even our best interest, any interest of us at all other than our vote. And of course, Trump isn't this beacon of, he's only a, perceived as this, as this beacon of hope by a lot of people because of the fact that Hillary Clinton and this gigantic uh collusionary machine was working to get her elected and him he really did do it in spite of that machine working against him and that kind of was uplifting and like okay at least i know the whole all of america isn't you know brainwashed into this and by the way i'm not saying that if you voted for hillary that you are brainwashed because there are equally there are valid reasons to vote for hillary clinton over donald trump that's, that's a, true just like i believe there are valid reasons to have voted donald trump over hillary clinton it, it's not a condemnation saying that if you voted for her you're some rube i'm not saying that I'm, as you express your all. frustration with hillary and the machine and stuff i line up with a lot of it the difference is i didn't see trump as the solution to it and i understand that and i respect that decision i don't think um I don't respect it as much as if you had voted Trump, obviously, because I voted for him. That's intrinsic. Fair enough. Like, I think that he is the lesser of two evils. He's, he was the better choice, I think. But I also, it's not such a giant chasm between them that it's completely blowing my mind. Like, what? You voted against the host of The Apprentice? Like, like <laughs> of course, that's understandable. It's like, I, more than anything, I feel it's not even, I guess this is would have been a better way to articulate it off the start, is that my spirits are more lifted by the fact that this is over than it is by the outcome. The outcome definitely lifted my spirits just because Hillary isn't in office and seeing that corrupt, awful woman who has used her position and power to try and finagle that presidency because she deserves it. I should be up by 50 points. It's my turn, goddammit. I have a vagina. You know, seeing her not get what she wants was good. But the biggest uplifting spirit, you know, oh, was just that it's not, it's over. It's finally over. Like that's just it, that's it's nice. only just begun, girl. Yeah, now it's now probably a whole begun. new world of stress starts with, with oh, Trump. Oh, now the, the fun the starts. Now the fun starts when he starts doing things, and we're all shocked. I hope he does things that that are different. I, I hope this is a different kind of presidency. I hope it's not just uh, he puts a cabinet together and it's business as usual. I don't know exactly what I want him to do. But I want it to be good for us. I don't want bad things for us. I, My hope is that he actually does renegotiate some of these trade deals to our benefit. My prediction yeah. is he hires business as usual people, puts them in cabinet positions, and they convince him that you know that's what he wants, and then he just sort of hands off, and he takes the fame, and everyone else does the stuff. You might be right. I think, I think he's probably a control freak. In a lot of ways, like he, I think he's the kind of guy who probably wants to be in control of all the things. I think he's a delegator. I, I oh, have the opposite opinion of you. I could be wrong. We'll find out. 
Oh, it, maybe I'm totally wrong. I, I was just making an assumption that he seems like the kind of guy would want to have his hand in the cookie jar. But mm. yeah, you, you could be right. I, I really don't think. I think that he is as surprised as everyone else that he won the election. And he, uh, not for a minute throughout this entire thing, did he in his heart, if, if someone had kidnapped Donald Trump and held a gun to his head in like, I don't know, four days ago and said, answer honestly. Do you, do you think you will win this presidential election? Antron's here, I'll fucking kill you and your family. You go, no, of course not. Of course not. Do you finally need me to say it? Of course I'm not going to win. I've donated to the Clintons eight years ago. They asked me to run. You know, I'm not going to win. Like, they didn't ask him to run. I'm just, that would be a funny Maybe movie. Maybe they did. That, oh, man, this is, this is going to be a great comedy movie once enough time has passed that people aren't butthurt about it. That yeah. a very unpopular politician that's really ambitious is going to get one of her friends to be the competition. But then, to both of their dismay, you know, he's going out there saying ridiculous shit, trying to get people to dislike him, and then he ends up winning. That the ringer, the yeah, ring. Yes, yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, it, it, it goes, goes in there. Trump. Yeah. yeah, it goes trumped. Yeah, trumped. I, I, Ooh, yeah, good. yeah, that would be. What good. would the poster I, be? Oh, it'd just be uh, it'd just be a silhouette of an orange face. Uh, that, that's it. Just a silhouette of an orange face. I think he's toned that down. The uh, he looked very, he looked good today. If Donald Trump can look good sitting next to Obama, I, I can't he looked as good as he looked. Okay, but I'm certain that during the course of the campaign, from like primaries to the end, he he stepped from he went from like doing his own makeup to having a pro handle it or learning from a yeah, pro wait. or something. He definitely, oh, he definitely wait. is not doing his own. Um, yeah. oh, I don't, I, I don't, I mean. I think he was in charge of it um, uh, early on, and, and maybe he hired that guy. He's like, yeah, Jimmy from uh, The Apprentice. He always does my makeup. And they were like, Donald, normally on The Apprentice, we light you uh, with the same team that, that make it, does your makeup. This time around, we got NBC and CNN like shining some bright-ass lights on you to make you look bad. We got to do something about this. Your, your eyes are white. <laughs> and the rest yeah, of you is orange. He, yeah, he stops doing his makeup. I have bags, so it's clear to see. Like from the eyebrow to the to the bag area, he doesn't put makeup on there. It burns. Is that it's alcohol deal? based? So so yeah, I've had it. It, huh. it when they put it on me, they just put it on my fucking eyes, and it does burn. But it's alcohol based when they're spraying that stuff on with an airbrush, and so it immediately like evaporates off. I, it burns, it, and especially if you're doing it day and day and day day in day out. You know, I I would just I just got sprayed for like one day shoot or like a three day thing, and even afterwards I'd be like, dang, they, where they had that stupid fake scar, like I've got like, you know, the skin is peeling off now because if you put this fake scar on the same spot day after day and it's it's glue, um, yeah, that is, but the the alcohol based spray stuff burned around my the corners of my eyes and stuff. Maybe that's why I don't know. I had a um. A different experience with makeup. It was glorious. It, it, like there were two parts of it that I loved. One, just the the makeup, the brushes they use. Like I, I hadn't really worn makeup in my life, and it's so soft. It's like a pleasure to be touched by it. They hit me with an airbrush machine, and it's just like lovingly little on you. And I'm just like, oh, but I, I really. I, I don't think I'd like putting on makeup. I liked being babied by made up makeup. Yeah, it, like. There was just something like gentle, loving. I don't know what to call it, but like it's an Did enjoyable you start, experience to be made up. You're a happily married man, but mm -hmm. uh, pretty soon into the makeup process, I always fall in love with my makeup artist. I'm always like, 
yeah, she likes me a lot. Look at how she touches my face. <laughs> <laughs> she's over there like, next! <laughs> like, like, no, I had the opposite feeling. She probably didn't feeling. do it this way to the guy before. I, you know? no, yeah, she, it, the, the, she doesn't do his eye makeup like this. The monologue <laughs> in my head is she sees every flaw. Oh, yeah, she doesn't like that about me. She's, she's fixing it. Uh, right, she's, she noticed the pimple. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I thought yeah. my... I really liked my makeup artist on that, that last thing I did in L.A. Uh, she was about... She was my age exactly, uh, and she was blonde, and, uh, and and I liked her a lot. I liked her a lot, um, and, and I was talking to her every day. Uh, I, I really liked her a lot. Um, but but yeah, every day, you know, we're going in there. She's like, "You ready?" And and you know, you, you were talking about maybe like her. Oh, she sees this flaw. She sees that flaw. She was always like complimenting me. She's like, "Oh, this is nice here. Yeah, this fills in well. Looking good. All right. Yeah. Oh, look how real it looks." And it it, it was fun. I, I enjoyed that process. Uh, yeah. I always do. Another thing. Never had makeup put I was on with, me by um, some professional. There were a lot of girls, like, also having their makeup done and stuff. And they seemed to have, like, things to add and expertise. And they had been made up before. And because um, some of them been in, like, movies and stuff. And I'm You had just, nothing to add? Yeah, I'm just fucking, I don't know, enjoying it. Looks the good. Just sitting quiet. Oh, this is really nice. You seem nice. So. I like that. It, it's always nice when you have someone whose job seems to be just some one little avenue of your comfort. It's a. It, I always feel a little uncomfortable at first, and I'm like, look, I, I don't need that. But but then I start thinking about it. And it's like, wait a minute, that's their job. Telling them I don't need them is kind of an insult. It'd be like me like telling the guy who's over there like, you know, dry flying the plane or whatever. Hey, hey, I know you think you're doing a big job but the autopilot could get us there why don't you come sit back here with us take take a load off he'd be like this is my job i've trained for 25 years you know but and in the same regard like the girl who wants to come over there and rub suntan lotion on me and i'm just like you can just give me the bottle and she's just like nope come here (laughs) (laughs) this is a union job and only i can handle this Yeah, yeah exactly uh oh i have i don't have any good makeup tales sorry (laughs) no well, you should. You've been made up several times by your girlfriend. Oh, I just, I mean, I mean, I think that having a bunch of latex and sticky, awful Halloween makeup put all over me so is sticky. a little different than uh, having someone gingerly put, you know, predefined, beautifying makeup on me. That bald but, cap was so uncomfortable because your, your hair is mushed down and you'll get an itch and you cannot scratch it. You can't because there's a thing. There's a latex bald cap on. What if you scratch through it and ruin all that work? Because that, that thing's glued to your face and stuff. It's a whole thing. It was horrible. As I was sitting, because I did it right before PKA, I was sitting there for like two hours, just upset by it because I hate sitting still for that long, and just the feeling of stickiness and like residue and that that like uh, that stringy like when you peel that like plastic off of a, like a new computer or a new electronic, like that like little residue there. That's yeah. all over your face. It's there for days. I have a lot of hair on my body, and so it's just sticking in my hair. It was in my beard. It was on the back of my neck. The back of my neck it was just awful. It, it felt like someone just dripped hot glue all over it all night. I hated That's it. That's not pleasant. No, yeah. it's not. But uh, I'm sure that your way sounds fun. You know, <laughs> I have a, hot, have a, uh, a, a professional put, put makeup on me, make me look cute. Man, I could use some color. Especially with the way I do my lighting, which is just to, I could have leprosy and I'm so overexposed, you'd have no idea. But the, <laughs> <laughs> like red blotches all over my skin. Oh, but My lighting right now yeah. is on point. I don't know if you guys noticed, I've been looking you at look me great. all night. I am fantastic. Uh, what happened is, remember the PKN night where I had to shake Skype all night long so that you guys didn't freeze? 
maybe mm -hmm. more memorable for me than you. Well, it's turned out that I have to like change it now. Now Skype is on some other monitor and I'm watching you on OBS. And because of that, I have the red PKA background, which really just makes me glow. I have pretty much red lighting coming from this monitor, and I like what it does for me. I don't look this good in the summer. It is November. I have no tan left, and I look like this. It's, it's, we're not changing a thing about this. If it starts working I'm, again, I'm doing it this way still. I'm awful pale right now. I have me been... too. Doesn't look like it, does it? <laughs> but I'm yeah. fucking pale with red lights shining at me, and I love it. Love it. This is, this is good. I'm, I'm I remember one time. Pale. I remember one time I took my pale ass to the uh, the tanning bed. I was going to this gym and I had the membership and everything. And tanning came along with the gym membership. It was mm -hmm. like, hey, you, you want to tan? You tan. It was free. You know, it was included with the gym membership. So I was like, well, shit, it's right here. You know, I can work out. Then I'm not judging tan. you. You don't. You don't have to justify it. Oh, I'm okay. just, well, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not embarrassed by it. I'm just explaining. Okay. So I, you know, I'd work out and get and, and then I tan and then just one shower. It, it seemed like a great idea. And I remember I got in there and uh, I, I was in there for maybe seven nine minutes or something and my ass cheeks it turned out were the part of my body that had never been exposed to uv radiation and mm. just my ass cheeks what about your dick burnt i um i, I think i put a sock on my dick oh okay uh, yeah you, so, have to, you have to put your dick away so just my ass so they cheeks told me. <laughs> were so red <laughs> were, were yeah. you in so the, the a... tanning bed at the time or in the lobby I was. Turns out Barnes and Noble, McDonald's, all the same policy. <laughs> Please, sir, put your dick away. <laughs> Sorry, I, I came out that. of there. I came out of there, and and the girl who had like I had bought the tan from, I was like, my ass is burnt, and she's like, <laughs> I'm like, no, no, really, look at this, and and I showed her a little, and she's like, pull that down, and I showed her like half my ass cheek, and she was like, Donna, <laughs> Donna, and Donna comes we over. And Donna is as brown as a black man. <laughs> and she's like, damn! Oh, honey, you didn't put any goo on or whatever she said I should have put on first. And I'm like, I was only in there for seven minutes. She's like, ooh, that's going to hurt for a while. And sure enough, the whole ride home, I was like on my console, like trying to keep the weight off my ass cheeks because they hurt so much. I that's slept rough. on my stomach that night and I put that blue like aloe vera gel on my ass. <laughs> it hurt so much. And then much. you had to like watch TV laying on your stomach because you couldn't it, sit down with all the goop on your And it didn't tan. Ass. It didn't. It's not like my ass turned brown the next day. It stayed white. It just t turned real red and hurt like the dickens. Mm -hmm. I, uh... I just go straight to red and then peel and then back to pale. <laughs> when I was 15-ish maybe? Um, I got into cycling, like riding my bike, and my father liked it too. And he was always like the bigger, stronger guy. And somewhere around that age, I passed him. And we had one day where we rode our bike like 140 miles. And um, that was the day that I like athletically passed my father. Anyway, on the way home, for like the last, I don't know, 70 miles or something, I, had, I took my shirt off. So mm. this is, um, you know, for, it's like a, like a Tour de France style bike. You know, I'm, I'm leaning forward and whatever. The sun yeah. just beat on my back. back. Oh. So I got home and it's burnt. And I'm like, yeah, it hurts. It hurts. Over the next couple days, like, I was probably 80% covered with blisters on my back. And some of them, like, so bad. a centimeter thick. Like, so big, bad. bad ones. And uh, you know, at one point, something happened. Like, I just got like, hit. And ah. like, the skin all tore and started leaking, and like the the pain was full. You know, whatever the maximum amount of pain skin can make you all feel, of it maxed it out. 
And uh, like a burn would not have been any worse. I guess it was a burn, but you know, like a, a fire burn would not have hurt anymore. I felt all the pain. It was uh, it was really bad. It, it took like ten days to stop hurting. Like it was that's it was fucked ages. Yeah, I, I've um I, I've seen girls that let, that would like ride a motorcycle on the you know like double you know right. and, and that, from that leaning forward your shirt comes up and so like your lower back gets burnt really bad. Um, it's a yeah, I hate some trans stamp. It's like the tramp yeah. too. Yeah, a little bit. I uh, I haven't gotten sunburned uh, in a while, real bad. Like I always forget to put sunscreen on where we're gonna be outside all day. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I try to do my best to like throw a can in the car and really put some SPF 70 on or something and and, and just do it all day. Uh, Cause I burn, I burn. I up. can't even remember the last time I put on any sunblock at all. I usually just, I always realize like eight hours into whatever vacation I go on, it's like, well, I'm already so fucking burned at this point. I'm just. I'd really just be mulching over ground that I already missed. So uh, whatever. Like I'll just bring an umbrella. Yeah, every so often you can tell Taylor has some farmer in him, right? <laughs> you know, like <laughs> every so often I'm uh, mulching over the ground and the wheat or some fucking thing. I don't know. <laughs> the ground Father the was wheat, an accountant. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't really understand your mulch talk. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you lots, lots of mulch folk in Missouri. You I know, bet. Mulch is one of our biggest exports. I saw uh, Trump went to Not Missouri. Trump. I saw that. Uh, I, I watched that come in. It, Who did? It's Trump. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. They were yeah. pretending like Missouri was going to be a flip state the whole time. And I actually believed it. Like, man, is Missouri going to go blue? And then not even close. A sweeping victory for every single Republican yeah. on the ticket. Like, And I checked oh, that the was propositions the and no higher taxes for cigarettes. The, uh, so I noticed that, that one of the things that they were saying was Trump had coattails. Trump brought along the the rest of his Republicans, uh, despite the fact that they wouldn't work with him or work for him. You know, he brought them along anyway on the ticket. And uh, so now we've got the executive branch, the the, uh, legislative branch, and soon to be the judicial branch will all be Republican. The entire our new governor, uh, Eric Greitens, is like a guy who rode those coattails. His campaign ad, what got me to end up voting for him, he's an ex-Navy SEAL, like good looking, like looks like a military white guy. Was he the guy with and, a minigun? Yes, his entire <laughs> first ad was him sitting at a minigun in some Missouri field, just shooting around, and it's like slow mo of the bullets, and it's just like overlay of like corruption, you know, uh, the establishment, liberals. Uh, we need more guns. Uh, <laughs> vote Greitens, you know, and it was like a really intense, like cool ad of just a guy. Really not making a lot of points. Just more like, <laughs> look at look at this big ass gun. Look <laughs> look at my gun and tell me you don't want to vote for me. And you know he won by a huge amount. There was a Democrat who was pro gun, and I think I have the story right. Tell me if I, if you guys know better. And um, he did this cool ad where I think he disassembled and reassembled an M M sixteen AR fifteen blindfolded. Mm-hmm. Did you guys see this ad? I, I didn't. Oh, it was really cool, and he did it with proficiency that I couldn't match. I don't, I don't want to talk to you. I, I don't know. I, 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 I was going to say like, I, Kyle can with do this blindfold thing, on? but blindfolded. Yeah. And, uh, apparently this guy's ex military and he's basically the ad I took away from it was I'm a Democrat, but I like guns and I'm pretty good with them. And, uh, he still lost, but yeah, I because think that's that, not a good issue for his, the people who like the Republicans are going to be like, Oh, that's neat that he likes guns too. I'm still going to pick the other guy who's a, who I know loves guns. 
Like, yeah, I would vote for a guy like that because guns are yeah, one of the main issues that the Demo- where the Democrats lose me. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's where you're losing me, guys. That and your social justice warrior bullshit. You know, like like uh, if we can all be equals. And I can have my guns. I'm on board with that ticket pretty much. You know, I I just want to be left alone. The social justice stuff. So I hate it as much as anybody I know. Um, But I feel like it's not our politicians doing it. I don't feel like Obama's. Obama beats those guys down. Bill Maher beats those guys down. Hillary Clinton, I didn't see her propping up social justice stuff. You know, Bernie Sanders might love him and swim in his sea of social justice. Well, no, she she definitely did. Like, oh. one of the, like, key things of a social justice warrior is that they are, you know, lightning quick to respond to any criticism, any uh, critique with racist, sexist, bigot, homophobe, all the isms, all the ists, you're a bad person, shut up. That's and she did that point. multiple times. She, she, she called people deplor. She called all of Trump's or many Trump supporters racists. And another thing she did is she they, they'd ask her a question and she'd be like, "I'm a girl or I'm a woman. You know, is there any bigger outsider than me, a woman? Yeah, you know, it, it's <laughs> not even PC culture as much. Well, yeah, I guess it is. I guess that's the best way to put it. Never mind. Mm. Never mind. I was about so, to- yeah, maybe she's more guilty than I gave her credit for. I, I just, in my head, though, like the, the Democratic leadership isn't doing that. It's just there's a wing of them that are in crazy town. And there's a wing of crazy town Republicans. Without of course. But they all do. But there, there is, it's, it's definitely pushed by that side. It's that side that enables it. When, you know, a bunch of supporters of a politician on, you know, from Hillary Clinton are screaming at rallies that people are racists and rapists or whatever, it's it's fine. People aren't upset by it. You know, or people are upset by it, but the media doesn't care. But it's it's just a profound double standard that people are really tired of, and I think that's obviously reflected in in how people voted. He won. He won. Yeah. He I hope won. he got the popular vote. I hope he got the popular vote because we'll I see. We'll I see. do too. Projected I, it, but we'll see. I mean, I didn't want him to be president, but I really don't want a president that lost the popular vote again. You know what? I wanted to. I want a little taste of, of vengeance. I want uh, the next time that someone that the 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 left is bucking up against him or in Congress or wherever. I wanted to pull that line that Obama pulled out way back. And, hey, I won. I got a. And, and remember when he said, "I got a pen and I got a telephone." You know, <laughs> I want some stuff like that. I want him to rub it in their face a little, like 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 when when they're like, "Well, we're not going along." I won. Get over it. it I'm in charge now. It, I want a little bit of that because he did win fair and square. You know, there's no bullshit about this. It, it does feel a little better if he gets the popular vote, but it doesn't matter. Like you said, like Clinton can go rule fantasy land with Gore with her popular vote. <laughs> you know, like like I'm I'm sure that's a wonderful place, um, but that ain't where we live. Yeah, I want to change the rules. I think that I think that'd be good. For I'm down with that too. America, yeah. and, I, and I think it'd be good for the world. But um, yeah, he won. The the thing about Obama saying that that was I felt like they challenged whether he won a whole lot more. They challenged whether he was even American and where he was born and you know a lot of I don't know. We'll see what they keep if they I think the Trump protests die down in a day or two and, and We can all blame this on Seth Meyers, of course. Seth Meyers, what'd he do? Seth Meyers mocked Obama or mocked uh, 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 Trump at the White House correspondence dinner back That's in right. like 2012, <laughs> and uh, and every I, I was reading the whole thing about this today about someone else was making this point. It, you know, everyone laughed at him. You know, he's a billionaire. He's got a beautiful wife. He's powerful. He's rich. He's famous. But here are his uh, uh, contemporaries laughing in his face in a public 
uh, wait, billionaires are laughing at him. Celebrities are laughing at him. Politicians are laughing at him. Average Joe is laughing at him. Every joke is just just rubbing in his face, and and his face is just. Yeah, he did not fury. take it well. He's fury. He didn't chuckle. He did not like it one bit. And I think that that was when, and the the guy on Reddit thought that that was when it all started. He was like, "All right, we'll see about this," and and, and that started his uh, little path to the White House. Now, whether or not he thought he'd get there. Whether or not he thought that just going out there and and uh, and competing would be enough to get the respect that he thought he deserved, uh, who knows? Um, it, it, you really got to believe that he didn't think he was going to be president. But. It happened and it's real, but it does blow me away that Donald Trump is on the same list as Lincoln, Washington, FDR, Truman, like, like. But also guys like Taft, I, you know, I, I, that's the list. You know, like it's like, incredible. It's hard when he's I saw forty fifth person, forty fifth person on that list, and that will never change. I have seen people That's, talk about like it's having weird. to pinch themselves to 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 believe it's real. There were a couple times last night I didn't pinch myself, but I'm watching this and I'm like, is this real? How can this be real? It doesn't feel real. It feels like you know aliens have came or a meteor just hit Europe. It, it, this seems like some shit that yeah, it's possible, but. God, that ain't going to happen this century or even next century. Maybe in 10,000 years, a meteor will hit Europe and destroy it, but not now. But fucking Donald Trump won Tuesday, and he is the president of the United States for four more years. And it is just incredible. Wild. It's it's wild. wild. It's I, so I really absurd. hope the Republicans put someone better up in four years, but I really don't think they will because... Yeah, that's that's a guaranteed way to lose an election is be like, hey, Paul Ryan. all those people who liked Trump, uh, we're also nominating uh, Paul Ryan. And then Trump's going to go, I'm 74. Fuck you. I'm running in the Trump party. You know, <laughs> you, you want to you know, cheat me. Enjoy your loss, idiot. Now I'll be that, dead in six months. Is Trump going to run? Well, we'll see. I, I think there's a real he chance suggested. that he'll just run once. I think you think. No, I'm not saying I predict, but I like with most presidents, it's a lock. They're trying to get eight years. Trump might not try to get eight years. He suggested it. Um, he, he said, you know, over the next uh, d coming days and over the next four years, and hey, maybe over the next eight years, we're going to be making a lot of changes. We're going to be, you know, and he went on with this spiel. So he did throw that out we're there, but I'm with you, you know. We're going to take all the bad things and make them good. We're going to take all the good things and we're going to make them great like they used to be. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, <laughs> You know what? The fact that Trump won the presidency means that maybe, just maybe, on this show, I haven't fucked over my own chances of being president. You know, if, if the nation can overlook grandma by the pussy, they can overlook vaginas are built for sex. Yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the built for rape and the, uh, <laughs> uh, I actually know Robin Williams. That might be your undoing really, because people like Robin Williams. Uh, yeah, Donald Trump never said anything about Robin Williams. Yeah, that's um, true. Uh, that's Rosie O'Donnell isn't quite as beloved as as uh, as he is. Rosie O'Donnell. Oh, you know, I always got Rose Rose uh, Rosie O'Donnell and Roseanne Barr mixed up just because yeah. I just like they're both heavier white Bad women. brunette I, comedians. I, I, I didn't watch their com comedies really, but Roseanne I just assumed Barr. they were. I, I assumed like I kind of lumped them together. Like oh, I'm sure they both are kind of in that same you know pro Hillary kind of camp. I followed oh. Roseanne Barr on Twitter like a month ago. She is she was so deep into the trump train 
that I couldn't believe it. She was so pro-Trump. Every fucking 45 seconds, Roseanne Barr is tweeting something poorly, uh, bad grammar and spelling, and then like an old meme about how Hillary is Satan. Or like Roseanne tweeting, tweeting pictures of like that, you know, that skull head that they showed, like the Podesta, you know, that that lady, that creepy spirit cooking skull head, like Photoshop yeah. pictures of like Hillary, like licking blood from like it, just crazy nonsense. It's like, this is Roseanne Barr. She must, I don't, who, what did Hillary Clinton do to her? Roseanne is a very smart uh, lady, uh, very business savvy and very hardworking. And she's conservative, it seems, you know, she's, she was living in, she was extremely poor. Uh, extremely poor, as poor as her Roseanne character was, and then she just said, you know what, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian, and she just did it. And then she said, uh, and then they gave her a show, and she was like, uh, I want control of this show, though. This is going to be the Roseanne show. And they're like, well, I guess. And then she she was a, the complete show boss over there until Tom Arnold got involved. Um, I, I got a lot of respect for Roseanne as a businesswoman and as a, a hard worker. Uh, I, I've seen a lot of stuff about her. Now, she got yeah. crazy. Uh, and she is. Yeah, crazy I, I didn't now. know about any of that. I'm just saying that she is. A, she's an entertaining follow on Twitter. There you yeah. go. Oh, I also uh, this guy Bill Mitchell, who was like one of the guys I was following from like the far right. Just like I followed like a Sally Cohen or whoever on the left to see what they're both saying. He was the one the entire election going. These polls are bullshit. It says it's Democratic plus ten. They're undersampling independents and ascribing their uh, votes less evenly than what it should be. This is bullshit. This is rigged. And a couple times throughout the campaign, I tweeted at him making fun of him that he was going to be like, oh, uh, I don't remember what I said exactly, but like, dude, you're going to be backing down from this so hard. Suddenly it's all going to be still rigged and you're going to be saying, oh, now it's the beginning of our revolution, like the Bernie people said, because, you know, that now this is your job being on the Trump train. So you have to keep your job going. That's how you're making money and selling books and shit. And I just kind of just said that to him. And I tweeted an apology <laughs> in the, right after the election, as he was tweeting, like, yep, uh, Pennsylvania did exactly what I said it would do. Uh, all of these states are doing exactly what I said it would do. And it was like, this is this is crazy that this guy was like, he was wrong about some polls because a lot of the polls were right. Not every poll was wrong. Just a lot of very, very important swing state polls. You know, the mm -hmm. ones that there's an incentive to buy bias are wrong. But that I couldn't believe it. I, I look at I looked every time that guy's tweet would pop up. I'd always be like, oh, what's he going to say now? Can but we watch this he ended up yes, I like now. anything Thug Life. I'll watch absolutely. It's, I'm uh, cute at zero. I hope it's the one I think. Oh, it I, is. I talk so much shit to you on Twitter. Oh, stop it! Who's playing? Well, it auto plays. Uh, I, I got it. I'm paused. All right, queue right. up at zero. Um, I need to fix your cameras, but ready, set, play. I talk so much shit to you on Twitter, and you never blocked me, and now I'm a fan. You can kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 Who's Michael Bisping? Fighter. He's a UFC fighter. And somehow that's uh, like in my head what it's like when you meet this guy. Like, hey, I treated so much shit to you, and it turns out you're great. Kiss my ass. That's great. Let's talk UFC 205 or one of whatever it is. 205. You want to hear something that not a lot of people know? Eddie Alvarez yeah, I don't know is going to win, baby. Eddie Alvarez uh, is going to kick Conor McGregor's ass. Uh, why does no one know about that but you? Because uh, Conor McGregor is... You don't make a lot of money betting against Conor McGregor. But this time, Eddie Alvarez eats Southpaws for lunch, baby. 
Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. It, 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 so you think maybe? Wonder, wonder what the betting line is. Do you think you've got some uh, some expertise here, and maybe you could make a little little, little scratch betting uh, betting Eddie Alvarez? Well, the to... thing is, if I do that, I might lose it. So I don't. <laughs> you know, I, I've never bet on a UFC fight. There are a few things that sometimes I'm like, this is such a slam dunk. It makes it fun. Have you ever bet on a sporting event and then watched it? I a know you don't gamble, ago, but... but yeah, like I was thinking of betting ten grand because I was like, dude. Why are people even still taking money for this? It's so obvious, like, how this is going to come out. And then Hillary lost, right? (laughs) I swear to God, I was thinking that, too. I I thought the exact same shit, and I'm so glad I didn't do anything. I was was driving around, and I was like, I don't care what the line is. Five grand on Hillary seems fucking smart. It just seems fucking smart. Like, maybe I should just do that. Maybe I should. So glad I didn't do that. Yeah, dude, there are guaranteed a ton of people out there who put who lost a ton of money on this. So a guy who won, he won like thirty grand. Uh, uh, he posted his little receipt on Reddit. He bet eight grand on. Uh, it, it looked like he had bet eight grand on Trump to win, and he was taking out like thirty-two five or something. I, That's pretty awesome. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't bet because uh, I find that the sting of defeat is worse than the, uh, the taste of victory. Nothing crazy, certainly not 10000 but I, I guarantee that if you put $100, which is just barely more than the cost of the event itself to watch it, on Eddie Alvarez, watching the fight is just more fun. It's just more it fun. You've got a, little, you got a little, uh, little something in the game. I know like there have been football games and Super Bowls that I just didn't have a guy in the fight. You know, I don't care about New England. I don't care about the Eagles. Those aren't my teams, but the Falcons aren't in there. So, like, putting 100 bucks on the Patriots or 100 bucks on the Giants always makes that a more I, enjoyable I, I don't care if I win $100, and I don't care if I lose $100. Like, it, it, for me to get the kind of thrill that you're talking about, and God, I sound like an asshole, but it would have to be something that, that, <laughs> that stings or, like, means something, you know? Now, like, I've been wanting to bet... Things that aren't monetary. If you recall, just the other night, uh, Taylor and I were Taylor, uh, who owes me twenty dollars uh, because he thought Clinton would win. Um, I tried to uh, get him to bet me. I was like, if you're yeah. giving away money, like <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Trump had already but won, was, like Wisconsin and Michigan, and, he's, and, and, and Taylor's still taking bets. <laughs> yeah, I, no, I was, I was like, I'll take, like it, it looked to us like it had, I, like, like us looking at counties and stuff. Like as far as I was concerned, he'd won them. Um, but, but, but I was like, I I told Taylor, you know, I kind of had a similar thing. I was like, I don't really need 20 more dollars. I didn't say it. I I didn't want to sound like an asshole. Right. Who would say that? (laughs) Yeah. Only you. I was just thinking of the lowest amount of money you can bet where it's not like, Hey, I'll bet you three bucks. Like it just sounds (laughs) something ridiculous. She owes me five. Uh, so, so I I was like, (laughs) I really don't want 20. I want, uh, I want you to drink titty milk. Right. And he was like, no, absolutely not. I will not drink another human being's bodily fluids. And, and, and I'm just. I remember I that we rat, had a I, whole conversation like, but it's food. It's food. <laughs> I, I can't, I don't it's understand. Food. Like, I don't think that it's in any way cheating or, or, or like dubious in that regard at all. It's just, I don't understand why that, the cheating topic ever even got brought up because clearly the, the, the gross part about this is drinking some stranger's tit milk. I know right? my wife. Drinking not to somebody's, me, I, not to me. If I could buy it at the, the store, I would. No, I would not. That's it's, dude, not. It's way less gross milk. than cow milk. Yeah, no, they, they keep those cows under control. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they do. What do you mean control? Like, like no. are you worried? Did you see the diet of those women on that website? They're vegan. That's Even worse, probably shitty milk. milk. Probably That's weak good. milk for weak babies. Vegan. You're, not, you're a grown man. You don't need power milk. <laughs> I don't need power milk, but <laughs> I mean, if it were power milk, maybe I'd do it. 
<laughs> Come on, it'll help with your it'll help with your language skills and uh, and, and and get you crawling faster. I hear. I am totally buy, down uh, to drink that stuff. I will. Dr- I think it would be skin. so funny as a bit if all of us had some. Chiz said he will come on the show and drink it. I think. I know he said he'll he drink would it. Not come on the show. I, uh, that's why. Yeah, that's why I say. It's I know he said he's drinking. Movie night tradition now. Oh, <laughs> every Thursday, another got, movie. Chiz's excuses are always so funny. It's uh, it'll be like third. It'll be like let's call it Monday night. And Taylor and I will be like, hey, do you want to play uh, play some Civilization with us tonight? And he'll be like, oh, I got a stream to do on Wednesday night. And I really need to be uh, setting my, uh, my 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 computer up for that. So, this is nah. not a joke. This is an actual excuse that he gave. That's literally <laughs> what happened. He was like, "No, tomorrow night, or maybe it was the night after. I've got a stream to do, and so I got to set stuff up. Can't play tonight." It was that he had a stream like sixty hours from now, <laughs> and so I have to get set up for that. It's like, Chiz, like you, what in God's name are you talking about? Just come play Call of Duty with us. Like, it's it's gonna be fine. You'll ha- you'll get your stream set up. What Are would you busy? I say in that situation? You would just say no. No thanks. You'd say no thank you. And we'd say okay. <laughs> see, see how that conversation goes? I guess Woody doesn't want to play. Yeah. <laughs> Not, oh man, but I have to go oil my paramotor hinge. And I have to go, uh, you know, grease the wheels on my uh, lawnmower fleet. Like, no, you don't, you don't need to make stuff up. You just say no. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you is good. I like the thank yeah. you. Yes, yeah. it's, it's gracious. Yeah, so uh, when he, while he did say that he would drink the titty milk, um, I don't know that he would come on the show and drink it, but I think it would be so funny to drink it. Um, I, and I would make chocolate milk out of it, you know, put some, put some uh, what do you call that stuff, that, that Nestle Quick in Ovaltine. there. And, and Yeah, yeah. Ovaltine, I think, is more of a northern thing. Like, we, I only ever heard of Ovaltine because of Jerry Seinfeld. Um, it was always Nesquik for us. The, the, uh, sure. If you're looking at it from the top down, it's the oval-shaped little container of Blue chocolate top, powder. Yellow that, container. Yeah, we had it yeah. all. Yeah. I've got these, uh, these, these old home videos of, of me when I'm like three years old or something like that, and I'm like sitting on the countertop with a thing of Nesquik, and I've gotten into it with like a spoon, and I put a whole spoonful of powdered chocolate in my mouth, and I'm just like... <laughs> Dude, I look forward <laughs> to like every season. I, I look forward to fall. I enjoy the fall. I... I I will say I had a little, I had more than my fill of summer this summer, but um, yeah, like, fuck summer. I, 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 right now I'm, I'm almost excited. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do summer better this year. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be wonderful. But when it was like a hundred for like 15 days in a row, or not even, it doesn't have to be a hundred. It could be 87 and feel like 106 or something. Impressive. It, it was too much for me. It was too much for me. And then one thing I talked about this before, it set me the fuck off. When some guy was like, Woody, you'd look better in your vlogs if you wore a shirt like this. And it was a red and black flannel shirt like I wore in my Halloween costume a year and a half ago. Yeah. Dude, it's 100 every day. Do you want me to wear flannel? Yeah. <laughs> I, I tell you what. I tell you what. I think you would enjoy some of some of the moisture wicking technology mm-hmm, shirts. Mm-hmm. Um, there's two different kinds. There's one that's such thin material that it makes everyone look like they got man boobs. I don't like that. It's... It's it's thin, it's exactly so thin yeah. that it like that the material like cups under any kind of cleavage that you've got, and uh, and I don't care for that. But then there's a there's another kind of dry fit stuff that's um that it feels like regular shirt, 
but it really wicks the moisture away. I think it maybe Hanes makes it or something like that, but they're like normal t-shirts that, that keep so you dry and cool. I sewed a uh, I sewed just a shirt together out of some MeUndies that I ordered. Works great. Oh, wow. It's With the Modal. Modal. Yeah. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> great. I think I, I made that out of like birchwood bark or it, something. Sometimes I find like a piece of clothing that I like and then I'm like, all right, we're going to need 18 of these. You know, yeah. I did that with my socks. I, 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 my socks was like 28 pairs of socks. I was just like, fuck it. We're throwing away all the socks, all those whites that are mostly similar, but nearly impossible to match. Ah, no. Apocalypse. It's sock apocalypse. And, and we just got rid of all of them. We got in 24, 28 pairs of socks, something like that. And now they just match easily and, and it's better. And I dry have fit. a dream. That someday I will be able to empty out my dryer and not have to pair a single sock because they're all the same. Do it. They're all the same. Do yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just. But this there are times where I need other socks. I, I have. You know, I actually have two kinds of socks right now. Uh, there's some long. There's some taller ones I like wearing under boots. They're just for winter, more or less. And then I have the like ankle high ones that I wear all summer. Two. I wear shoes a lot. Thousand of these black ankle socks. Do you see that? And then a bunch of. Oh, it's just a just a regular ankle sock. Ah, yeah, mine's yeah. slightly taller. Yeah, very low. I like step. it like that. Mm -hmm. And other than that, it's just like those goofy colored work socks, uh, like business socks. I don't mind those because those are very easy to pair. So when I do have to buy like professional socks, I get like crazy ones where it's like, oh, the one with the you know guy shaking the maracas on it. Okay, that goes with the other fucking guy shaking the maracas. As opposed like, to like, uh, oh, what kind of lattice work is if that? All your socks had maraca shakers. <laughs> no, then you don't even have to pair. Yeah, that's, I, uh, that's our life. Our, our, we have a standard. If we find a sock, I'm sorry, Kyle, you can't get it, that is not uh, like fitting with, a, with the standard, it is ousted. I don't know how it survived this long. It's not allowed to be here. I like my winter socks. Um, I've got lots of really nice wool socks and like ski socks and stuff that just feel nice on your feet and keep you cold. Speaking of that, I think I'm going to go to Colorado for Thanksgiving. Uh, oh, really? I don't know if. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. Uh, I'm sorry, Same place about as you were last time? Maybe I was talking about Chiz about the, that the other day. He's like, he's like, we should go back to Colorado sometime. Like, I'm down. Uh, I, I had a great time last time. If you, if either of you want to come, uh, I, I think it'd be fun. Um, I, I, I have not to. Not necessarily. Yeah. I've just got you know, like I don't care. Like, like, like I don't. For me, because Thanksgiving isn't a thing for me, really. Like, like as a kid, it, most of the holidays stopped when I became an adult. You know, we, we, it was important to get the family together and have a turkey, but not no longer. So, like, my, my, you know, I. I just don't care. So I, I know that doesn't apply to er anyone and everyone, but basically I'd like to go to Colorado where it's cold and real winter with snow. Cause we don't get that here in Georgia. Certainly not like in Colorado. It's, it's like, for me, it's, it's just such a different environment and I love everything about that, about it there. The views are incredible. It seemed like you could drive 10 miles down, not even that from where we were staying. The view out my window was gorgeous. You know, I think I showed through my laptop. I was just like, look at this. Like, like it's just snow and mountains. There's no one within five miles of us. Uh, but then you, you drive 10 miles down the road, and we, we're on a mountain. You know, you can see for 150 miles of clear, clear air, and you're at high altitude, and it's, it's a wonderful place. I like it a lot. Um, so, so I'm, I'm going to go back this month, maybe, next month, early next month. So if either of you would like to come, we could arrange some sort of a – a trip. I'm sure Chiz would love to go. Um, you know, rent a car. I doubt. You know, I don't know who else would want to go. Like I don't know if kids would want to come like along. To do something. You know. They, yeah. They, um, they... You know. Um, I I can't. I, I don't want to ski, but I'd love to snow. Uh, like snow. Um, not snowboard, snowmobile. but like uh, 
snowmobiling would be very fun. Also, like sledding or tubing, uh, anything in the snow. I'm down like with I, all those things. Uh, you know, last time we had like a big inflatable sort of lake toy that you would ride behind, ride on, and we drag it behind uh, our friend's SUV. Um, just up and down our long, we had a really long driveway at the place we rented out, and it was so much fun. I think Kitty uploaded some video of like me and Chiz it. riding that thing and like One taking big curiously falls. Curiously close to death, like like in yeah, hindsight, looked, like he was four inches from that mailbox. Yeah, it looked real bad, <laughs> didn't it? Um, and and um, I almost wrecked the car one time, semi on purpose. Everyone you know, was it was just laughing and playing, and they don't know Chiz just nearly died. Like yeah, yeah the dude. whole day would have been, or at least the afternoon would have been ruined. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm sure they have fun oh, things to forever. do. <laughs> um, I'll say it, we stayed in Telluride last time, or, or like near Telluride. Uh, it was a 20, 30 minute drive into town, but you know, every day we wake up good and early and. And then we ride into town together, and you don't mind that 30-minute drive. But, but there's like a restaurant there that's like gourmet food. I remember every day we got something different, and it was so good that after we'd finish our meal, we'd be like, could I get this another order of this, but like to go so that it can be my dinner too? Um, so, And the people there are so nice, uh, very polite, and it's, it, it's a touristy yeah. kind of – they're all high. <laughs> it's a touristy kind of environment, but I don't feel like a tourist like I do in maybe Myrtle Beach or Miami or – or New York, I don't feel like I'm out of place and juxtaposed and they're looking at me like an outsider. It's like, hey, welcome welcome to our beautiful state. This is what we do here. Come on, let me show you what's wonderful about it. You know, everybody we met there wanted to share share with us what was great about Colorado. You know, whether it was the, the gourmet fish taco place down the street or the, you know, oh, go up that chairlift. It doesn't even matter if you ski. You got to see that view. You know, everybody was cool. So Colorado's I'm going back to Colorado. State. Yeah, I'm going back very soon if any of you would like to go with me. Cheap flights, you know. Now would be the time to book, and uh, and uh, it's it's only like a two hour flight. We should lock in some dates. I, uh, that would be. Fun. I am how, hyper well, how, flexible. How long go, until uh, it's snowing? It, now it's Colorado, right? It's it's snowing now. I bet. No, I would bet in no way. Hmm. I, I, I mean, think like, so. I thought it was still really warm everywhere. I don't know shit. <laughs> I don't know how to spell Telluride. T e l l u r i d e. And we don't have to go to Telluride. We could probably go right outside of Denver. See, going to Telluride, I don't remember our main, the main reason we went there. Maybe we were trying to be close to someone or something. But it did require, like, me driving through the night on icy roads. And it, I'm so proud of my driving. I, I wish I'd had a camera to show you the shit I did that night. So I looked at the Telluride forecast, and I'm like, Taylor is right. 60, 53, 50, 50, 55, et cetera. A week from now, 31 and snowing. So. Oh, wow. I didn't. The skiing is incredible there, and I will go to the ski places with anyone who wants to do it. Are you, you know, good at skiing? I, I have that ankle thing. I, 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 I just, look, Are I would love skiing, to. Taylor? I'm pretty good. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not like great, but I can go down blacks just fine. That's I can go I down am. runs with, with moguls on it just fine. Like I'm living in Missouri. Been. There weren't it's, a ton of opportunities, but like if you can skate, so cool. if you can skate, you can ski. It like the learning curve. If you know how to skate on ice skates and you try to ski, you're immediately ten steps ahead of everyone around you because you have that same kind of movement to push back and get it going, and the same kind of steering uh, maneuvers. Slide it's a little, stop, a little yeah. bit different. Slide to a stop, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm I, pretty. Uh, I, I of course didn't ski, but what we did do was take the chairlift. It's not a chairlift. It's a gondola. We got in the gondola, and the gondola goes on this, like, 
I'm gonna say 15 hey, minutes. Georgia, of gondola that's an ride. exotic word. The gondola. Ooh, oh, the gondola. No, it's from a movie. I, I can't okay. remember what movie. Yeah, that <laughs> I thought you gondola. were saying it like it was really fancy too. Yeah. No, yeah, no. That's my impression. Like it's a hamburger. Like the, hamburger. No, or this thing. box <laughs> is, you know. I, I can't remember the movie, but it's Frenchy like a Ricardo Montalban <laughs> accent. Hamburger the gondola. I will take you on adventures. So we get on the gondola and we go up the mountain. And the higher you go, it's just, you know, it's Colorado. It's mount, it's snowy mountain peaks everywhere that are gorgeous. And you can see for the longest, longest ways. It's, uh, it's outstanding. And you're looking down at the skiers. And you can definitely pick apart the guys who were top tier and then mid tier and then just learning. And there was this thing where, man, if you go over that, you just go down a cliff, right? And we were just fascinated watching each person come down and get ever closer to that edge because that was the line. And, and it was it, if you fell off, you wouldn't fall to your death, but you'd tumble a little bit and have to like kind of crawl your way back up the hill. And uh, we watched and we watched, and sure enough, somebody cuts the line too hard and like, and down through the bushes he goes. It was very entertaining. But anyway, we get to the top of the... So we, we went all over, uh, ride the gondola over the chairlifts. It, actually, they run parallel. So there's chairlifts going up to ski, but the gondola is taking you over the mountain and down to this, like, I don't know what to call it, like like a village where, like, uh, there's there, there was ice skating there. There was, um, you know, all it, it was lots of restaurants and uh, and shopping and stuff. And everybody there seemed very rich. The, the houses there were in the millions and millions, like all of them were. Because uh, there's like people who like live there, like in the seemingly in the middle of the, the like the ski slopes, in the same way that maybe you'd live on a golf course. It was like, well, shit, he lives right fucking there. Like Aspen was this, like this, that. Very cool stuff. You know, you saw a lot of crazy, crazy wealthy people, and since you're going over in the gondola, you can kind of see their backyard and see the see their and toys. Then, you know, you in, in Aspen, I um I went to Zillow because I was like, all right, all right, all right, I know these places are expensive, but like. You know, what can How you expensive. get for this or what can you get for that? Not a lot. No, 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 no. It's it, it it's very expensive there. And and oh, my God, it, the, I, maybe if you live in a cold climate, this is normal to you. But the heated sidewalks blew me away. The, the idea that like, ah. oh, it's, it's starting to flurry. Let's flip the light switch so that we don't get snow accumulation on our sidewalk. And you know, you're walking down the sidewalks. You can clearly see which ones are heated, and then it's like you fucking peasant. Really? You just gonna shovel the next day? You know, yeah. <laughs> like I'm walking in two inches of snow here. You know, flip yeah. the switch. I, I don't have time to be shuffling. I'm making money on the market right now. Right now, I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm betting. I'm, I'm doing things. You know, that's the kind of person I imagine who has a heated driveway. The uh, but, oh, that uh, blues coach had a heated driveway. The one who, when my mom backed through his yard and ruined a lot of his grass. Uh, I I thought that was a very novel thing, being like, hey, there's a lot of snow on the ground, and, and it's fine right there, exactly where you want the snow not to be. It's not there. <laughs> it's amazing. I, yeah. I, uh, well, I would, um, ideally, the, the kind of trip that I would like to do would be like fly out on like a, maybe do the show and then fly out the next day or, or, or maybe do the, I don't know, maybe we could do the show there. But I'd like to stay for a while, like like not two weeks, of course, but five days something like that because i think we stayed last time maybe four full days and man at the last day i was like man i wish we had one more day i, I wish we could stay a little longer like wh why do we have to go home can't we just stay well no the tickets the, the tickets i'm like, ah, not the tickets like i, I wanted i wanted to stay it was so great i i, I loved it there it does um, sound so, like fun 
So I'd like to, you know, rent a car. Um, I, I don't need to go to Telluride because I'm not the skier. Um, but, but if you guys want to ski, I fully support that, and I'll drive four hours for better skiing for the rest of the group, despite the fact that I'll be watching. Why don't um, you give it a go? Is it I'll give it a go. Ankles? I'll do that. Yeah, well, yeah. Fuck it. I yeah, interrupt? I'll go. I'll, yeah. I've seen him give it a go before, and there's just – it's painful for him, and I think it's – not a worthwhile effort. I'll try to snowboard because I've never done that. I've never tried snowboarding. Um, I know it's harder. Out. Yeah. Or maybe I'll get some ankle wraps because because it, it, it hurts the inside of my ankle. I feel like it's I feel like the inside of my ankle is always being forced against hard steel. Snowboard it, boots are much more flexible, I and mean, some people even wear like regular boots that you might own now. It, it's not ski boots are yeah like bullet ski boots are very uncomfortable. Snowboarding boots are just like big soft comfy boots yeah you might yeah, not have the i'll definitely issue. give it a go i won't be a jerk and like have fun guys i'm gonna sit here and, and drink or whatever like like i'll definitely uh give it a go if there's skiing to and be I'll, done I'll i just go in the other no direction. i'm not so attached to skiing that i'm like why waste our time sledding i'll sled i, don't give a fuck. I would love to sled it was hard <laughs> to find a place that was real sledding though because i want like adult sledding and it seems like it, sledding is a kid's thing um, but but in my head, I want to be like, <laughs> just you know so what I want to do like fucking wind. I want to like go back in the summer and do the mountain biking shit. You know that you you see like GoPro videos of. I, yeah. Uh, for some reason, I watch it like the GoPro videos, and in spite of the fact that I've ridden a bike practically none in the last thirty years, I'm like I could do that. You know, all right, I won't do the flip. I'll just go over easy. But I'm I, not athletic enough for that. I don't have the I don't have the pumpers. I, I'm probably not either, but between my ears, fuck it, I can, I can ride a bike down a mountain, as long as yeah, I, go down the mountains. Easy. That's it's how you mostly work. coasting. Oh, maybe you haven't seen this. Like, like they, you go up on the ski lift and then you go down the mountain. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Uh, so in the snow or on like like it's it's how ski resorts make money in the summer. Cool. Yeah, I don't know anything about that. See, I was picturing that sort of like in the woods, there's some like wooden parts to like get you over little things and there's a jump here and there and it just looks dangerous like da 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 and through trees well, and stuff. That's kind of it. Like they have it set up, you know, for, cool. for bike okay. trails and stuff. But, and you've seen, of course, the little wooden things. And they, they're, they're also, if I'm right on this, I think I am, they have it, you know, like beginner, intermediate and advanced stuff. So you don't necessarily yeah. have to cross like six Volkswagen oh. bugs in the ground to make it to the other side of the jump. You know, yeah. you can just take the evil can evil. But, um, well, I, I would definitely, do, I'll do anything. Um, but, but I, I am going to Colorado, uh, you know, the next month or two, uh, we talked about it the other day and it'd be fun if we all went and, uh, and I don't care who fucking goes, you know, in, in, I mean, in, in, in addition to our, our little group or whatever, See, like, are there I still don't... plans for you or Ki I don't, I don't yes. even know what's yeah. public. I'm talking about moving. What yeah, is the I think she's current line of thinking. Um, I can't talk too much about it, but mm -hmm. but there's a little bit of a wait that we have to go through before everything's settled. But yeah, she's moving out um, and going somewhere not too far away. Um, yeah, that's the situation. But so I'm keeping she's the house on the in the process of moving out for at least three years. We ran now. into a couple of roadblocks. Okay, so, but I, I guess where I was headed with that, you you think this time it's most likely going to happen? Probably 2017. Um, yeah, I think it's like four more months before we can, uh, wrap everything up. Did you guys see that, uh, that thing I linked? Apparently the CEO of Grubhub went over to Twitter and just saw Grubhub was, uh, trending. He made, he sent this email out to all of his employees, I guess, the day after the election. And one of it, a part of it here, I'll just, I'll read it. 
that people are upset about this part that says, uh, um, if you do not agree with this statement, then please reply to this email with your resignation because you have no place here. We do not tolerate hateful attitudes on our team. Um, and it's like a long email about, maybe we should just read it. Is that too long to read? Not at all. Take it from the top. Do you want me to do it or you got it? I can do it. Okay. Uh, so subject is so ellipses. That happened, ellipses. What's next in the body? I'm still trying to reconcile my own worldview with the overwhelming message that was delivered last night. Clearly, there are people, there are a lot of people angry and scared as the antithesis of every modern presidential candidate won and will be our next president. While demeaning, insulting, and ridiculing minorities, immigrants, and physically slash mentally disabled worked for Mr. Trump, I want to be clear that this behavior and these views have no place at Grubhub. <laughs> He had worked here because uh, we deliver fucking restaurant food to you. Uh, he Had he worked here, uh, many of his comments would have been resulted in his immediate termination. Uh, we have worked for years cultivating a culture of support and inclusiveness. I firmly believe that we must bring together different perspectives to continue innovating, including all genders, races, ethnicities, and sexual, cultural, or ideological preferences. Jesus. Uh, we are better, faster, stronger together. Uh, further, I absolutely reject the nationalist, anti-immigrant, and hateful politics of Donald Trump and will work to shield our community from this movement as best I can. As we all try to understand what this vote means to us, I want to affirm anyone on our team that is scared or feels personally exposed that I and everyone else here at Grubhub will fight for your dignity and your right to make a better life for yourself and your family here in the United States. If you do not agree with this statement, then please reply with this email Please reply to this email with your resignation because you have no place here. We do not tolerate hateful attitudes on our team. I want to repeat what Hillary said this morning and that the new administration deserves our open minds and the chance to lead, but never stop believing that the fight for what's right is worth it. From who is it? I don't, I don't know the CEO's name, but from the CEO of Grubhub. And so uh, people are a little upset about that. Hmm. <laughs> that yeah. won't go over well for him. That was dumb of him. Why would you inject politics into into your yeah. food delivery business he's got too much money clearly he, he wanted to lose a little money uh he maybe thought, drive hey. those maybe he, maybe this is some like maybe he's a genius he's trying to drive his stock prices lower so he can buy some of it <laughs> up and take a take a bigger share in the company what a fucking jerk if he if he thinks that's a good idea yeah, that's that's not a good idea at all. You don't inject politics into any kind of a business. Like it's just half the people disagree with you, dude. Actually, and this time around, more than half do. I yeah, hope. it's it's very. We hope. There's no point in doing it in the food business. I mean, my God, like all that. No one is going to go. Hey, I want some Moe's burritos, but I don't want to go to Moe's. I know that Grubhub really likes Hillary Clinton, so I'm going to use their service. It's like no, it's you just. You use whatever's there. If the only thing that will happen is they'll go, hey, ah, damn, I can't use Grubhub because they're a bunch of assholes, and I don't like them for making still use my Grubhub. burrito That's delivery cool. their politics. So <laughs> I'm not using them. Man, I've got an account and everything. You just get on there, search the genre of food you want. Not anymore. You, know? you don't. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. I like it. I, I like Grubhub. I <laughs> always use it. When I'm... Yeah, it, it, I'm. I'm with you. If Jeff Bezos had come out and like expressed his strong support of baby killing, I'm not talking about abortion. I'm talking about like kids under three. I'd still be yeah. like, yeah, but I really like Amazon. You know, right? It's, That's true. It's it's maybe I'll use Grubhub and realize it's really good because I mean to be, I mean Chick Fil A didn't really inject it into their message at all it was more of a something was uncovered about what the ceo was doing so i guess that's a bad example because it was just him donating money but i like their chicken sandwiches a lot even though he donated to groups that i disagree with yeah i guess maybe if grubhub really can deliver a qdoba burrito to me in a reasonable amount of time while it's still hot they don't and get do my that work. okay well then i fuck them 
Yeah. So maybe I'm wrong here, but the way I've always used Grubhub was to as it was as a de- food delivery aggregate. So it's places that already deliver food, and this puts them all in one searchable sort of thing that you can. Uh, uh, you know, go by categories, you can go by price, you can go by uh, the stars that the restaurant has, you can go by how many minutes it will take them to deliver to your address that you're currently at. And then it, you, you, you tip there with PayPal, you pay with PayPal, and uh, you never have to talk to anyone, call anyone, but it's click, click, click. If they already deliver food, what value does Grubhub add to the transaction? It's they by aggregating of all of the pay. places into one. So the way I'll use it is I'll be in a for another city that I'm normally in. When I was in L.A., uh, you know, I'll type in the address I'm staying at, and I get only the restaurants that can deliver to that place. And then I can search by four stars or five stars or the price or whatever if I want good food. Or I can search just Thai restaurants or just Americana or just noodles or, you know, just sushi. And then it it, it 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 just it aggregates them together, categorizes them, and and ranks them in a way that makes it real a really smooth process. I should check it out because I, I hardly see that the benefit. Oh man, it's huge. I feel like yeah. they well, just name. Well, a I mean, otherwise of places that deliver no. that I could have just reached to already. No, so when, it'll be dozens and dozens of restaurants that you don't know about and have never heard of that just happen to deliver. I mean, you're kind of, all around you, you know, um, and it does everything there on the website. The ordering on process Grubhub, happens uh, there. I'm on Grubhub right now, just looking around, seeing what they got. It looks like a, a pretty useful service. Like I just clicked on, they, I guess they deliver alcohol. So you could, uh, if, if the restaurant will deliver alcohol, they'll do it, I guess. I thought that's neat. I didn't know you could, that you could do that with Grubhub. But the first review after I clicked on some restaurant First review is one star from Nick. He says, never even got it. Yeah. <laughs> he just never even got his food. Just <laughs> let, me, uh, let me slip an ad read in here. Are you hiring? Do you know where to post your job to find the best candidates? Well, posting your job in one place just isn't enough to find quality candidates anymore. If you want to find the perfect hire, you need to post your job on all of the top job sites. And now you can with ZipRecruiter.com. You can post your job to 100-plus job sites, including social media networks like Facebook and Twitter, all with one click. Find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll in with ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. No juggling emails or calls to the office. Quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. Find out today why ZipRecruiter has been used by over 1 million businesses. And right now, our listeners can post jobs at ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. One more time to try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash painkiller. For free, you say? Absolutely. That's a good price. Better than money. (laughs) Uh, and uh, one more, and then there'll be no more uh, ad reads for the night. Okay. When was the last time you ordered clothes online and got to try them on before paying for them? So Never, rare. right? Mm-hmm. Well, that's exactly what jackthreads.com does. You can try anything on at home for free, and you only have to pay for what you keep, whether it's, a, whether it's the big-name brands or the Jack Threads in-house line. You can be sure you are 100% in love with the items you ordered before spending a cent. Choose anything you want and try it on at home for free. Take advantage of their new tryout program today. You'll have seven days to decide if, if it's working for you. Jack Threads gives you everything you need to send things back, packing tape and a prepaid shipping label. So go to jackthreads.com and enter offer code PAINKILLER when you submit your tryout for 20% off 
anything you keep. That's jackthreads.com, code painkiller. Uh, you save 20% on any of the uh, any of the clothing that you keep. Never buy before you try ever again. And they do more than just clothes. There's lots of products on there. Lots of cool stuff. So clothes sent to my door at 20% off. That's a lot of percents. I love buying shit on the internet. This is a win. Yeah. I, I like that service. I got some... Uh, <laughs> Very good. I got some stuff from there the other day. Still waiting on it to arrive, but I'm, I'm hopeful. That's awesome. Yeah. And you another... used our code, of course. Um, no, I didn't have to use the code because Chiz gave me some free money. Ah. Uh-huh. Nice. I'm going to have to give you $20 of free money in a little while because of that <laughs> Hillary Clinton bet, which... Uh, one Taco Bell I meal think, for Kyle. I think subconsciously, I, pr- I on some weird level, I bet I wanted to bet on Hillary Clinton to trick the universe <laughs> in into me losing. Because if I hadn't bet on Hillary, I stand by this. You know, <laughs> cite all the polls and the facts that you want. Had I not bet... Chiz and Kyle, each $20 on Hillary Clinton, she'd be the next president. So, because God would have looked down and said, who does Taylor want? Thank you, Taylor. The Blues are having a bad season, so let's make sure that this other thing goes badly, too. Or I guess Are the not Blues badly. having a bad season? I haven't looked lately. I saw that they had a little stretch where they really got their ass kicked. They were being outscored like 12-1 to 1 across two games. They've, they've, just been way, they've been too streaky. Uh-huh. Like, they'll play like three games really, really well. And just be like, God damn, like this is the team back. And then they'll play four games and be like, Where did the, where those other guys go? <laughs> like uh, they were they were really good at hockey, and now they, these guys don't look too hot. But sweet tea's turning into iced tea. What happened was yeah, he has been not doing as well. The, the Blues hit a particularly ugly streak. The Flyers hit a particularly beautiful streak, and I didn't talk trash um, because they had like the same record practically. So I was like, yeah. oh, if this happens one more game then the Flyers have a better record than the Blues. And that nope. and, and they were like both playing the next day. I, I, there's something close to that. And um, the next day, the opposite of what I wanted happened. Both the yeah. Blues won and the Flyers lost, and I was fucked. So. Yeah, it's, it's all like, as long as we make the playoffs, I don't really care. I, it's exhausting to Keep like care about low, the – smart. But it's also expectation. Yeah, expectations are always low with the Blues. <laughs> but I, I just – the way they do the playoffs now of, oh, wow, you won the division. You get to play, or you got second place in the hardest division uh, last year. You get to play the Chicago Blackhawks in the first round. It's like, what the fuck? That's See, not but, the way playoffs work. But That's wait, ridiculous. The, Why don't you do it like the other Blackhawks sports? finish? Third. The See, Blues finished second place, and the Hawks finished third place in Central, and they had to play each other in the first round. Two of the best teams in the league last year I, having I just, to crush each other in seven games. don't follow hockey, you should know. Hockey makes some attempt at putting the best team against the worst team, right? So if you finish first, then you go against the team that, like, barely got the last wild card spot. But... It's a little screwed up in the middle sometimes because I think if tell, tell me if I'm making any mistakes here, but the top th- winners in each of the divisions get the top three spots. So sometimes the winner of like the third best division is not as good as the second best team in the best division, and it gets a little. Yeah. So their intent is that like division winners are the best three teams, but that's not always the reality. And uh, Taylor's calling out a particular year where the defending champs didn't have a great regular season, so the Blues had to face them. And you beat them. No, no, the, no, no, the defending champs had a good season. They, they got third in the division. 
like it it went uh, Dallas, St. Louis, Chicago, and so all those teams had excellent seasons. Dallas, uh, obviously, first seed, they don't have to play uh, St. Louis or Chicago, and then St. Louis and Chicago both did well, and they have to play each other, which is aggravating when you watch a sport like hockey, where it's like, well, shit. Well, they get you know, third in their division. Uh, it's not like they killed it that year. They, the previous year, they won the cup. They, but they killed it compared. So if you looked at the entire Western Conference, the Blackhawks did very, very well. It was uh, Dallas and Anaheim and then St. Louis and Chicago. And all of the Pacific teams dragged that average down. So basically the good teams like the Sharks got to in Pacific got to take on an easier strength of schedule than like the Blues or the Hawks. Um, it's just like the Hawks, and like that was difficult for them too. Round? Yeah, the Hawks lost to the Blues in seven games. but And then the Blues went from there and played Dallas, which makes sense. That's the second round. Of course, it's going to be a tougher team. And they took it to seven games there, and they won. And by that point, like, of course, I never get my hopes up. But I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, yeah, the Sharks have played, like, six fewer games than us at this point because they they didn't have to – or they played, like, three or four fewer games, which is a lot in hockey. But, yeah, as long as the Blues make the playoffs, I'm fine. Uh, If they don't, that would be – That'd be really disappointing, and that uh, Ken Hitchcock will not be getting a call for coaching again next year if that's the case. Uh, so I'm a Flyers fan. It's President's Cup or bust. Yeah, President's <laughs> Cup or bust for the Flyers. Uh, Rangers are doing really, really well this season so far. I didn't expect that. I thought their window had kind of passed, but Jimmy VC, that rookie, is playing great for them. Uh, Kyle, anything to, to add there? Yeah, I absolutely not. Um, Big T looks... <laughs> Big T looks like Ron Weasley. That's all I got. Dude, UFC 205 <laughs> is coming. And, and you guys have heard me say this before. Oh, my God, this is the Super Bowl or whatever. What happened was New York pa- uh, changed the law allowing the UFC to come to that state. So here it is, the UFC in Madison Square Garden for the first time ever. They have pulled out all the stops and, and tried to build the bet. Like, I talk about how these other cards are, like, great for cards because it's, like, all five cards. In the ma- Dude, the prelims in this card are amazing. The, the freaking fight pass stuff is incredible. From top to bottom, amazing fights. Uh, Eddie Alvarez is going to win. Uh, I'm, I'm making that call. I'm putting my- you don't make a lot of money betting against Conor McGregor, so be careful if you guys are silly enough to listen to my uh, betting advice like, a, like I'm not just an idiot. But uh, uh, I, I think Eddie Alvarez is going to win. He eats left-handers for lunch. All of his best fights, he just fucking eat. he's, he's good that way. Um, he's, uh, Conor McGregor is not going to have uh, that. that, that like, he's nothing but a left, right? That, that's the Joe Lowe's online. Um, he's not going to have a good night against Eddie Alvarez because he's good at that. And um, the rest of the cards, Joanna Champion, um, Chris Weidman's fighting Yul Romero. Oh, my God. Chris Weidman is so, like, skilled and talented and good at all the things that make up MMA. And Yul Romero looks like a fucking action figure. It's his first fight back from his steroids. You're getting caught for, for using steroids. And uh, the guy's, like, 38 or something, uh, 37. And it, he looks ridiculous ridiculous he's in such good shape i saw his picture and i'm like no way he stopped using the steroids and uh um chris weidman it's like i don't even know how that's gonna go down um i don't there's just there's a bunch of fights on this card that i am so excited about uh, oh tyrone woodley and and wonder boy are fighting like that's actually gonna happen i i am i am i don't know who's gonna win 
Uh, Tyron Woodley is actually a very good fighter. But I'm is that the for... welterweight or something? Yeah, it is. So you the got little the... guy who's like undefeated. <clears throat> Uh, is, is Wonder Boy undefeated? I'm not 100% sure. Or like he's held the title for like a really long time, right? No. So this will be his first defense. And um, um, Tyrone Woodley, a lot of fans don't like him because like, I, I forget. He like, he beat a good fighter. Maybe it was Gastelum or something. Then he went up against Johnny Hendricks. The fight never happened because Johnny Hendricks missed weight. So he just kept waiting for his title shot. Like, and, and fans don't like that. Fans like to see active fighters and stuff. But he just yeah. sat there and said, you owe me a shot. You owe me a shot. He got a shot, and he beat Robbie Lawler. And everyone is like, oh, my God. Like, like this guy beat Robbie Lawler. And then he immediately started calling out, like, me. I, I forget who he was calling out. Like, people who had no shot at winning. I don't know. Did he call up a guy from a, a lower weight class? Like, he's just – he's you know, he was – bitching and moaning about not getting his title shot because he was like one of the top contenders and then he immediately reaches down and challenges like the number 11th guy so there's a lot of hardcore mma fans like me who are just like fuck woodley we hate you and we, we, you should be fighting wonder boy and he's like no no not so much wonder boy um maybe mcgregor it's like dude he, he's like 35 pounds lighter than you yeah i think i could get him so uh, he should be fighting <laughs> the the shock master Oh, not the shockmaster <laughs> from the WWE conversation. That guy was embarrassing. So, What's going on with John Jones? I heard they took his title away again. They did. So, um, oh my god, again? How yeah. many, he's lost it more times than he's got it. Now, right. <laughs> so what happened with John Jones? The the whole story and fast forward is this: uh, he was gonna go up against Daniel Cormier uh, for a title shot. Uh, Cormier got hurt, so he went up against OSP. And since, like, what they do in the UFC sometimes, they're like, well, if this was going to be a title shot, we'll still make it one, but you get the interim belt. So he had the interim belt while Daniel Cormier, Cormier, Cormier. Cormier. Cormier had the real belt. And uh, um, then he got busted for steroids. He was going to go up against Cormier. uh, And then, like, it was literally like a day or two before the fight. uh, He got busted for steroids, and he's out. So... (laughs) This is a Woody biased view, so don't put too much faith in this. They hunt around everywhere looking for some sort of supplement that might be tainted. They find one and say, hey, I was taking these. And um, it's not the, the bottle that's tainted. It's like across the thing. They have a thing in it that's not declared. And uh, he hires this lawyer who does this with, like, everybody. He finds it in something off the shelf and then whatever. So um, he and his supplier, like Malik or something like that, their stories don't match up. The things don't work. The timelines don't go together. They eventually produce an invoice where, like, there's the thing Jones bought and, a, like, other illegal things that he, like, he's a steroid dealer, like, in the same yeah. invoice. And uh, Nevada looks at it and says, all right, I believe you might have taken this thing. But all the rest of this is so fucking sketch that rather than him being delayed for six months, he's delayed for 12 it's, that's how long mm. his current suspension will be. And um, because of that, the UFC stripped his belt. And when he comes back, he'll have to fight his way back up. So that's the John Jones story. Well, Dude, that UFC is uh, off the hook. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's a really, really good one. I'm very excited about it. And uh, does Ronda fight next UFC event? It's not the next one. It might be oh. very... Is she still thought of as like... Year. Is she still thought of as like the best woman out there or not anymore? 
People don't know. So so she's like one of the most successful women in, in MMA history, except she was such a head case after her last loss. She like hid from the media, tears for days. Like she's just not good at losing. Sounds and, like Clinton. Yeah, and I'm sure some dude named like Solomon Wickerman was the best guy in Major League Baseball in 1886 with like his, you know, great hits and everything. Like that's what's cool about women's MMA that I like watching is that it's like, you're watching the inception of a sport. Like you're watching it kind of evolve. Like Ronda Rousey, and like not not to take anything away from her, but she is that person from 1908 in Major League Baseball who was better than the average bear at baseball. But you take him and you try and put him in the World Series this year, not a chance. He's not like guy's no, no way he's good enough to make any team. Ronda Rousey, like you're going to see women fighters get better and better and better. I think the, the men like, fighters are all so well rounded in their strike. It seems like striking's more <clears throat> striking is more important than jujitsu right now. The, the sport evolves. Who knows where it'll be in five years? But right now, it seems like it's all about the striking. Her striking is terrible. She just goes in there, gets people down, and her judo is amazing. Judo worked in men's MMA like 15 years ago, right? Judo works in women's MMA today, apparently. Mostly, she lost a fight. And um, so you're kind of onto something there. And then her level of competition. Dude, like, she, her last win was against a woman named Beche Korea, something close to that Brazilian Beche. woman. And, Beche. Uh, yeah, she had 99 problems, and Beche wasn't one. So, <laughs> uh, um, anyway, that woman, like, two and a half years earlier, like, previous to that fight, two and a half years ago, was literally, like, a certified public accountant. And, uh, you know, she goes into the, the, the octagon, and there's this gif of her running in and jumping, and she looks so unathletic. Like, I can hardly describe. She just took up MMA to lose weight, and she moves around. like She's, like, this fat. What's her name? Beche Korea. It's spelled B E T H E. I thought it was B E C H E. It, it, I think there's a T in there, but it's been a while. I, I didn't look at her name me. since the fight. How do you spell her last name? It's B E T H E. C O R E I A. Are you looking for the GIF? Yeah, I'm trying to find her jumping, jumping around. Let's see, let's see how she how she stacks up against Raquel Pennington. All right. Here's here's the gif. It's kind of small, but I'll show it to everyone. It's what I found. Oh, what was that? She just, was there a mud puddle in the way? She just like she oh, looks that like she's good at gravity. Like, like it just sucks her right back down in a in a way that doesn't happen yeah, to athletes. It, yeah, she, when you yeah, watch exactly. like the actual, like the real, like Crow Cop or one of those guys. I, I just picked a name out of there. When they do like that pre-fight like jump, it's like Jesus. Like that is a very athletic man and getting a guys lot of hang with time. Vertical leaps that are astounding. That yeah. that look that, that that they make gravity seem like it's turned down low. But what I she can just jump did as high as this woman. <laughs> oh, easily. You, yeah. yeah, yeah. We I all could. Yeah, we all can. Like, I, I can't dunk or anything, but I can grab the rim. Like, like that. She can't jump. <laughs> no. Oh, she, yeah. So that, it, she, that's she that's the kind of woman that Ronda Rousey was knocking out. Now she knocked out some better people than that too. 
But um, but she definitely has a record that's padded with some people like that. I remember um, she fought her in Brazil, and Ronda Rousey was on Ellen or some talk show, and they're like, "Are you worried? You're going down to Brazil, this and that." And she's like, mm. "The difference between me and Beche is more than home court advantage." And, and, you know, it, it was. She knocked her out in like a minute or something, less than that. Yeah, I heard her talking about Beche or whatever her name is on the uh, on the Stern show, and uh, she 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 went. She told the whole like horse woman story about how mm-hmm. Beche basically beat up each All of Ronda's friends. friends in succession, and each time she's holding up a different finger, you know, as she mm-hmm. takes them down. Uh, she told that whole story and and said that that really did motivate her to dislike that woman a lot and go hurt her. It worked. Yeah, Beche crumbled like a house of cards. She just, but so anyway, um, people don't know what kind of headspace Ronda's in right now. You know, she was thinking about suicide because she lost a fight and and stuff like that. So you don't know what's gonna come back. And she's been out long enough that ring rust might be a factor for her, or she might just start. She's been training with Diaz's boxing coach. Um, Mm, Are you talking about a Reddit thing you saw? Maybe I sure am. Yeah. Was that not right? It's not wrong. Uh, she trained with his coach. Like, she tried it, and, and okay. it was a good experience for her. But she was, like, traveling, and she visited there. Yeah, well, then that's bullshit. That's a clinic or something. That's one day. You know, she needs weeks and weeks and weeks. You're right. Seen, I've, I mean, I, like I've seen her. That, it's, like, it's, she was probably traveling <laughs> or something. So she's, like, working out with people yeah. and whatever. Okay, yeah, that's fair to say. Yeah. yeah, it's not like she was there to, like, go to Six Flags and she saw the coach and, like, did some 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 shadow boxing she I, she went and trained with the guy i'm making this up but she probably did like a ufc event or something they make them meet with fans or whatever and she you know like, she's good right, at that where am i going to work um, out you know the diaz have a home for her yeah but it's not like she did a camp there or anything okay uh, well yeah. look i wish the best for her because I, I i i like champions i like oh my god that's the best that's ever done a thing. I like winners. That's why I'm so drawn to Trump. That like, look, everybody hates him. He's a fucking son of a bitch. He says the dumbest shit. He's plays to the lowest common denominator whenever it it suits him. But goddamn, if he doesn't win at every corner, if he doesn't have everything he wants, then then, then show me what he what he wants, right? Other than your respect. Oh, I wanted to talk about that. I've been thinking about this. So, I'm not in a class that can have anything at once in terms of like wealth. But um, I was reading on Reddit, like, hey, like, if your family's super rich, like, what's it like? Like, what's up? And uh, this guy was, like, generational wealth. You know, he's so rich that his grandkids will be rich. They're just, they've got more money than they can wear out. And he's like, it gets to a point where it's not about stuff. You know, if you want a yacht, we can all have yachts. It's about access. It's about, like, you know, hanging out with Jay-Z or having him come to your party. It's about, like... Access is just becomes it. more about influence. Yeah, it, it, not just influence, Power. but like like there were paintings. Like you know, if you own a rare piece of art that has real value that other people wish they had, that's where it's at. It's not just things that money can buy because money can buy like a, a fancy car. Well, dude, they just sell those to people with money. Like they, we can all get those. Not we, but like he is his circle. Um, when I think about that, like in that setting, it's like all right. So Trump's private jet. In my head, anyway, that's not a normal private jet. Like he's got a fucking like, is it seven? That's legit. That's seven, that's seven, four, seven four seven. Yeah, no, Trump's got a legit jet. It might yeah, be. Yeah, he's got a big. Let's 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 be sure about this. But I 
I think even in the world of private jets, like yeah. Trump having that, that like like that's on another level. I know that um, a 757 airliner. 57. Uh, I thought it was. I've gotten into planes lately. I'm a dick. But um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so um, yeah, he has it's all about what's that. You're just you. You can't get enough aviation. You know, you were born a hundred years too late, <laughs> or actually probably too early, knowing you. Maybe. <laughs> it, I don't know. It, it, but you know, um, the thing is, I want to learn about his plane his instead plane of looking at a seven thirty-seven. I, I saw a show on a seven thirty-seven once. He has a previous jet, and uh, it's just like, dude, like other people are buying golf streams, which are lovely jets, but they're for six people or twelve people or whatever. Trump is flying the big shit, like. It, a normal one has a capacity of two to three hundred people. Here's uh, a, a whole article about his um, top ten facts about Donald Trump's plane, Trump Force One, as it's known, um, and it really is now. You want to scan it first? I'm scanning it now. Like I, I'm, I'm looking yeah. for something interesting about but, it. Like so, when I think about what Trump just accomplished, like when it talks, like having a thing that other people can't have. Is, is where it's at when you can have anything. Um, like, presidency, dude, that's the biggest thing to be, period. Like, I, I, I like the words for it, right? It, it's, there's no Monet that compares to president of the United States. There's no temporary custodianship of some piece of art or a yacht or a home or whatever. Um, it, like, it's... He's the president of the United States. I see that guy, and even though Trump's not my man, every time I see like an inauguration ceremony, I think, well, for right now, this is the biggest winner on the planet. Like, yeah. winner as in, like, not just like one election, one winner at life. Like, he's president yeah. of the United States. You most know? powerful country on the planet, the most powerful in thing in existence. He is more powerful right now than any other, other man has ever been, ever, ever, ever. He just is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Donald Trump's Boeing is one of the fastest in the world. Five, uh, it goes over 500 miles per hour because of the Rolls-Royce engines. I don't know if that's standard or he's got fancy engines. Uh, normally they hold you know, two to 300 people, like I said. His only holds 43, and there's a reason for that. 43 positions, chairs. Um, because Donald's private jet has a lot of features, including bedrooms, dining rooms, and a private guest room. There's also a bath with 24-karat gold fixtures. Uh, it's important to mention that the, the 757 has an entertainment system inside, installed video room with a cinema system. Um, these, the bedroom's really nice. All these chairs are badass. These are not, this is not first I, class. I'm watching this, this video right here, and like it's, I, it's just silently looking at like the walk through the cabin. It, it, click the video I, I linked and like watch the first 30 seconds. That is, if you just took out the sides and I didn't know you were on a plane, it looks like something that like, I don't know, some king in Saudi Arabia would have in a boardroom or something. It's unbelievably nice. Like, this is borderline gaudy how nice it is. It's I opulent. have a feeling that this part that you're talking about, like the, the chairs, how nice it is, yeah. is the peon part. That's where the passengers go. Trump has a room or something. Right? Well, I'm, I'm oh, a that's coach guy. That's yeah. where I would be, you know? Oh, they're <laughs> showing the whole plane. first class. I, but I just, you know, if I ever ended up we're looking at it like, oh my God, these seats are amazing. This is like so opulent. The, the tables are so shiny. And I bet Trump is like, yeah, that's where I put the people I don't know that well. <laughs> yeah, right? look, I just, I just got out. No, they're showing the whole plane. Hold on. I just got outed as a complete peasant because I looked at that and my first thought was like, man, like I have plenty of room to stretch my feet out if I sat at <laughs> that table like i'd be real comfy i bet they I, I bet they don't give you a little bullshit cups of diet coke i bet they give you the whole 
can every time. They don't ask. They say, do you want a big glass of ice with your can of Coke? Uh, Yeah, this level of wealth is astounding. I can't even, I can't imagine what it must be like to step off a plane with your name on it and not be like some world leader that gets the plane by default. Like that's, that's, does even like Warren Buffett have stuff like this, or does he? Yeah, yeah. He I, well, I don't know about Warren Buffett specifically, but like, um, what's his name? They got the dimple in his face that 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 gropes male masseuse, masseurs. Um, um, oh, John he was in Greece. John Travolta. Yeah, John Travolta. He's got a. Uh, I think he does have a seven four seven. Let me make sure about that. Huh. I think Why he parks he that because he's a pilot. He flies it himself. Oh. Yeah, that's um, he's um. <laughs> that's like me buying an old school bus to get around the country because I'm a, I can drive. I forget the name of it. It's like certification chasers or something. But there's a there's a term for pilots who really like to get qualified on like more and more shit, and uh, Travolta is, is one of those guys. Like his house has a uh, is it has an airport in the backyard with a runway. My God, I'm looking at it right now. That's Travolta. Um, what are, we, what are we looking I at? I think he has a 707. He's got several planes. I can't. This is so ridiculous. I can't even tell if this is photoshopped. <laughs> oh, no. That's that's John Travolta's house. My God. Wow. <laughs> you see he's let, let, got like three different jets there. One's like a little, I don't know, a little personal craft. Looks like it holds maybe 10 people. But then there's a huge jetliner. I'm such a fucker. <laughs> this guy's got planes. Oh yeah. man. I want to see the rest awesome. of the runway. That's pretty fucking cool. Man. Yes, it's very nice. Must be nice, right? I, I, um, you know, I've, I, we, we, I think we've all known a guy or two who had a plane or they has access to the plane. But these guys have their planes, uh, you know. That, that's that's pretty astounding. I, I, I'm fascinated by Trump. You know, I, that it, it's just he, he's a really unique guy. That's crazy. Wait. I like the gold-plated fixtures. Yeah, and stuff. you know what's funny is as he's getting off that plane, he tweets. He, he tweeted about meeting Obama a couple hours ago. He tweets like someone who won a raffle to meet the president. He tweeted, a fantastic day in D.C. Met with President Obama for the first time. Really good meeting. Great chemistry. Melania liked Mrs. O a lot. You know, <laughs> it's, it's like you're, you're talking about this like like he doesn't really, really dislike you. I don't know. That's funny. I, yeah. Uh, I think he... I don't know. I bet Obama... I, I, think, I think Obama really doesn't like him. He probably doesn't. He's very upset about the birther thing from what I've always heard. They're, you know, they always... They always um, have sources or they cite sources from within the campaign or within the White House. And I've, and through those, I've always heard that the birther thing was uh, very offensive to Obama and it hurt his feelings uh, and it upset him greatly that they were attacking his even his citizenship rather than his policy or rather than, you know, his leadership skills. They're, they're going right to like, he was, he's not even from here. They're completely disqualifying him as a human being. And uh, he didn't care for that. And and so I would imagine that he really dis- dislikes Trump greatly. You know, I mean, yeah. you saw how hard I mean, he was yeah. campaigning for Hillary. But it's a real testament to our system, our country, and the man that is Barack Obama, uh, that he was so damn classy today. Like, it, if anyone out there hasn't seen it yet, watch that little short. It's it's maybe two minutes. It's Obama mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and, and Trump sitting next to each other after their 90-minute meeting. 
uh, speaking to the press for for maybe a minute or two. They each speak, and then that's it. You know, uh, of course, after they're done, after Trump finishes speaking, the the crowd goes wild and asking questions and with the shutters. And Obama's like, no more questions. No, no, we gave you a chance. We talked to you, answered your questions. That's it. And he looks over at Trump. He's like, he's like, learn from that. You, you don't answer the questions. Just ignore. <laughs> Don't answer any questions now. <laughs> you know, I, I wish that Trump would have made like this is like, it's a douchey thing, but it's what you expect from Trump. Like, make a point of like, I will be the first that to move into a smaller home when I accept this position of like <laughs> making fun of the fact that his like house what do you think about the White House? Than the pathetic, White house. pathetic. <laughs> no gold anywhere. I don't want all of my all of my house. bathrooms in my house. They all had that, that toilet seat that you just barely touch it and it comes down on its own. The White House has very old toilet seats. The guy that you How just touch awkward? it, it slams down. Startled me. Yeah, you know how awkward is it going to be? How awkward is it going to be when uh, when Hillary has to return all that furniture that she bought? <laughs> Do you have? <laughs> you did know she buy she, furniture? Oh, you know she did, right? Like this was a shoe in. I bet she, she'd already measured the drapes. She'd already picked out the colors. She had the armoire ready to slide on into the Lincoln bedroom. Now Trump's coming in there, and it's going to get gaudy. Taylor, do you? It's going to get gaudy too. It sounded like you did. The ones that you just what? touch a little bit and they go down nice. Well, I'm a big fan of those. Those are amazing. Those are, what are yeah. they? I, I missed it. So basically, like the toilet seat. You know how when you're lowering a toilet seat, you have to grab the toilet seat and bring it all the way down to the bowl. That's oh, gross. Well, germs those. jumping around. But these, you just kind of tap it and it just. They're like spring loaded. Very, or something. very uh-huh. slowly goes down. Doesn't I've make any noise. Those. Okay. This house, yeah. all the toilets have that, and it's like one of the nicest things about my house. Yeah, it's, like, it's such a little thing that people oh, it's appreciate. Not, it's huge. It's huge. I, and, and then I'm at a hotel, and it's like, bang! And I'm yeah. like, oh, man, what the fuck is this? If you man. get used to those, you just make an ass of yourself when you go to other people's <laughs> houses because you're like, what? Did, did you have such a terrible shit that you had to slam the top down? What the fuck are you yeah, doing I in there? Yeah. Are, you, are you mad at it? Did you not as much come out as you were hoping? <laughs> No, they're good. They're they can't be that expensive. No, it, it they definitely like, can't. It's just one of those things that's teeny tiny, but the addition of it is big. Yeah. Makes a big difference in the bathroom. I you know, know, it's you. You've just taken a horrible shit. You've been sitting there. Your legs are numb. You got those red marks on your elbows and your knees because you've been fucking around on your phone for too long. You think, man. I really should start wiping my ass and get off this toilet, but who knows when the next round's coming through? So I may as well <laughs> to see if it happens. And then you get up, you're all distraught, you're, you're sweaty, you feel terrible, and you flush it. You have to flush it again, maybe a third see time. A doctor, that look. Taylor. And, then, and, then, and then you have to. Start, I always flush twice. With, I don't uh, care I, for it when people leave shit streaks in the toilet bowl either. Like, like that's I just am, uncalled I'm for. I'll tell you what I do. I don't want any particulate. I don't want any rice in the bottom of the bowl because you couldn't digest it properly. If anyone out there who's not familiar with this, you shit, you flush, you wash your hands, and then by the time you're done washing, the 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 back of the bowl is filled up again, and you check, you check for cleanliness in that bowl. Someone else is coming in there, maybe to piss, and they don't want to see your poop. So I if you've got a scrub, you ever scrub, gone into your own bathroom with toilet paper so that more water comes out? Because I'll tell you, I am like one of the toilets in this house. I'm pretty much the only one that uses it. And uh, which means I get to see, like I, I inspect it. I am the last person to use it was me, and it is clean. I think you need more water flushing with each flush. That ah, could be- your shit isn't as sticky as mine, I think, uh, because what happens is the turd hits the bottom and a little comes off of it. It's it's certainly not. I, I've I've also done some adjustments back there. We're running it. <laughs> 
we're right, that thing fills up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, when the top yeah. lifts a little bit, when it starts to float, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you've done it right. Then That's you know, when you know you're due to float. There's <laughs> no low flow, no low flow around here. I had that issue a while back where I had over adjusted it and it was it was too much. It was always running, but uh, but I yeah, hate. I'm it, it maxes out now. I want a oh. maximum flush, but it's oh, still, is there any more like it enough? I immediately remove that low flow thing. Like if you're not, you don't have to be very handy to swap out a shower head, and you just go in there with some needle nose pliers, get that fucker out. Out. The thing that makes the water stop coming, the fuck out of here. You want no. maximum pressure in maximum there. Maximum pressure. Want... You know you is get it. Oh, wait, wait a minute. Worse. Is there anything more scary and worse than going into a person's bathroom, having to take a foul shit of someone that you don't know, and then you flush and you see that weak little gurgle and you see the paper slowly start to oscillate not the way that you want the way that you're like god damn i hope that that's just because of the inertia in that shit that it takes a lot of energy to get it moving you know (laughs) pick up some speed and fly on out of it like oh that's that's i I'll tell you what I've done. Too. I get, I get so concerned it about that. Let me give you a tip. And then it picked like you're like, oh, thank God, you pulled yes. out the end. So I've got a little uh, tip for this. If you if you know the toilet that you're about to poop in just doesn't have the power that you want, mm. what you do is you go over by the sink, and usually people have a little glass to keep their toothbrush in or they rinse their mouth with. I add extra water to the tank. To get a fat flush, I'll take the back off your toilet in your house. I'll add an extra couple quarts of water to it. That way, it, it really gets that poop on gone. And That's also, like, bef- I'll sit on the toilet, like, be ready to like drop my load, and I'll I'll be at three, two, one, flushing shit, flushing shit, <laughs> like like like, because like, I don't want I want shit to go from inside me to inside the septic tank or sewer. Instantly, like no sitting around in this room, like like that first. You want blast. it to be where you 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 the log begins and then it almost like pulls it out like a, a <laughs> get out uh, those, those yeah. colorful scarves from magician's sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> pulling that out. Of you no, know, I never do that, but I will do like um Taylor's like you know I'm here because I don't know when the next load's gonna come. I'll flush in between poops, you know. Like, oh yeah, sometimes. It, it, that's where the smell's well, my balls from. are sitting in it after a while. That's yeah, it's just that poop. water displacement. <laughs> <laughs> you are a mighty pooper, Kyle. I cannot hang with you. When your but, balls start getting shit on them, you know it's time to flush. <laughs> but I'll be like, you know, this room smells now. Not a big room. Flush that shit and, you know, literally, and then uh, you know, get a fresh start. The best toilets are the ones that are so violent they startle you a little, like yes. at the airport. Like, yeah. I, you get off that thing, and, and uh, sometimes they're automatic. And so I'm always careful to like, uh, like get my pants on and my belt on. I don't want anybody to see me in there shitting. So I, I'm, I, I've heard Howard Stern describe this, and it's one of the things that I like about him. He's like, he's like, I, I, I hunch my head down because he's six four, six five, or whatever. I, I'm six two, but still my head comes above some stalls. I don't want anybody to see me in there. So I'm just like head hunched down below the stall wall, getting pants on, belt buckled before I flush, because I want to like flush open the door and be out of there so nobody even knows I took a shit. Mm. Like, like I, I, don't, I don't like shitting in a public place at all. When I do, it's because there's just an, emer- an emergency or I'm about to have to get on a plane for five hours. If I'm something. in public and I have a really foul shit and someone is out there when I get out, like peeing, I'll usually try and make like a comment. Really? Just to show I'm not afraid of that. I know you do that too. We all, everybody poops. 
and <laughs> I just finished. And so, you know, you know, rough one, huh? You know, <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that because that's inappropriate. <laughs> well, I'm like, what do you say though? Like, what kind of? <laughs> just, do, I don't know. Do you just a. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's more just, just an auditorium. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I thought the election was rough. You hot in here, Jesus? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's some shit on my balls in there. That was crazy. Man, that's... Uh, I hate pooping at other people's houses so much that it's like... I or not, It's not even that. I don't mind it as much as... I, I really get a lot of comfort from shitting in like the four or five home shitters that I feel comfortable with. Like I've got the ones here and then I've got like, you know, if there's somewhere like my parents' house, like I know that's a safe shit spot, you know, friends' houses, very, very close friends. I know that's a safe shit spot. I don't like feeling like I'm in there for four minutes, six minutes, and still I haven't got it done. And then people are like, oh man, he must be in there having a horrible shit. And it's like, well, you're partially right, but you shouldn't be <laughs> judging me for it. Asshole. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, I, that's one of my biggest things is I hate driving in the car. If I am driving in the car and I get the urge to shit, I immediately become the most stressed out person of all time. It, it becomes instantly find a bathroom because the feeling of shit, I, I can't handle it. Having to, I can hold my pee for so long. The feeling of having to take a shit, I can't, I awful. I hate it. I have, you have to get it out. Awful. Not a fan. I uh, try to get that knocked out in in the morning. You know, every morning that's my routine. But if I if I have to get up particularly early, then I miss it. I miss my window. It hasn't come yet. Uh, it, it, and so I'm it, you know if I'm getting up at six a.m. and I'm out the door by seven, then like I'm usually pooping at eleven. This is a problem. So I I, I try to hit my window, but sometimes it just doesn't work out. Like when I go through healthy kick, which I'm I need to go on another one right now, but I always am blown away at the consistency, not of like the, the feel, obviously, but of the like consistent, like you shit at 8.35, next day you shit at 8.41, next day you sit at, at 8.27, you know, you're shitting so regularly, and when you're not eating garbage, it's just, it's it's incredible how easy it is to shit. But food, junk food just tastes too good. You know, I have a thing for you. I always think about you when, I, when I'm in my pantry. So you've mentioned a couple of times. Is it golf? It's Cheetos, right? Cheetos is your Cheez weakness. Cheez-Its. Okay. Cheez we keep a stack of paper bowls in our pantry, like just on the shelf, where all the chips and popcorn and stuff like that goes. So we don't take the bag or box with us. We put it in the paper bowl, portion control, and then that bowl goes to the living room. If you have a bag of, like, Tostitos next to you in our lit. My wife would be all over it. Like, what is that? Well, with the kids, she yells at them. With me, she makes the fat <laughs> face, like that. And I know what she's saying. You, that's how. That's how you get fat. And uh, and it, so we, it, you gotta put it in the bowl. She'll forgive you if you refill the bowl because you're really hungry. But if you take the bag with you and just like mindlessly eat Cheez-Its, that doesn't fly in our house. Recently, I just haven't kept Cheez-Its in the house. Like, I, every time I go to the store, mm -hmm. I avoid the, uh, like, as Melissa likes different kinds of treats and snacks than me. So, like, if she wants something, I can go to the get ice cream or whatever or candy. And I just, I don't step into the chip and cracker aisle because I will, I can't walk through the chip and cracker aisle without being like, what? 
<laughs> they made an extra toasty flavor. You mean the Cheez-Its that get a little bit burnt and have that toasty flavor. They made a whole fucking flavor that <laughs> I am keeping. I The, the local grocery store near me, when they're like doing their restock this numbers, they're like, this is absolutely out of control. Someone, <laughs> uh, this, this, we never expected St. Louis to be such a hotbed for the extra toasty flavor here. <laughs> and they just had to be like, it's actually the same gentleman. He comes in twice a day, you know, <laughs> really wipes us out. You know, he leaves nothing but that disgusting cold. I bought Colby flavored Cheez-Its a couple weeks ago to expand my horizons. Mm. Horrible. Mm. Horrible. Because they did what bullshit Goldfish started doing years ago, which is, oh, we're adding a new flavor. No, you didn't. That's the same cracker with a bunch of bullshit powder sprayed on it. You're not fooling anyone. You're not fooling anyone. You're just getting my hands dirty. I don't, what I don't is care. What pretzel-based snack where there's just cheese in the middle? It's like a... Soap. Combos. Combos. Dude, combos, when combos first came out, I was a teenager or a young teen, like 12 or something, and it was like a big thing. Combos were so popular, just having combos. Like combos, like everyone was about the combos. Then they added some more flavors, and it was like, dude, these are good. Like what? So like the first, they had like one or two good ideas for combo flavors. And then they started putting in all the like pepperoni combos. (laughs) And it's like, oh, look, there's a new combos. Oh no! <laughs> it's awful. Oh, is, I literally saw a uh, oh what? It must have been marshmallow combos, like campfire <laughs> combos or oh, something. Because I was looking at it and I saw I was at a gas station and next to the Cheez Its they have all those snacks and it was like the standard cheese combos, then pizza com pepperoni pizza combos, like and those. then there was like a dessert version of combos, which was you have my attention. marshmallow filling. With, like it's like that's 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 a fucking pretzel. That sounds awful. I can't imagine opening this up, taking a bite of your gross powdery stuff because of the flavor and combos. If you haven't eaten them, I'm sure they're sold outside of the U.S. It's not like a paste. It's not a paste. It's not. It's like a compressed powder mm. of flavor. It's just the stuff that they dust on other things. They go, no, we want a whole fucking brick it's of like that. It's like pretzels with pretzel. ramen noodle bullshit sprinkled on it or something. Yeah, if you take yeah. a one it's just it's crumbly like the powder flavor is just like falling off it's not it's not a it's it's probably not good for you i don't Uh, like combos it can't be but i bet it survives the apocalypse yeah i'm sure they will cheese it's well but that'll be good for me i'm the kind of guy who'd be like what marshmallow is there like chocolate marshmallow combos look it's worth a go right no that sounds (laughs) it's the only like i don't i don't branch out with sweets very much if i want sweets it's reese's Reese's objectively the best candy. Uh, every single just Reese's the the M and M thing. No, 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 not the M and M's. That's a tease. I don't like cup. those as much. I like the cups. I need right. the pe- and not the little ones cup. either. Not the snack one. The big cup. I don't want to go. Yes, the big cup. That's another product that for a while there. Well, Melissa's more of a fan than those with their ice cream than me. We we're keeping the fucking big cups in the store. Uh, but How that was a great add-in. It's about twice as much peanut butter as in a regular cup, and there's also more chocolate around it. What are you talking so about? It's... Those things are huge. Like, like big. A, you buy like one. You get one big cup in a package. It, it thing's a, big. I want a ginormous cup, like the size of a birthday cake. I I found that, and I was gonna send it to Taylor for Christmas, but I forgot all about it. They make it. It's a pound. <laughs> it's, it's it's only November. It's called the mega cup. <laughs> get it for me. It's yeah, Christmas is over a month like, away. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck it. What can you do? It's I, I was gonna do it, but then I thought, fuck him. <laughs> 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 Missed my window. <laughs> 
I actually found um, something better. I mean, it's, when it's already early November, just right off Christmas. Like, Way too late now to keep, keep me doing that. Sorry, okay. Taylor. You're getting cold. <laughs> no, fuck <but> you. <laughs> Oh, that's fine. <laughs> did you see? I, I, uh, did you see that crazy mansion I linked? Like that, that's just like I like places like that. I like like the in the, the the place that uh, the things that the last place we stayed in had were it was remote, so we didn't have any neighbors. Uh, we we were kind of out in the woods, uh, down a long driveway in like a private home, and uh, and I want that again. I like that, and it's it, it was kind of luxurious, I guess. It, it had it was a lodge kind of place with like rough wood, but it also had you know brass fixtures and uh and and really nice kitchen that was that was all set up and everything um this place looks expensive yeah that one is i think that one's like 700 bucks a night or something like that but i mean you know you stretch it through five people or something like that and it's not so rough yeah it just depends how long we're staying and and how much money we want to spend um but you know when you're splitting it between four or five people you can get some pretty cool places and you need four or five bedrooms anyway so they're not going to be that cheap um i'd i'm excited about this now i think it'll be a fun trip it's gonna be cool i like the snow i like the snow a lot (sighs) we need one more topic oh i have it i have a video to watch together Um, what is the backstory of the vid uh, it is about cricket, and I found it on Reddit, so you may have seen it already. Nope. No. Well, I'm paused. I think you'll enjoy it. Cue up at um, at zero, please. Oh, I did see this. Yeah, okay. I'm ready. All right, ready, set, play. Oh, that's out of the ground. That's I have gone. no idea what's happening in this yeah. sport. He's going to home run, I think. It is. I'm going to get hit by car. <laughs> I can't believe it. Oh, the hit his car? It literally yeah, hit the announcer's car. Keep listing. There's the dent. Oh, no. Did you pay insurance? No, it's a rental. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it. I think it's mine. <laughs> Look, he's dejected. Oh, <laughs> Damn! It shows a replay. That's a hell of a dent. Yeah, I don't know what those cricket balls feel like, but they must be pretty hefty. Yeah, I guess so. Imagine that they're croquet balls because they sound the same. It dented the fuck out of this guy's roof like you took your palm and slammed it down as hard as you could, and you're a man. Or your fist. He's de- he's so depressed. Here's the impact. Donk. For some reason, I was more behind the Oh, man, that sucks for him. He said it was a rental. Back this way. Yeah, I think you have the okay. And it, I guess, is this New Zealand? Zealand? How do you New Zealand people talk? I don't know. It it's like a little bit of a... It's just a twist on Australian, right? Kind of. uh, yeah, kind of. I don't think they that. appreciate that. Yeah, they don't like that. Hmm. No, the accent, I mean, not the countries. Like, I don't know how the countries differ, but I'm, they, you guys sound similar. Yeah, they do. The same way that you'd be like, I really can't tell a huge difference between Taylor's accent and Kyle's. Like, that's the way it is over there. Like, I really can't tell much of a difference. Like, if you show me, like, an Australian guy and a New Zealand guy, the only way I'd be able to know it was New Zealand if it was one of the guys from Flight of the Concords. Because otherwise, I just I get a lot of attention for my accent, like, from fans and stuff. And I never thought... Or accent? Right? Like, they're always talking about the way I pronounce oddball words like they're just slightly different like, like saw 
That's one. Or they'll be like, have you ever heard him say mitten? Robot. He says mitten and he barely uses the T. And it, it like, oh, like, I, I don't know. Like, I, I, I always thought I had a really neutral accent. Like, the, like you could just drop me in Colorado and they It's not your accent. You just, you just pronounce some words in an odd way. You guys are the exact opposite in this way, in that a, a word like mitten, like the way you say it, Woody, where it's like you skip, it's like it in, like mm -hmm. in the middle of the word instead of mitten. Kyle pronounces T's very specifically and intentionally in a lot of words. Well, he would say uh, someone's mittens, almost a mittens, like that kind of thing. Or like you, you definitely do that. Like you enunciate very clearly with your T's. I've, yeah. I've noticed. I try. Yeah, yeah you're a very, very good speaker. It's with the um, in the Philadelphia area. <laughs> Only the T's. <laughs> find people who talk like me. Yeah, I don't think any of us really have an accent. Like, I, Kyle does some, like, a tiny bit. I don't feel like I do at all. You can. You have to get Kyle next to the right people. You get him next to some Absolutely. good old boys. And Kyle gets surrounded with good old boys, and all of a sudden you're like, but which one is he? Like, it, yeah, which he just one's the Kyle? Him. Yeah, like, <laughs> he's so, so good old that... You know, I, I can flow on into kind of an urban thing if I'm selling a black fella a car. <laughs> uh, I uh, yeah, it's just—it's not pretty to see. The only time I talk a little more southern is when I'm around my grandparents, or down in that area, and that's. It. Oh yeah, I, and I it's not like it's like. Well, howdy, y'all. How are you doing? You know, it's been a rootin' tootin' drive over. I'm doing no shave November for as long as I can get away with it. Jackie figured nice. it out. Hopefully, thirty days. Like just recently, like it, so, it's not weird for me to go like five days without shaving. Like it's a thing that happens now and then, and uh, you know she'll say something, and usually I shave, and this time no, I didn't, I didn't, and she's like, "Are you doing no shave November? It's like only the tenth. There's twenty more days of this, and it bothers her. Like she doesn't like the beard. It's not her thing. Like just today, she was doing dishes or something. I kind of hugged her from behind, and she's like, "You're poking me with your beard. Like through her sweater, my beard was poking her in the back." She's uh, not a fan. Pish hmm. posh. You you stick with it. Uh, it's... Yeah, it'll come in handy if we go to Colorado. It, it'll look real nice in the snow. <laughs> real nice in the snow. Yeah. Exactly. You'll, be like, you'll be like Jeremiah Johnson out there. It's annoying in the snow with the beard if you do something like that because it like freezes to your face. And then if you're trying to warm up, you basically just have a slowly melting amount of water keeping your face wet. Like when you go into the lodge and everything, mm. which is kind of obnoxious. I don't. But it does. It reduces that like wind uh, annoyance. The thickness that you get on of face. my beard is cool. Like I, I like the where the the whiskers are, but they're gray now. That's a it's a real gray beard, especially right here, and uh, you know it's it's not my I don't know. No, you grow a good beard, you should keep it. I think it looks good. Yeah, the gray is I'm not unattractive. It's, a, green, it's like a gray looks good. It looks distinguished. Ex exactly. Well, she's not the one you're trying to look good for. Yeah. Strong point. Yeah, she can always face the other way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> <So>, let's end the show right there. <laughs> All right. All right. That was PKA episode 308. All hail Trump. All hail check Trump out indeed. Sponsors. Yes, and check out the sponsors. Uh, Kyle, do we have any post reads or anything? I don't think so. Um, I can I can like make a hundred percent sure within just a few seconds here, but I, I'm pretty positive we don't. As I scroll up, um, 
Don't do this. Don't do that. Nope, we're all good. All right, PJA 308. 